previously on Masks of Nyarlathotep. Recap! As we explore the Temple of the Scion, Wallace and Eduardo head back outside to gather some of their supplies. Matteo discovers a mural depicting a timeline of the Scion Aiden from birth to his destiny, yet we have interrupted the final events. Outside, Wallace and Eduardo discover the landscape is barren and covered in fungus and sulphur in the air. Felix and Liza inspect a crystal known as the Heart of Cthugna, also known as the Oracle of Delphi. Felix inspects some murals, the servants guarding the way, and the resurrection. And a giant model of a solar system mysteriously suspended in the room, with many arches around the walls and a pile of fresh human corpses in the centre. He backs away. Liza finds a beautiful statue, the Queen Mitokrish of the Dark Pharaoh. Back at the front door, Wallace inspects the portal and is suddenly pulled through and is now standing on a hill and the sulphur rips through his lungs once more. The father escorts him back to the main chamber, but they discover a strange black wall blocks their path. Wallace foolishly touches it and black blood oozes over his hand and it spooks the pair, startling the father into a temporary bout of amnesia. The rest of the group have met back up and will not separate one anymore. Concern for Wallace and Eduardo. They, however, discover another mural depicting Felix fighting cultists on the New York fire escape from when Jackson Elias was murdered, except the mural is far older than when the event occurred. Eduardo, meanwhile, is confused with no memory of the day and and is slowly escorted by Wallace to another part of the temple. They discover another mural which Eduardo believes depicts an evil cultist that Liza vanquished. The image brings his memories back and he collapses in confusion. Back at the others, Felix is also having memory problems, though he seems to be taking it badly and demanding to know why they aren't on the boat and where his breakfast is. Liza utters Nyarlathotep's name, and the darkness slowly closes in around them, their torches not reaching very far into the darkness. Fortunately, the noise alerts Eduardo and Wallace, and we all reunite. Cap takes Felix to one side and calms him down once again. Something moves in the shadows that Matteo and Wallace quickly glance at. The father looks down the hall and mistakes Felix and Cat for demons. Wallace suggests he is still hallucinating as he realises his mistake. In the next room, we discover more corpses that have removed their eyeballs and placed them in some bowls on some altars. Felix ties rope around himself and ventures into the room, instructing others to pull him and Matteo back if they see something that makes them want to take their own eyes out. What they find is actually Nathialathotep on his throne with pet monsters behind him. The rope then suddenly goes slack and each person at the other end of the rope look into the darkness with grave concern. Recap! Outside the eyeball room down the hall, Liza, Eduardo and Kat await the rest of the party. But they see eyeballs in the darkness and bolt down the hallway. The girls hear strange things that spur them deeper into the temple until we enter a room where an old man called Alanar is sitting writing a tale of our story and is trying to enact some kind of ritual due to our thwarting of the scion to to end the world of life. He reveals whomsoever removes the crystal powering the ritual will break the spell but will kill them in the process. He also gives a scroll to Eduardo revealing the location of his lord Yahweh. As we leave, a burst of green light emulates the room 
leaving behind a single book. Back in the eyeball room, Mitch and Wallace pull the rope and see it has been cut. They decide to run back to get help and leave uh, Felix and Matteo in the throne room with Nialthotep. The Dark Lord laments with Felix how he has successfully thwarted the scion, then threatens to reveal Felix's other name to Matteo. He gestures to the walls and tempts the pair to leave his little game of ending the world. He also teases the only way to stop him once and for all is to end the universe. Matteo at least extracts information that the ritual of Eye of Light and Darkness is in strategic locations will achieve our goal. With that, Nyarlathotep unleashes the shank tanks on Felix and Matteo. Meanwhile, Mitch and Wallace bump into Liza Cat and Eduardo. The trio steal themselves and run towards the eyeball room, only to bump into Felix and Matteo fleeing the shantanks. We all turn tail, but Felix trips on some steps. In a moment of panic, he dominates a shantank. And it works! He commands it to attack the other shantank. Liza chants and glows and commands a force to yoink Felix down the corridor towards her and they collapse in a heap. Mitch helps them back to their feet while the shantanks plough into each other. Meanwhile, Matteo has fled out of the building into a plain of black grass and a great eyeball hangs in the sky. He steps back inside again. Eduardo, Mitch, Liza, Felix and Cat make their way up towards the crystal while the father continues to chant a spell. Wallace has fled into the main chamber with the crystal and suggests we shoot it. As she flees into the crystal chamber, Liza blasts a shantake with her shotgun, Bubbles. It retaliates and launches itself at Liza and Eduardo, but stumbles past them. Felix gestures another dominate spell to the shantake, demanding it jostle the crystal for him, just as Eduardo moves away. Wallace ventures into a room and overlooks a balcony to see a sea of dead corpses and proceeds to vomit all over them. Meanwhile, Eduardo casts his barrier spell, hoping to launch the shantake into the crystal, but the spell is far too powerful, and walls, pillars, and the ceiling start being repelled, break, and collapse. The barrier protects the father from falling debris, but the crystal has slipped, and it's firing its energy beam in different directions. Everyone attempts to avoid the falling rocks. Under Felix's command, the shantank touches the crystal, and it boils alive, shutting down the energy beam. Wallace has become trapped in the room with the corpses and attempts to make his way to safety. He approaches a skull on a pedestal and foolishly touches it. The space behind him reveals a doorway to an underwater city. He steps back away from it. Eduardo is also trapped inside the barrier, trying to find something in the book to help him while everyone else flees to Cat and Liza's portal. Wallace is floundering from crystal to crystal skull, trying to find a way out. Eventually, he steps through a portal and finds himself in a labyrinth with many twists and turns. Eduardo cannot figure out how to uh, control the barrier, and he leans his head on it in despair, only to slip right through it. He flees after everyone else with all of his six luck in his pocket. Recap. Felix and co. make it to Liza's portal and drag Mitch through it and arrive on board the sound wave. The cat is at the bottom of a Mitch and Matteo pile. Eduardo is fleeing the collapsing temple and approaches the front door. Taking a deep breath, he steps through, and he doesn't walk through a portal. He quickly heads for the beach and makes his way onto the boat. Several hours later, due to the twisting of time and space, he discovers Felix and co. in the bedroom from the portal that was there. But they realise Wallace is not there with them. 
In the labyrinth, Wallace stumbles, lost and alone, and sees in the darkness a skittering eyehort, a giant globular white spider creature. With an army of smaller spiders, it whisks Wallace away. It asks him if he wants to live. Wallace says yes. And a tendril forces its way into his throat and pumps something into him. Wallace is now blessed and is a carrier of the brood. He is escorted to a portal back to his cabin on the sound wave and is instructed not to fail in serving the Ihort's will. He appears on the ship and finally we are all reunited. Wallace informs us of the interaction with the Ihort and a book called The Revelations of Glarky that he should read. Liza recognises the name as some kind of cult and that the book is lost to mankind and is very rare to find. After Mitch serves us some home-cooked crumpets, Felix redraws the maps he saw in the Arthur throne room, revealing three points of interest on the coasts of Africa, Australia and China, and a streak uh, drawn between them, indicating the path of the solar eclipse due in the new year. We agree to continue to Australia, specifically uh, to the dig site in Darwin, and contact Professor Cowles of Sydney University from there. The captain insists on going to Perth first to restock on supplies and replace the lost sailors. Felix then takes Wallace to one side to explain what Ihort did to him. Wallace has become implanted with spider babies and will incubate them until they are ready to emerge and the host will die. There is a spell that can expel the spiders, however, but it is in the revelations of Glarky. Felix suggests Madal could assist in finding the book. The news and the whiskey that he's drinking knocks out Wallace. Mitch decides to prepare himself for the journey ahead and catches up with Liza and acquires notes from her and Kat. Matteo takes some time to rest, relax and meditate. Eduardo reads the scroll he receives at the temple and discovers Yahweh, God of the Covenant, is locked in Nyarlathotep's castle in unknowable Kadath and every prayer to him empowers Nyarlathotep. Felix regales the Wallace problem to Kat and Liza to try and find a way to cure him of his spider brood though Liza considers not helping and pumping him for Cthulhu Mythos knowledge the spider will grant him. Liza is pragmatic, not evil? Question mark. The trio search their books to see if there are any spells or clues that can help. Kat recalls the spell that will expel the brood, but she didn't document it down in her own spell book because she couldn't work it out. Recap! In the night, Wallace has some strange dreams of candles. In the morning, we have eggs for breakfast. We spend the morning relaxing or researching spells or working out. Wallace goes to the radio room to put the radio on high range in order to alert any ships to pass messages on to Australia. Felix, Liza and Kat work together on their notes and together all learn the necessary spell to expunge the spider spawn from Wallace. After a most delightful dinner cooked by Mitch... Felix, Cat, and Liza inform Wallace they can help him with his Iohort infestation, but it may result in the spider coming after us. We contemplate waiting until we are on land to cast the spell, but we decide the sooner the better. Eduardo and Mitch are taught the spell to increase the chances of success, while Wallace and Matteo clear a space in the cargo hold. At night, Wallace continues to dream strangeness. He is the arbiter of the storms. Cat also does not sleep well, wandering a street towards a temple of the dead. Something seems to disturb Felix, too, but he cannot see anything in his room. 
he goes into the hallway and notices a green light coming from Cat's room. He fetches Liza and they grab their guns and knock on Cat's door. She awakens and as she gets up, she suddenly realises she is in possession of a statue of Cthulhu she unknowingly took from the Penhew Foundation back in England. Liza realises what it is and informs Cat the statue will join her with the ranks of the sleepers. Felix is very concerned he and Liza are now ensnared by the statue too. Liza feels she has read the ritual but doesn't know the spell exactly on how to sever the connection with the statue. In the meantime, they advise Cat to throw the statue overboard in the hope it doesn't come back. The following morning, the three of them are as full of life as a withering flower and they drown themselves in coffee. The captain demands to know why the cargo bay has been moved as it has slowed the ship down, but Wallace convinces him to leave it that way for the day and he'll help move it back as soon as possible. We make our way down to the cargo hold to perform bulk brood and remove Ihort's babies from Wallace. Welcome back to Masks of Nyarlathotep. Raise the roof, yeah. On today's adventure, I am sure everyone will probably die. It's I mean, you say that. You're sure you say that every time. <laughs> One day it'll be true. I nearly killed everyone on the Monday game the other week. Oh god! I only didn't because someone blew a plane up. With that, I mean, hey, was it Al Qaeda? <laughs> Anyway, where last we left our... Oh, Roll20 has just taken me to a random page. Thanks, Roll20. Where last we left our intrepid adventures, we had all gone downstairs to Cargo Hold 2, where most of you are preparing to do a dark ritual to try and save Wallace from being a spider bomb. Hey! 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 punch anything that needs punching, but is not taking part in the ritual. Yeah. If if Ihort turns up, we're leaving him to you. We're like, <laughs> you, Mateo, you said this was on you, man. We'll be on the other side of that hatch. <laughs> should I Should I still be on 2 HP? That's what I'm confused about. Um, that's probably 2 HP from when you were in the Dark Temple. So you've had a day's rest. So what's your constitution? 
Um, do, 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 do. My constitution is 60. So your will have got 5 HP back during the overnight rest you had. Okay, that's a bit better. <laughs> is it still the 7th of August? I, I, I thought I heard something. I thought it was the pipes in the plumbing, but it turns <laughs> out it's the background music. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's more mood setting than faulty plumbing? Well, my hot water tank isn't behind that wall. <laughs> <laughs> it is the 7th of July, Craig. Oh, oh, 7th of July, okay. Cool. The 4th of August is the date in which Nido explodes. Oh, right, okay. If you don't do this ritual. Sounds good to me. Nineteen twenty-five. The plan was to let him have all these knowledge filled uh dreams and then drop him in the sea, right? Yeah, I did I did love <laughs> that our plan was to basically pump him for mythos knowledge for a little while. <laughs> did you see anything fun in your dreams last night? Could, maybe you could keep a dream diary. <laughs> he led to a disturbing things. But anyway, the uh the sound wave is currently steaming under full steam towards Perth for resupply. You are about for five days away. So you have decided to do this whilst you're still at sea. Um Kat, Liza, Felix Mitch and Father Eduardo have all volunteered to take part in the ritual. But only one of you can actually recite and cast the spell. Who is it going to be? Everyone else is there just to hand over magic points. Um, point of order, I've brought along my magic stick to shake magic points out of. Well done. And you should, were you going to do it then? Um, no. <laughs> no, I know how this spell works and and I'm I'm not going to cast it. Well, I believe um wasn't it Liza and Cat were sort of leading the charge on this one, so I look to them. Yeah. Yeah, Liza and Cat can cast Bulk Brood. No, we can't both cast it. We just had that conversation. Only one can, so I look at Cat. She's the one who learnt the spell originally. She's the one who wrote yeah. a magic book, you know. It's about, <laughs> it's about time to learn that actions have consequences. Yeah. But she's okay. the Vanderbilt now. She doesn't <laughs> have consequences to her actions. I can cast a spell. Okay. Um, it seems to say that we can only have plus one magic point per person, not... Yeah. So the, the leader can dump as many as they want in. Indeed, but it the does. Other, but the leader of the spell can add as many magic points as they desire. Everyone else can add one magic point. Uh, I lend Cat a stick. <laughs> but it says the cats are in others who know the spell. That was the point of multiple people knowing the spell. Sorry, we talked over each other then, Mal. You may want to repeat that. Okay. Uh, so it says that cats are in anyone who knows the spell, can expend as many magic points as they like. Oh. Yep. Well done for remembering now. I wasn't going to point that out to you. Uh, that's it why doesn't I... say that on the spell. It does. It does for me, well, anyway. In that case, you've given us different versions of a fucking spell, was it? 
That's fine. It'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll all come out in the Oh, no, no, it's right at the fucking top. I'm being blind. <laughs> yes, okay. it's right at the top in the brackets. That's why Kat went... I, mean, I was here on time, at least. <laughs> Craig, <laughs> Craig was here on time. But yes, yes. That is why Kat taught everyone the spell, because if you don't know the spell, all you can do is lend them a magic point. If you yeah, know the right. spell, you can lend as many magic points as you like. I just wasn't going to point that out in case Null forgot, and um, no. we'd, we'd screw <laughs> Nido's chances, because that would have been funny. What's the deal with magic points again, exactly? Uh, magic no. points equals the number that Null has to get to pass and win. Alright, okay, so basically we could jip Nido, but we put him one magic point so, in. I'm, I'm, I'm giving the crew standing orders that if anything happens to me, they have to throw all of them into the sea. Basically, we want to spend up to 20 because if we spend 20, then we will pass the roll, probably, unless we'd like critically fail it. But then what can we do? I'm going to dump a bunch out of the stick. I just need to check my character sheet to see how much is in the stick. Last I remember, there was 30 odd. What's the name of the the spell again? Bulk Brood. Bulk Brood. Oh yeah, so I, I've got I know that spell and I've got magic of fourteen. So, well, I'm going to dump ten in from the stick then. Okay, so we've got ten from Arona. We've got fourteen from Mitch. How many are you adding, Liza? <laughs> oh, I mean, off. I'm going to make sure that I've rolled my sleeves up. Then, to t- for the process of touching, I'm going to hook my arm around Arona's. <laughs> and then I'm going to be crossing the ank and crook across me. So um, that... You have to touch cat. Okay, around cats then. Okay, specifics. Okay. And then I'm using the ank and crook, so I get to roll 2d10 for more magic points. Oh, before... Um... Um, when, when you start doing this, I shout, oh, wait, wait, and I run off into the corner mm. of the hold, and I yeah. come back with a mop. And I put the mop on the floor next to me, and then I rejoin you. Um, I already <laughs> put a large tarp down, but Wallace is kind of like... <laughs> the tarp! The tarp! Uh, <laughs> Russell, I think, I, I think Foxby was trying to say he has 14 magic points total, so if you put all uh, 14 magic points in, Mitch will just immediately fall over. Pass the out. <laughs> how, how many magic points would you like to give us, Mitch? Is, is like 10 a good amount, I think? I think 10 would be a good amount. <laughs> So, yeah, I was just uh, like, hold on, hold on a sec. How many <laughs> would you like to give, Liza? Uh, I'll give the seven from the Ankh and Crook that I just got. Seems sensible. Okay. Kat, so, how many are you putting in? Well, we need 20 overall. So we're nearly there already. So how many have we got? We've got 17, 20, 27. That's more than 20. <laughs> I could put in less from the stick if that makes it. Uh, I mean, I know no other spells, so it's kind of useless if I keep them. So I might as well just use them. Uh, right? You you get you get magic points back every time you sleep. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're just like how much magical energy you have knocking around in you today. But also bear in mind, um, Foxby, that enemies can sometimes have abilities that just drain magic points right out of you, and if you hit zero, you drop unconscious. So it's magic a good keeps idea. People going. Itself. What, what's everyone else's magic levels? I'm guessing much higher than 14, right? No, I'm 14. <laughs> no, it's a huge spell. 14 is about average. Okay. Uh, I've got eight. 
<laughs> okay, well, I, I can I can put in like between between eight and ten, depending on. We'll put in eight, and I'll put in eight. Okay. I like I like I like I like how this is the call of Cthulhu equivalent of splitting the bill. <laughs> going Dutch look, on me. I, 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 I only had a glass act. of water. I'm not. I'm not in this to say. <laughs> Who had the garlic bread? <laughs> <laughs> it was me, but I'm not telling anyone. <laughs> okay, so there's two eight sixteen four from the staff. I guess takes us to twenty. All right, hang on. I'll, 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 well. I'll adjust that back then because I put down ten. So I need to. Do I edit my magic points to be what's left? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, um, there's a, it's the same as the other thing. So you should have, uh, it should say 14 slash 14. Yeah. So the second number is the maximum and the the first number is the amount that you have now. So change the first number. I just did. Yeah. Six cool. over 14. Brilliant. Okay. Hey, so you've all gathered around. You all offer up magic points to cat. You're all literally either standing with a hand on the cat or arms linked to the cat. Or in cat. <laughs> or in cat, I guess. Meow. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I'm just going to gather everyone's icons around cat. There we go. And Matteo is just like standing off to one side watching this nonsense. Oh, I should have I given him the mop. <laughs> <laughs> Bold of you to assume I'm watching. <laughs> you are down here. What are you doing, my pair? Um, arguing over magic at the moment. Uh, I might see if I can have a meditate. While they're doing a dark <laughs> ritual that might summon a dark god to eat you. You really this, want to be in a This is the ideal time to do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I suppose you're right. I wouldn't probably wouldn't meditate. Actually, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'll learn how to play the harmonica while, while you're doing this. You've, you've, got, you've got your arms linked with two other people. If you're playing that harmonica, I want to know what with. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll give you the worst atmospheric soundtrack. Um, uh, generally, the harmonica is played with the mouth. Um, <laughs> yes, but you need to move it. You can buy attachments that strap it strap it to your face so that you can play it while playing the guitar. Either anyway, way, I'm moving on. So you have requisite magic points, Kat. Yep. You currently have a 99% chance of succeeding at this ritual. Yes. <laughs> Let's put in some less magic points, actually. <laughs> At least Should this I... isn't one of the spells, which is like one magic point equals one percent. Nido, we yes. can't see you. <laughs> that would be a problem. Shall I then roll a one d hundred? Roll one d hundred, cat. Oh boy. Okay. I now also need to roll one d hundred. Cat stands there chanting the words, whispering these dark incantations from beyond. Time, space, the world seems to shudder. Everyone roll sanity. You and me? Everyone. Especially you. (laughs) Very not. Raw. Well, I'm the sanest here. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking party time, lads. (laughs) Everyone who failed loses four sanity. Uh, Everyone who failed. As to all of those who failed, it's almost like the walls 
are not there. The metal bulkheads of the ship are now different tunnels through a labyrinth of endless twisting passages. Uh, Wallace makes a terrible gurgling sound at the back of his throat. Wallace, lose three hit points as Wallace begins to uh, vomit up this dark white sludge that you can see tiny little embryonic legs in the goo. It starts to pour out of his nose, dripping out of his ears. He is just oozing this disgusting plasmodic white ooze out of every orifice of his body. It That's is right, not even that one. A pleasant one. To see. <laughs> this is not pleasant to see for those who are close enough. Uh, I'm just going to assume Mitch, uh, Eduardo have their eyes closed. And my no, 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 no. I accidentally pressed. I failed earlier. Oh, you failed earlier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Eduardo has clearly got his eyes closed and uh, <laughs> Matteo is sensibly not watching. <laughs> I was going to say, Mitch, you're a sailor. You've probably seen this before. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Uh... The spell, however, <laughs> seems to be working. It hasn't ripped uh, Wallace into a thousand pieces. Shame. But I need to go oh, to 100 now. Okay. Cat slowly finishes her chanting. And for just a moment, down one of those twisting weird stone tunnels you see something white Uh-oh. with many legs and then everything seems to shimmer and fade away and you're back in the cargo bay with Wallace lying in a pool of dead spider babies you have successfully diffused the spider bomb Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. however everyone um... except Wallace gets <laughs> For sanity. Oh, hooray. No net movement. <laughs> and I'm nearly back at luck. Oh. oh, oh, I need oh. that. I really, really need that. <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am, I, am, I, am I passed out right now? You are completely passed out, I'm afraid. Okay. I'm You've literally just vomited up a horrible brood of spider babies. As, um... Russet, what did you say? It was like for sanity and... Six luck. Six luck. Yeah, he gained them, yeah. As Mitch is lying there on the ground, I uh, I pick up the handle of the mop and I just sort of drape it across him. I'm like, he can sort that out when he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you, you got a mop. It looks like you should have got a bucket. <laughs> yeah. I needed a bucket, friend. Well, the, the mop... <laughs> The mop is because sometimes the brood are alive when they come out and you have to squish them. <laughs> oh. Thankfully for Wallace, it's only been three days. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that he loses a hit point every, every day, day. invested. So if you had left it in <clears> your <throat> or, or a couple of weeks to like gain Cthulhu knowledge, he would have been <laughs> first and the right living spiders would have scuttled off to the labyrinth. I, 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 I... Oh, well, never mind. I was just going to say, Russet, please, please, please check my sanity level. I know what your sanity <laughs> level is at, Wallace. Uh, it's not my fault. You're full of spiders. I'm not. We just need like a stack of little cards. Congratulations, you survived the ritual this time. 
<laughs> uh, we're always going to have use for them. You uh, probably for everyone. Probably need to go have a chat with Pat about, you know, the horrors you've been subjected to since these crazy people kidnapped you. For everyone playing along at home, please add Ihort to the list of mythos entities that are pissed off with us. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my harmonica going to start uh, rendering um, Itsy Bitsy Spider. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing over his unconscious body playing it until he wakes up. <laughs> okay, uh, I assume you move Wallace. Someone moves Wallace to his room. Um, I'm not touching him because he's covered in gross slime. Yeah, pa hub pass. <laughs> Is anyone moving Wallace? I'll, I'll drag him out of his own um, vomit at the very least. And you drag him off the tarp, and then you can just bundle the tarp up and like. Uh, I, I, f- I forgot. I forgot that we literally put a tarpaulin down because we all knew how gross this was going to be. And he's like, "Why? Why are you doing that? Why? Why are you putting that down? It'll <laughs> be fine. You don't need to worry. It's fine." Um, are you wearing any underwear? You probably shouldn't be. At least he he did actually. Uh, you should have made him get naked. You could have checked for tattoos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's in no shape to stop us right now. But then the sanity loft would have been worse if you saw horrible spider babies like bubbling out of his penis or something. <laughs> that is not oh, a phrase oh, I was expecting to hear at this time on a Saturday morning. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's quite it's quite a Wednesday evening kind of thing. Okay, I'm just going to say that Wallace is returned to his uh, quarters to rest by Father Eduardo, dragging him by one foot and then handing him over to some crew. Which is like, Wallace has collapsed. Move him to his bedroom. Go <laughs> not. So he's covered in spider babies. <laughs> okay. Um, you give the instructions to the first mate that he can put the cargo back in cargo bay two. And you all retire to the lounge. You are five days from Perth. You're feeling quite perky. I thought didn't turn up and tried to eat you all, sadly. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> You were, uh, I mean, you're just lucky this doesn't say, have the group make a group luck roll to see if I <laughs> Oh, God, because after what I did last time, Jesus. <laughs> I did think about not including that bit and making it a group luck roll, but Arona <laughs> knows how this spell works out of character, so I was like, uh, I get away with that bullshit. Yeah, F- Flinty, we've, we've decided as a group that you have to die. Oh, <laughs> because because what you are at the moment is <laughs> jinx on us. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're going, yeah. I think once um, again we're all being dragged down to your luck. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. It was, I hope everyone has their Christmas bingo open. I forgot actually. I'm. I'm, I'm I, I like. I like how uh, Craig, Nal, and I have two free spots. Why? Nal thinks of penis. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, I just looked, and someone else had already ticked it for me. Uh, yeah, I just saw. I happened to see it on mine and yours at the same time. Like, well, while I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, <wait. laughs> that's when I should. If it turns over mine, I go through all the others and take it there because it's. <laughs> oh, I, su- I suppose I should make it so that it ticks them all for everyone at the same time, but that would just be weird. So, um, you're sailing across the South Indian Ocean. The weather is gorgeous. You are five days from Perth. 
Um, what are people doing for the next five days? I oh, wanted to talk to Cat because I needed probably some. It might it might be psychoanalysis related, but I need I had like a moral dilemma. I needed to speak with her about. Okay. Okay. I... Uh, Matteo, uh, sorry, Eduardo and Cat are going to go have a chat in Cat's uh, uh, cat room. Okay. Um, Liza, what are you doing? I'm pretty sure you've already told me that Cat has no ability to help with my sanity level. She so. does not have any ability to help with yours, sadly, because she was also there. So mm-hmm. going to someone <laughs> who was also there to get <laughs> help with the insanity-inducing events you've experienced doesn't really work. You, so. you really need a doctor who wasn't there experiencing the terrors as well. I think we're just going to have to wait until we're on the mainland to really get a lot back then. Yeah, everyone should check into an asylum in Perth. (laughs) I don't see what other choice we've got. We're running on fumes, standing by the group. Mate, my Mac San. (laughs) I mean, I'm 63. (laughs) You could show me a photograph of a banana and I'll go up to Mac San. That's that's fine. (laughs) Um, I need to reboot my laptop because my mouse won't stop clicking. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so Liza, what are you doing for five days off? Reading I books, guess putting your feet up. I guess I could try and just finish off the bit of the Necronomicon that I was reading. Oh, that sounds like a sanity restorative thing to do. No, Liza. but the thing is, if I'm going to be checking myself into an asylum for a bit anyway, once we get back, this is probably <laughs> the time. I guess. I don't know. Which bit of the Necronomicon were you reading, Craig? Uh, I think I started on... Let me actually get it open. I think I started on the bit which was about Yogg Sutoff because I was in trouble with him still at the time when I started, and I've been trying to get time to read this for that long. It's only been about two months. It's been a long time, I see. Uh, so yeah, I guess that was the scroll I was on. You're reading number four. Okay, how far through this are you? Uh, oh, gonna have to open the owl as if. Scroll four. Okay, uh, Craig, roll me your language, the Latin. Language line. You finish reading this scroll. Gain six Cthulhu Mythos. Six Mythos, Jesus. And then roll me 2d10. Oh, Jesus, that's going to be painful if this goes wrong. Yeah, that's painful. Lose 14 sanity. This is not lost all at once, though. This is lost over the course of the next several days as you are reading. Yeah, yeah. There are, however, six new spells in this copy of the Necronomicon. No, you're reading the Necronomicon, not the scroll. So I need to go back to the Necronomicon handout to remind myself what spells you pick up. Uh, Oh, they're already listed in the book. Uh, There are two specific spells, two Yogg's atop, which you now pick up. 
Okay. Let's hope I don't already know them, because that would be sad. <laughs> Liza, Liza, Liza. I need to look at your spell list. Just realised, even though the weather is beautiful, it's also very cold. It is quite cold. The sun is out, but you are in the middle of winter. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't tropical. No. The sun is out. It's like balmy autumn day at the best. That's fine. You are late autumn, about to go into early winter. <laughs> So don't spend too much time out on the open deck, then. So, Craig, you have learned divination. That sounds handy. Oh, I say learn. You, 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 uh, what was your role? There's a normal success. So you know of this spell. You haven't actually learned it to use it yet. Okay. Like, you, you've, you've pulled it out of the... That's a good point. There's a few spells I actually need to get into my brain rather than the book. I'd forgotten about that. Vexing. There's divination, and the other spell you have learnt is. Oh, which can Yog set off? End the dream. The purple sign. Mm, that's a new one. Never heard of that one before. Wait, what? Video, <laughs> <laughs> put Animal Crossing away. Oh, sorry. I was, I was, I was, I was just, I was just like. Wait, what do you mean the purple sign? <laughs> okay, they are in your character sheet. Have a look at them when you're ready. So, Liza is in her room reading. Lamb. Uh, Matteo, you've got five days off. What are you doing? Um. Hmm. Good question. I'm definitely going to do a little meditating during that time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you'll meditate then? Time to get away from it all. I can't remember how much Jesus. I've explored the ship as well. I think I've done a few rounds of it. Um, meditate one second. Oh, look at that. Extreme meditation. Uh, yes. Mateo becomes enlightened. <laughs> Uh, that's where I do it while um, snowboarding down a mountain. You get six luck as you meditate. Your hit points and sanity points are restored as you mm. spend several days doing some of your noble Chinese martial arts practices to restore spirit and soul. Yeah, that's a good idea. I also practice my martial arts on... Uh, I'll roll a dice to see which person I practice it on. Um... <laughs> Roll your martial arts then. Um, 
Hang on, let me just adjust those points. Did you say six luck? Yeah. It's a nice chunk of luck. Um, right. Uh, Eduardo going, oh, I need luck. <laughs> so, okay, hang on. Uh, combat martial arts. Very <laughs> bad. I do a flying kick right off the edge. The problem is, don't fall off the boat. You just can't tick the skills that can level up later. Sorry, what was that? I I missed it. You can't tick the skills so you can level it up. Right. You you clearly tried to do some martial arts and everything hurts a bit too much from when all those rocks fell on you. Yeah. You can't get much practicing in until, like, you know, you finish healing up. Well, in that case, I decide it's time for rest. Um, and you just so, have a lovely time off. So I lay it on thick. Yes. Like, okay. oh, I'm too wounded to do anything. Mitch, what would you like to do? You've got five days where these crazy people who have now hired you seem to not be doing much. One of us. Um, One you know of what? us. I might go up to the captain and have a, have a little chat with him to see if... Uh, Maybe one of his crew could uh, teach me a, a thing or two about uh, some defense or some combat. There's surely a security officer on board. Let me just bring up my handout for the ship. No, that's not the right one. Uh, yep. Uh, first officer Stowe is able to give you a bit of a, a few lessons. Roll me your intelligence. Uh, it's at the top. There we go. You found it. Cool. Now roll me your dexterity. I'm back, baby. Welcome back. Yep. Uh, you can tick your brawl. And you can tick your handgun as it gives you a few days' lessons in pistols and, you know, self-defense. Sorry, my, uh, my laptop rebooted and then a delivery man arrived. But you also get 12 points to your handgun because you've got someone actually teaching you. Okay, so Mitch is off on deck learning how to shoot guns off the side of the ship. <laughs> Shooting uh, dolphins. <laughs> Not dolphins. <laughs> whales. You start with whales because they're bigger. You work your way down to dolphins. Clownfish is the obvious one, though. Yeah, being able to shoot a clownfish with one pistol through water <laughs> 20 feet down, that shows you are a true marksman. Well, you could take the eye out of a clownfish. Felix, you've got five days of nothing to do. What would you like to do? Uh, what makes my sanity go up? I do that. Um, talking to psychiatrists, checking yourself into an asylum. Um, which of these people most looks like a psychiatrist? Catherine. Ah, a cat. <laughs> Uh, she's currently with Father Eduardo, so I'll do them first, and then I'll let you go and have a talk to her. Am I, am I in her waiting room? 
if you count the lounge of the sound wave as the waiting room, then yeah. I'm re- reading. I'm reading a magazine about whales. <laughs> there, there is a very long queue. Okay, uh, Wallace is still unconscious. So, Father Eduardo, you are with Catherine. What would you like to talk about? Yes. All right. Uh, it's a couch you can lie on if you want. <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll come to that. She has her bunk and she has a chair. Sadly, sure. she does not have a chaise longue. No, no, no chaise longue. That's <laughs> uh, all right. I'll just use the chair. Um, thank you for uh, finding some time to speak with me, Lady Catherine. Um, no, that's quite all right. Essentially, I've got a sort of a moral dilemma. Obviously, being a man of the cloth, you know, I connect with our Lord and you know pray to Him and. You know, provide his teachings to uh, the masses. But, um, you know, during our little adventure on that cursed island, I've received information that, well, he, our, our, our enemy, N, um, seems to be siphoning power away from our Lord. Every time somebody tries to pray to our Lord, N sort of steals it for his own power. And now I'm left in a really difficult position. Like I, I can't not pray, but at the same time, if I do that, I'm helping our enemy. And I, I'm, I'm mentally in a very confused place. Uh, I guess if you kind of understand that it's not actually praying that benefits your God and the actual cause you're looking for. So perhaps, uh, I don't know, I guess if you have that in mind, then you're just not going to pray until such time as you can help sort it out. I don't know if you can help sort it out, but. Well, thankfully, I kind of know sort of how to help it out, but it's incredibly dangerous. Um mm. So I don't think I can do anything about it yet. It, it involves going to unknowable Kadath. It doesn't sound to me like your your faith is wavering. It's more that to actually express it doesn't actually help your cause. So, it, precisely, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I just, it just feels wrong to not pray. But at the same time, I don't want to help our enemy. Hmm. But it sounds like you have that in mind and you know that it's not actually you denying your faith. You're actually just not helping an enemy of well, everyone. So I don't know if that – I hope that helps at all. But I think so. I, th- I think mm. it's just good to talk it out mm. to somebody and just see what somebody else thinks. Mm. Is anyone else finding it really amusing thinking about Father Eduardo's thought process as he mentally checked off people he really shouldn't talk about this to? <laughs> <laughs> well, Catherine was the only one logically I could speak to. <laughs> okay, Catherine, roll me your psychoanalysis. I, li- I like how he's like, uh, I'm sad about not uh, about praying, and the solution is: Have you tried maybe not praying? <laughs> <laughs> it's just how do I? How am I supposed to feel about that? That's the thing. Oh, my window's frozen. That meant to be frozen. Oh, sorry, I was muted. Isn't, isn't your um, about it. 
isn't your personal quest to destroy an Althotep anyway? Like, I mean, you've just gained more reasons. There you go. Have all your sanity back. Uh, Flinty, put yourself back to Max San as you spend a good couple of hours chatting with Kat about this. And she has a point. Whilst you might not be able to, you know, physically do the ritual of praying, you can still keep your faith in your heart. Mm-hmm. And um, you know you are faithful, and you know you will go and res- you will rescue Rahway from unknowable Kadath, and maybe these Uzer Uber wizards you've made friends with can come and help you once you uh, finish helping them save the world. Uh, I'd like to point out that keeping your faith in your heart still counts as uh, powering Yarvatep. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay, uh, but you have a lovely time with Kat, and then you can spend the rest of the trip relaxing. Yeah. I'm uh, not sure I want to read my book. <laughs> ah, hedgehog! The crawling one has arrived! <laughs> <laughs> it, it, does, it does literally crawl. It, it qualifies. <laughs> See, now I can spend the rest of my trip relaxing. Except for the queue. Ding dong! Just put a closed sign on the door. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Vanderbilt, uh, Mr. Walker would like to speak to you now. <laughs> You've got a secretary. <laughs> he has a Wallace. Who are you? <laughs> Wallace. <laughs> How did you get on the boat? No, Walter, sorry. Not Walter. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're an avatar of Neon. <laughs> you have a Walter. I I am the Lemon Man. <laughs> no, we all know who the Lemon Man is. You know? Cat, you Hello. have uh, Felix has come to see you. I do. Hello, Felix. Hello, Cat. How are you doing today? Are you uh, having a nice relaxing trip to Australia? Um, no. Mm, that's good. Anyway, I... <laughs> How was uh, your trip? I think that I should tell someone, and that someone is you, mm-hmm. that my grasp on the real is hanging on by the barest of threads. Oh, yes. I think I know what you mean. Do you have, say, any Valium? Uh <laughs> <laughs> I've got this bottle of ether. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just hold that over my face for a few minutes. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Cat, roll your psychoanalysis. Ooh. The problem is, like with Liza, <laughs> there's not much you can do to help Felix because you've all been through the same shit together. <laughs> the best thing you can think of is to get Walter to Radio Perth and check all three of you into an asylum when you arrive there for a few days of intense psychoanalysts with some really, really nice doctors that you don't know. Ten out of ten alienists. That is a fantastic idea. Let us sort that out immediately. <laughs> yeah, you can't really help Felix, same way you can't really help yourself or help Liza. You've all been through the same shit together. So you're like, yes, Felix, I remember. I was there. <laughs> As you know, Spiders! Out of his willy! Oh my god! (laughs) Um, I even named some of them. I kept Uh, one as a pet. Walter, Walter, you get Liza in. Liza, you are summoned by Cat. Mm -hmm. Who Uh 
that we get Walter to check us all into an asylum as soon as we land in Perth. I have some quite good memories of asylums. <laughs> <laughs> we should go to one, I feel. Oh, yeah. I'm the jitters like before. L- Liza can add a third certificate to her collection. <laughs> <laughs> I will have so many certificates saying I'm sane, nobody will be able to question them. <laughs> I'm not... Wait. Like, <laughs> that is how it works, Felix. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Could I just add really to the end of each one? Like, certified really, really. I think they invalidate the previous certificate when you get checked back into an asylum. <laughs> um, roll me your credit rating. Um, who's got the highest credit rating? Oh, what am I talking about? All of you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all remarkably rich people. Probably. <laughs> Cat, unfortunately, yeah. caught up on this little quest. I think it is. <laughs> wow! Can we put on the bingo somebody critically successes? Why? Oh, wow. Cat <laughs> does what any incredibly before. rich person does: turns to her secretary, Walter, tells him to book the three of you into an asylum as soon as you arrive in Perth. You want one of the really good ones with like you know, fancy gardens and nice things and can I um, can I re- make a request on the back of that critical success that maybe Walter realizes that maybe I would also need some psychoanalysis after having the spiders in me, rather than us having to go through a thing of oh, there's only three places. I'm sorry, which would be a load. Wallace, <laughs> Wallace, we've had you checked in on a gin brewery tour. It's basically <laughs> the same thing. Walter is checking all of you into the asylum, including himself and the two maids. Because you've all just survived a shipwreck. So, um, that yeah, is it was harrowing. A legitimate excuse for all of these really rich people and their entourage of Catholic priests, radiographers, cooks, maids, secretaries to all go put their feet up for a few days. Wait, we don't have a radiographer. Who does x rays? Well, whatever you call <laughs> someone who works on radios. Radio I'm a radio, a radio technician. <laughs> I'm a researcher. I'm a scientist. I was like, that one slipped by me. Who died? And I didn't notice. <laughs> I do extra. I'm a radio. <laughs> I'm an I'm a, I'm a EM research scientist. So. Oh, you might actually do x-rays then. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't really branched off that far from each other at this stage in time. Um, Wallace, you are mostly unconscious. And when you do wake up, you know, you drink some water, eat some food, and fall back to sleep again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this, to be honest. And does anyone want to do anything specific before you arrive in Perth? Uh, yeah, yeah. the day before we get back to Doc, I gather everyone together and I cast Enter the Dream at Will on everyone. Okay, great. Awesome. We're, doing, we're, doing, we're doing a 12-hour Dreamlands adventure on the cuff. <laughs> I think I about I think about ham while I'm starting the dream. Ah, nonsense. Um, I, I guess I get some rest. Just chill out. Yeah. Not so relaxing. It's a good idea. Um, oh, your your MP I, will have gone back up to maximum. I you slept. want to meet with Felix and Cat at some point before we get back. Is my HP Probably the last by the way? Your HP is at half, Nido. Uh, well, it was at seven anyway, but 
it takes a while to recover from having a million spider babies burst out of you. Okay, I'll just leave it where it is then. Um, okay, yep, yeah, Liza gets together with Cat and Felix at some point on the five-day trip to Perth. Have either of you had any more dreams? Disturbed sleep. Dreams, I say, um, nervously laughing. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) I nervously laugh back at you. Wait, you still sleep? (laughs) (laughs) How quaint. Um, No, no, I don't. I don't think I've had any bad dreams. I think hopefully whatever that was, we've fixed it. Cat? I'm certainly not aware of anything else. Looking in GM's direction. You have had no dreams. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I had one dream where I was a pumpkin and people were trying to carve me out as a jack-o'-lantern, but I don't think that's related. Eighteen. I mean, it might be. Everyone. <laughs> uh, no, just these three. Because All right. Yeah, sorry, my character sheet's wandered off again. Pop out. Mythos. Mm-hmm. Yay, I succeed. Now you're sitting down and you're feeling a bit calmer when you're talking about this over a lovely cup of uh, brandy. <laughs> a lovely pint of brandy. <laughs> Time for booze. The curse of the call of Cthulhu, as long as the person who is first possessed by the statue can rid themselves of the statue, the curse will break. If the statue was still on board, you and Liza would have been fucked, but the fact that Cat was able to throw it overboard means you should be safe. We're safe, I think. You got rid of the statue. That's what mattered. Hmm. You did get rid of the statue, didn't you, Cat? Absolutely. (laughs) Are you sure you got rid of the statue, Cat? I remember throwing it out of the porthole. I look at okay, Liza and I'm like, just passed it back, right? I, I, I look at Liza and I'm like, let's search her room. <laughs> do you Didn't mind? You see me do it. it? Just to be sure. We did, we did all see We her did do see it. you do it. Let's oh, search her room. No, she didn't yeah. accept it back from a webbed hand an hour later. <laughs> let's let's search your room. Is that all right with you, Liza? By all means, yes. Okay. Um, let's search. Let's also bring Mateo along. Okay, hmm. um, Mateo, these three bundle into your room where you're having a nice relax. <laughs> and they're like, would you mind awfully coming along and searching Liza's room with a cat's we just, <laughs> we just We just want you to watch while we do it to make sure we don't do anything weird. That's, that's normal, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> We're mildly concerned that we might be under some sort of curse that may make us not realise that we are holding on to a specific horrible little soapstone statue thing which could doom us all. Uh, yeah, it could actually doom us all, actually. Yeah. So we just want you to watch us, and if you see us, blithely ignore a little soapstone statue which looks horrible warn us. That's right, isn't it, Felix? That's why we... That sounds sounds perfectly normal to me, I say with a slightly insane giggle. 
<laughs> Otherwise known as Tuesday. <laughs> right. Combine whatever. Come with us, Mateo. Come with us forever. Uh, oh. I like I, withering. <laughs> I follow in the vague hope that maybe they're just holding me a surprise party or something. Um, We've got brandy. And, and how about possible at this stage? Um, they search cat's room from top to bottom. There are various trinkets, but no evil Cthulhu soapstone statues lurking in it. I um, what, what do I what do I roll to be extra cautious? I want to even take like the vents off. Roll your spot hidden at hard. <laughs> oh no, a spot hidden! How will I ever succeed? I'm going to fucking critically fail this now, aren't I? What, what do I need to roll to assist with this? <laughs> roll me your. Your occult, please, Matteo. Well, why did they ask me to help? Did you say um, hard or extreme? Hard. Oh, I got a hard, that's good. Um, I don't even know where occult is. That's how rarely I roll it. It's under O. I hope this helps. <laughs> why is Mitchell the way at the front of the front of the ship doing the king of the world thing? Yeah, I'm not going to be very useful here. Um, but you might also roll me your spot hidden. Okay. Yeah, we're just looking for stuff. You can also, however, tick your occult because every now and then one of them will pick some small trinket up out of cat's belongings and you'll be like, wait, what's that? That is a thing. And they'll be like, no, it's not the thing we're looking for. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, this is a completely different cursed soapstone statue. (laughs) This one's cursed in a good way. (laughs) Uh, uh, Literally, Felix Felix the cat lies and take the room apart. Open every bag, wardrobe, take the bed, like the mattress off. There is no soapstone statue of Cthulhu in this room. I'm afraid we'll need to examine these linen under things several times for soapstone statues. There are no soapstone statues of Cthulhu wrapped up in like underwear. <laughs> uh, we check thoroughly. To double check, you know. <laughs> Hey, let's check each other for sigils that have been tattooed onto each other. Why not? We're, 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 oh yeah, we do. <laughs> we do need to do that. Wait, um, as you mention it, I bring it up. I'm like, who haven't we seen naked lately? Wallace, Wallace. Mitch. Uh, did we see Mitch naked? Oh, we haven't. Father Eduardo, check. I think we need to get Father Eduardo, Wallace, and Mitch naked. Uh, what's a good? What's a good way of proposing this to them? Strip poker, maybe? Uh, chloroform. Chloroform, yes. Mention it in a dream, and they'll probably say yes. Oh, yes, all right. <laughs> I cast Enter the Dream at will. You see how difficult it is to be enlisted on a quest where I'm supposed to notice if you're acting weird. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> mad, mad! They called me, but I'll show them. I'll show them all. No, last time someone said that chow blew up the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. I'll prove all those naysayers wrong. It's the same thing. Dead. <laughs> oh, if only you'd taken the shot, Arona. 
Did Arona have a shot? Yeah, I remember. I, 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 could, I could have killed him, but I let him live, and that turned out to be a mistake. Only <laughs> Gwyn hadn't been laid up because with injuries. I would have fucking murdered him in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, um, Ash, after my talk with Kat, am I, can I just spend the, the last few days trying to learn some of the spells I've read? You can. Which spell? Let's do uh, Command of the Trees. Roll an in- hard intelligence. Nt. Where's nt? <laughs> What's the other spell you want to learn? Oh, okay. Um, what else have I not learned yet? Uh, I've learned that. I've learned that. I don't want to learn Beck and the Great One. Um <laughs> what about you can also learn revivify i'm just looking at that one i think i'll have that one yep mark them both off as learn thank you cool okay. thank you um everyone has a mostly peaceful journey <laughs> with a little bit of insanity Welcome to Perth, 1920. Um, we're somewhere I've never been. <laughs> Hooray! The island. We need, we need we need the Australian national anthem on on the on the uh, on the soundboard. Deutschland, Deutschland, no, no. Uber, alles, Uber. It's the only one I know. Why? Why is the only national anthem I know the Nazi national anthem? What's wrong with me? What have you lot done to me? Blame us. This is your own doing. Yeah, this is your own doing. It's the... yeah, Look, I think you did do this to yourself. I dude. was declared legally insane by a board. That's fine. Hang on. Um. Uh. Do I have a national anthem on here? No. <laughs> it's the only one I've got. I, I, I wanted I wanted the I wanted the Australian national anthem. Oh, sorry, that was the Austrian national anthem. <laughs> it wasn't. Just to make it clear, to get to Perth from the ocean, you actually sail up this river, the the Swan River. You mm. sail up the river from the uh, the sea, and then you pull out into Perth water. You pull into dock at a jetty. Where there are several ambulances waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Walter, you couldn't have got a limo, I say. <laughs> yeah. I figured it would be best to have the doctors here on hand, sir. After all, you aren't actually named as passengers on this ship. Oh, Walter, you're such a good man. <laughs> Remind me to take your name off the list. Everyone currently thinks you're in Egypt, sir. Publicly. Oh, Egypt. The only person who survived the crash of the Yartanza is Mitch here, because none of you were on board. Even Father Eduardo is lost at sea. Technically, saw- Antoine is also in Egypt, so that's going to take some explaining. <laughs> I'm afraid he drowned in the, 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 the desert. <laughs> uh, driven to a beautiful establishment on Burswood Island 
It's off the main road, up a long drive. It's one of those massive country manor houses with, you know, stone facings. It looks out over the water. There are doctors and nurses who lead you all to private rooms. It's more of a spa than an asylum. Uh, oh, by, by the way, Russet, I, um, I, I take it I'm able to walk by the time we've reached Perth. Uh, yes. Yes, I would have. I would have left some brief instructions with the captain to, um, you know, do whatever he needs to make the ship ready, and then also, um, ev- and then and then the crew should, you know, have shore leave until such a time as we're ready to move on. You know, they they should also take some time to um, not, recover. Sir, of course, yep. sir. go away, sir. I know. Yep, how to run good. Sir. No, no. I, I, look, I'm just doing the. Fi- I'm. Doing my appropriate amount of duty, and then I'm taking a break myself. So, yeah, I'm the, the captain responsive. is very polite to you, but mostly ignores your instructions and looks after his crew his way by mm-hmm. giving them all immediate shore leave, and they'll deal with restocking. Uh, yeah. Walter has checked you all into this asylum for two weeks. Oof! You will be in the asylum until the 26th of July. We shouldn't. Uh, we shouldn't have cured Wallace of spiders, then that would have been something, a real sight for the asi- the people in the asylum. No, no, because what would happen is that, you know, these doctors who are supposed to be there telling you, don't worry, it's not real, everything is fine, and will we're have like... me going, will have me going, no, there's a spider bomb, and then I'll explode his spiders, and then the doctors will stop working because they'll be insane. <laughs> <laughs> I need to turn to the part of the rule book that deals with you've checked into an asylum. <laughs> so the the, the little, little self help this page before the little <laughs> self help books called uh, so all of your players have gone insane. <laughs> I, I I find it strange that I've been checked into an asylum and I'm at Max San. You're mostly just having a nice time look, off. I know. Yeah. This isn't look look this is this is a uh, this is a Vanderbilt tier asylum like this isn't um this isn't you know like uh, you get locked in a tiny room with bars on the window most of this time is going to be spent luxuriating in pools yeah it must be a really expensive spa and Walter has hired some psychiatrists who are also staying at the spa <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing I'm guessing that you would actually be able to do some you know religiousizing. Uh, Father Eduardo. Father Eduardo doesn't want to do any religiousizing right now because he doesn't want to give his prayers to the Allah for death. Yeah, could could he st- could he still hold mass? Does he does holding mass count as that? That's praying to God. Okay, the okay. Point of mass is to the worst priest. <laughs> Look, I'm helping by not doing my religion <laughs> by, by not praying to God. We're saving him. Yeah. Just performing a religious ceremony full of prayers. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty glad I talked about this to Cat before any of these doctors, because <laughs> they really wouldn't understand this. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a point, actually. You say you don't like rituals. Technically, any any actual, uh, you know, religious, it, yeah. any religious thing at all is technically a ritual. So, the uh, fascinating thing I discovered this morning. Mm-hmm. We all live in a theocracy. Uh, well, why? Because we we've got the Church of England. is the head of the Church. You only just noticed this. You only no, just I've never this. really put that together in my head before. 
I mean, I mean, it's sort of the ironic thing that, you know, you compare the US and the UK, and the UK is technically theocracy, but more secular. It's weird. <laughs> How dare you? I've never seculed in my life. Anyway, <laughs> anyone who has is lower than max sanity, put your hand up. <laughs> I'll probably get a leg in here. Hang on. <laughs> I can't get I can't get a fourth leg in because then my laptop would fall over. So, Matteo and Eduardo, you are both at max sanity. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's uh, I'm 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 pretty oh, sane at the moment. Oh no! Being having... being committed to an asylum at max sanity means you lose sanity. You're both been checked into this exorbitantly luxurious five star spa. Um, it's I, the middle of winter in Perth. A five-star asylum. Like I said before, it's more of, they've hired a really expensive spa and some psychiatrists have also right. moved into the spa at the same time. That's how rich people go to asylums. Yes. I'm not rich. <laughs> yes. It's all right. It's all right. You're, you're on our tab. <laughs> uh, so Eduardo and um, Matteo, you have two weeks of luxurious awesomeness. Are you going to try and do any investigations into oh. the things you need to look up? You're allowed to oh. leave. Oh, okay. After the initial you know, assessment, you and Matteo are signed out as perfectly sane and happy people and allowed to go out about your business. Okay. Mm. It's not Shatter so, Island, whoever it is. You can either take <laughs> a complete two weeks off do absolutely nothing or you could go out and do your actual investigating while you're in australia i can't remember exactly what we're i've got there is a thing called party notes in the thing uh so i, I just Professor want to Cal- out, go ahead yeah sorry i was just gonna say if if chow was here he would try and perform a ritual while we were all in the asylum getting better <laughs> absolutely that's a thing he would do it is. Uh, would, you, uh, would you like um, to do a ritual, Matteo? Whilst uh, in the asylum? Not really. Um, Are you sure? Not even to Lady Bast? Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm okay with Bast, uh, but I and, and I might try and uh, if I find any cats anywhere. Um, have a catch up with Bast, but um, and certainly try not to feed them to Nyarlathotep. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's always a risk, apparently. Um, no, it's not normally a risk. You summon <laughs> Bast and have a nice time, but no, Chow, Chow fed the kittens to Nyarlathotep. Um, yeah, your forehead. That's fine. So, uh, I, I mean, I guess we could team up and. Uh, investigate this uh, Professor Cal's lead. Yeah, but that's I in mean, Sydney. Yeah, I mean, we that's... could at least book like uh, a meeting like, w- when we get hey, there. Yeah, telephones. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you could fly to Sydney in about 12 hours. Oh. What How do you long? think? Uh, we should probably at least inform the others that we're. Uh, doing that uh, yeah i agree um the only thing is i don't know too much about this professor cows this is from I, i'm basically joining on this investigation halfway so i'm mm. not sure i've got much in the way of 
knowing what to ask. So yeah, if we talk, if we can talk to the others before we go, just so we can build up on questions. Yes, that's a good point. We might not be the best place to ask because they know more about the details of the hmm. the cult. Well, we can, like I say, we could maybe schedule a meeting in a few weeks mm. when we get to Sydney. That way, you know, the last thing I want is that we turn up and say, the secretary says, do you have an appointment? Mm. <laughs> if we at least make our introductions, then it'll be a bit easier when we get there. Yes, that does seem like the sort of thing that Ash, um, I mean, Australians would do. <laughs> Australians, yeah. <laughs> Um, what else is on this list? Uh, Randolph shipping in Darwin and the shipping manifest of items that came from England. Roll your intelligence, both of you. Intelligam. Are both intelligent. Uh, you remember the current party plan is after a stopover in Perth, you're going straight to Darwin by ship. Mm-hmm. Sydney is on the other side of the continent. Yeah, so it'll take mm. a while to get there. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I did mention that it, that it's in Sydney and we're not. <laughs> uh, and you can fly or take the train directly to Sydney and you could sort that all out whilst the others are in the asylum. Remembering, of course, that if you don't have this whole cult business wrapped up by the 14th of January, Nyal Zatep eats the planet. What do we think? Plane or train? Plane, uh, well, as long as the people on the plane aren't bad, as long (laughs) as the plane doesn't get infiltrated from the start, that's probably safer but if it is infiltrated from the start it's we, more um, dangerous we, we've had uh train ventures but not plane ventures pl- if if we are forced into a plane venture that seems like it would go way worse <laughs> um, <laughs> your last plane venture was because flinty put the blood red fez on oh yeah i did i got a hundred on a uh sanity roll yeah <laughs> the best time to turn the entire plane into zombies was whilst they were flying the plane uh, no, I, 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 in character, I'd be like, let, let's do it. Let's do a plane because you know I've not had a chance of uh, yeah. going one of those. Um, but yeah, if, yes. we, if we let the others know what we want to do, and if, they, if there's any particular questions, and we can call ahead just so he knows we're on our way. Yes, I wonder. I I am concerned though because whenever we go anywhere, our form of transportation seems to have been infiltrated by this cult. Um, well, I think I think the advantage we have this time is they think we're in Egypt. Mm. Well, technically, the cult think you all died when the ship you were on, full of cultists, exploded in the Indian Ocean because someone naming no the tech possessed Nidos was sending them telegrams like we're here. <laughs> but we don't know that (laughs) I I like the idea that he had to dictate these telegrams to the ship's telegraphy officer Uh, the time of apex draws near stop 
Soon the world will be ours. Stop. We will drink the blood of the heathen. Stop. If you could just send that. <laughs> I wonder if... We had the, 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 tele, the, the ship's uh, telegraphy man was a cultist by that point. Yeah, that's fine. The, the, the more weird one would be the guy at the other end receiving the message having to transcribe it. <laughs> I, I say, I don't know. I've learned, I've learned to be extra cautious. Uh, perhaps we should... Uh, I wonder if there's any way of investigating this company to figure out whether... the Like the airline company to figure out whether they've had any recent roster changes <laughs> you but, could hire a uh, detective i like how paranoid we all are mm. <laughs> i think that it's like we've had so many transport ventures that this is justified um <laughs> we could hire an investigator of some sort or do an investigation of our own um okay let's um I don't feel like um, investigating a, a plane or train company is my forte. So if we are going to do this, I think getting an investigator would be best. I mean, I'll defer to your judgment because you've been chased by this cult a lot more than I have. Okay, we'll need to hire an investigator to investigate the investigator that we hire. Um, <laughs> just to... <laughs> investigate I yourself. Was going, I was, I was going to say, like, at what point? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the, there, the I know. Oh, that's true. That's true. I would be meta gaming if I said anything. I'll be sure. Uh, yes, I think that we should just do a light investigation. All we need to know really is how long have the pilots and the other crew been with the company, and if there are any conspicuous replacements. Okay, hey, both of you roll library use. Maybe we can... Yep. Um, Alright, library use. Oh, library use. Oh, library use. I thought you said library oh. use. I, was like, I, I eat the books. Uh, yeah, li- library juice is, um, is how you um, how you read. Uh, you need to be full of library juice. You know what? I'm going to spend one luck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do. You go to the local library. Um, you because you know it's 1920. books. Mm-hmm. You're able to look up the local airline that flies between Sydney and Perth. Mm-hmm. They have two flights a week. Mm-hmm. They're mostly cargo planes with some. Um, you know, passenger compartments. Uh, they've been running the route since 1919. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who runs the company has been running the company since 1919. He's the chief pilot. Uh, all of their pilots are like pr- practically old chums and friends from the First World War who went into business together to set up this airline. All right. I have some confidence in this airline. All right. Um, if we pack it, it sounds like we might be there for a few days because they only do it a couple, a couple times a week. So if we pack a bag, um, call ahead, and yeah, just make sure there's no important questions we're missing. So let's just quickly check in with the others. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the, what's the odds that they've uh, all been cult buddies for years? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the things they saw in the First World War snapped their minds. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, you are able to get together with everyone in the large day lounge. It's the day after, so it's Monday the 13th. You've all, you've all checked in. You've all had a night in the hotel. You're all just after breakfast when, uh, you get, get them all together, Eduardo and Matteo. Yep. Um, well, I explain. We need to get to Sydney and it's, uh, a way off. This is a large, large place. Um, and so we thought we would, uh, start making arrangements for the journey there. Um, we thought that air travel might be the safest way. Um, and when we get there, we need to investigate this professor, but we're, uh, not sure whether you would like us to do this investigation while you are spending time here or whether you would rather wait. And if you would like to send us on our way early, then perhaps there's some specific things that you'd like us to ask about this cult that we, we don't know. That's the gist of why I ask. Um, I definitely think it's a good idea to go ahead and try and start actually doing the investigation because, as we all know, we're on a time limit. Mm. Ticking. Um, Are you the best people to be sending to uh, talk to an occult professor? Um. Probably not. But you're the only ones available at the moment. Walter raises his hand. So we need to talk to this Professor Cowles about his lecture that he did in New York, right? That's right, yes, Walter. So we've got a copy of the lecture notes, and we've got a copy of the flyer. He takes them out of your document case full of, you know, evidence. So I guess we just need to know more about the bat cult and monoliths in the desert? Sounds about right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Okay. Would it be worth seeing if he'd be willing to actually fly over here and meet us? Well, that's not a bad idea. Should we really be... You should be resting rather than meeting people, Dr. Vanderbilt. I believe we can trust Father Eduardo and Matteo to go and talk to a gentleman in Sydney about some things. And if it's... And it, now that you've mentioned, uh, what was it, the, the the sand bat or whatever it was called? The bat cult. The bat cult, yeah. I, I've got some knowledge into that anyway, so that could get us... I've, I've got enough to get my foot in the door, at least understand anything the professor might say. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I vaguely wonder if he might know more than just a mere professor. Could be a strong ally, potentially, if he is a bit more in the know than we realise. And it's probably a good idea to visit in person. Mm-hmm. Matteo and the father are currently um, about to have an intense session with the psychiatrist starting at noon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let them go and do the talking to people and the rest of you and me will go and talk to the lovely doctors. Tired. Have a if good trip. You, gentlemen talk to him and you get a sense that he might be holding back then one thing you could always say to him that might help us determine if he knows more 
and maybe get him on side is if you drop the name of the Light of Seca to him, because that could be mm. something he would be very interested in if he does know more than a surface knowledge. And Okay, what sort of yeah. context should we drop that in? Uh, well, it's the name of the spell that I used on Aiden, and the thing is it's specifically more oriented to fight the even than it was to fight Aiden. Okay. All right, that's that's useful. If 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 he's just giving us simple stuff, but it looks like he knows more, we can could sort of drop that to let him know we we are more in the know than just hobbyists. Yeah, I mean, do it with care. I yes. don't know what his reaction will be. He might jump to a conclusion completely different to what I'm expecting. So use your mm. own judgment. I won't be there to bail you out if you <laughs> go wrong. No, Let's see. Um, also, sorry, Walter, you mentioned obviously that we're going to talk to him about the sandbag. And what was this, a monolith? Or did I just hit, hit, hear that? Oh, Walter, oh. he mentions monoliths in the deserts of Australia in his speech. Oh, okay. So, um, and we know that the cult of Yavlatep are hiding out in the desert somewhere doing some weird shit. So, maybe finding out where the ancient, you know, where the monoliths are, that might that the two might be Aboriginal mysticism or something might help us <laughs> actually narrow down where they're getting this stuff from. Hmm. That was just an idea mm-hmm. that I had as an NPC. <laughs> yeah, I'm reminding you of your clues. Thank you. Um. One thing I might be worth asking about as well, um, his his lecture notes actually mention uh, that they purportedly dug great caves out. So it might be worth asking if there are any archaeological digs going on in Australia, which could perchance be such great caves related to the cult. Okay. <coughs> okay. Oh right. right. I sorry. I thought Sydney had a neighbourhood called Chippendale. Rescue <laughs> Rangers, Japan. It's an L and a U. It's Cluppendale. Ah, oh. I did. I did notice on the uh, large map of Australia that there's a place called Townsville. So the Powerpuff Girls are over there. Commander and the leader. Crying. <laughs> I mean, this is all recorded, so I wasn't going to stop. When there's danger. Right, okay. Um, so, Matteo and Eduardo, you pack a bag and you head for the airport. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, you are in for a treat. Yay. 
Yay! <laughs> Actual treat. Now, I'm going to have to follow the rules, and it requires making a bunch of rolls, so I'm going to do this one person at a time. Craig, roll me three D100s. Three D100s. Do you want some popcorn, Mateo? (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm scared. So roll me one more. Oh, and one more. Twenties or nineties? <laughs> Sounds scared. I don't know what any of these mean. I do. I Craig, Craig's, do. Craig's never had to go through this process before. Oh, it, I'm pretty sure the process has changed. Our RGM does like off the cuffing things sometimes with these sorts of things, but this time he's gone to a book. Five of mm. yeah, from insanity. I want crisps. <laughs> Eat crisps then? No, he has crisps. I want crisps now. Can you get some crisps? No, there are no crisps here. Liza, get 16 sanity points back. Okay. Do you have any phobias, manias, etc. currently? I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, That's have, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm actually clear of phobias and bullshit at the minute. Mitch, please roll me four D100s. Quench less loudly, you quench boy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, none of those were terrible failures. Well done. You get the full amount. So do I edit my sheet back to max? Uh, I'm just working. You get 14 sanity back. That's less than what Liza got. Yeah, but Mitch is in less of a bad state. As ah. The dice rolls are as the dice rolls do. Uh, he rolled some ones on more dice. Ah. Sometimes the dice are cruel. Okay, Kath, do you have any phobias or manias currently, Mitch? I don't think <laughs> you do. You just have a lovely, luxurious two weeks off in a fancy spa, which, you know, sorts you right out. Horny for murder. Cat, please roll me your 4D100s. Oh, see? Only Liza so far has completely failed one of the rolls. I told you I was going to completely fail. You didn't Cat completely is. fail. Vanderbilt, you I'm get eighteen sanity points back. Do you have any phobias or manias currently? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, Wallace. Please. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do for you. You're too far gone. <laughs> I uh, they um, give you a lovely injection of air straight into the carotid artery. Oh, no! Air embolism yeah? for everyone! 4D100? Yep. Yeah. 98, 99. Whoa! <laughs> huh. Exactly. Probably needed it most. Yeah. <laughs> sanity back. How many? 
19. Oh, that's not much. <laughs> not much. Uh, it's not much. <laughs> <laughs> not not anyone else. It's not much from where I am right now. It, that's like... That's like what is that? I can't hear, I can't hear what you're saying, Russ. Everybody keeps talking to you. Don't, well, that's... You only have two weeks of, you know, care. Uh, oh, okay, fair enough. Six months to get everything back. <laughs> well, I guess it's better than a slap in the face. Tell <laughs> me four D100s. I'm just going to get my power supply. <laughs> Hey, successes. Uh, you have a mania, hit. don't you, Felix? A what, sorry? You have a mania, don't you? Um, I think I'm obsessed with how awesome I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. spend the first few days working on you with that, so you can get rid of that one. Hooray. Doesn't mean you get one less sanity dice, however. And you get 13 sanity back. Still a good number, considering. Hooray, Max San. <laughs> What's your Max San, Felix? Forty-nine. <laughs> but yes, that will take all of you up until the end of uh, treatment. July. I keep. I keep describing to them this egg that I see in my dreams. <laughs> Even after they've pronounced me saying, "Is it the egg of Mantumbi?" A little bit. So, yeah, you guys spend two weeks speaking to the scientists in a luxurious uh, spa on the edge of her, just taking some time to bring yourselves all back in touch with reality and less the nether horrors that are stalking you. <laughs> And uh, Eduardo's not there, so out of the five, four of you who remain, who has the lowest luck? <laughs> um, uh, don't know. Check your next. luck. 74. 70. I'm not Lewis, but I'm not here. You're not 78. Me Wallace? Nido, I like the way you walked off whilst you're in a scene. I had Hi. to get power supply for my lap. I had to get power supply for my laptop. Oh, my luck is twenty-eight. Oh, then roll <laughs> it. why are you here? Yes, <laughs> power supply with you from the beginning because I had battery at the beginning, and right. now I don't. That's not flabbergast. Okay, uh... not great. Okay, yeah, you all get the straight jacket treatment. <laughs> Uh, if you if you pay to walk into a spa, you can also walk out here. I see that's what the luck roll was for. <laughs> you don't get to walk out. <sighs> I have an idea what this could be, but let's see. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be luck. Okay, luck is random happenstance happening upon us. <laughs> <coughs> okay. 
Uh, we'll come back to that. Oh, of course we will. <laughs> <laughs> Airplane! Woo! So Father Eduardo and Matteo. Matteo. E. The first flight. 1,200 miles to Sydney. Oof. Everybody get ready to take a very expensive thing explodes. <laughs> so close. Uh, you check into your plane. There's a pretty air, air hostess to look after you. The plane uh, does not explode on takeoff. <sighs> it's, a, it's a large wooden plane. Um, it's mostly like there's the massive cargo bay downstairs, but then you actually get, walk up a set of stairs onto this upper deck. Where the yes. and the passenger um, seats are. They're really nice. Look, they're practically armchairs that you're sitting in. Um, the air hostess brings you anything you want, cooked fresh in the little galley. Mm. And it takes a it takes 19 hours to fly with a stop off in Adelaide to refuel. All right. Uh, you have a really nice, relaxing, calming air flight. Parcel delivery, BRB. See, see, Nino, how he did that, where he told us he was leaving? Uh, you arrive in Adelaide, you refuel, you take back off, you fly to Sydney. You land without any troubles in Sydney early in the morning on the 14th of July. Mm-hmm. Two things. One, I did say I was leaving. Two, that's a quite uneventful journey for the bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> All right. These plane ventures. These these plane ventures are boring. <laughs> Blissfully boring. <laughs> Blissfully boring. Yeah. I'd offer to give you all some luck back, but uh, that doesn't really count. Oh, I need it. <laughs> no, I like the fact you've only got twelve luck. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I got six this, this morning. <laughs> so you land exactly. I've already given you some back. You land in the aerodrome, which is outside Sydney. You then get a uh, train, uh, not a train, a um, you know, a bus or a car. Are you hiring a, your own car? You're going to drive a car around, or are you just going to rely on the public transport and taxis? Um, hang on, let me look at my character sheet. I don't think I can drive, so I will probably... I personally will rely on public transport unless Matteo can drive. Um, I don't know, actually. Let me look. Um, Walter has given you a whopping great stack of petty cash. I mean, I, I have base drive auto, so I think... Yeah, same. Hire a taxi. Yeah. yeah. There is a regular taxi service or a bus. Do you get a bus or a taxi? Um, taxis. Okay, a bit more uh, direct. Walter has checked you in to the Wentworth Hotel, which is next door to the Savoy Theatre in central downtown Sydney. So it's, it's, I should click on the one, yeah, that one, D. All right. And the uh, university is... The university is down here. The Opera oh. House doesn't exist yet, does it? The Opera House doesn't exist yet. No. Aww. I think the Opera House will eventually be here. 
or it might be on this headland somewhere on the harbour hmm. but it, it's not there yet uh, Sydney is a bustling metropolitan town it reminds me quite a lot of London it's got brick buildings it's quite modern it has a fully integrated sewage system it has running hot, uh, you know, cold water that people can then turn into hot or cold water when it arrives in their buildings and the Wentworth Hotel is really nice uh, you both have single rooms on the third floor. The staff are very nice. You check in and then you go to sleep. You've been in a plane for a bajillion hours. Yeah. Is it possible to call the university or Professor Cowles just to arrange a meeting before we go to bed? Or are we going to bed See if he's in. Oh, he's not. There's no answer at his office. It's quite late at night at this point. You have been flying for 19 hours. True, yeah. So you both go to bed, and you have a lovely night sleep with your googly eyes, Hedgehog. <laughs> Why are there googly eyes? What googly eyes? I just see a Rona. Your eye fell out. <laughs> oh, God, it's the, it's the, he's put his eyes in a bowl and put them in that temple. <laughs> Uh, whilst you are sleeping I'm just going to update the calendar so I can keep track of no don't delete the calendar no (laughs) that that means we we lost they hit hit the ritual early Uh, it will be Wednesday the 15th when you, we come back to you guys. Okay, meanwhile, back in the spa in Perth. Um, Liza, you are relaxing in a large salt bath. Mm-hmm. Well, in the pool, the salt pool. Just floating there, listening to some faint, gentle music when uh, oh. one of the spa... Um, Yes, um, staff, uh, Dr. Vanderbilt. Hmm? Your guest, Mr. Sil- Sibler, is here. Sorry, who? Bastian Silver. He, he says you're expecting him. You have an appointment in the diary with him. Should I remember this? I have no memory. You have no memory of it, no. Okay, okay. This sounds irregular. Could you, um, hmm. I'll be right out. Um, could you ask Walter to come find me, please? Uh, of course, I'll ask him. Mr. Partridge uh, comes and finds you as you're climbing out of the salt pool and wrapping towels around you. Walter, I didn't make an appointment with a Bassian Silver, did I? Uh, it's in the diary. But I don't have any memory of that. Do you? No, no, but do I. I remember seeing it in the diary for this morning. I just assumed it was a something the doctors have arranged. Maybe he's a doctor and he's oh. part of the treatment. Maybe. Um, I know we're meant to be trying to be positive and everything while here, but I'm mildly concerned. It's probably some treatment. He's probably like, I don't know, a psychiatrist. Um, I'll go double check who he is. 
Okay, thank you, Walter. I'll in the meantime I'll get ready and dressed. Okay, Walter is gone for about ten minutes, and he comes back. He's like, oh yeah, Mister Silver is part of the Doctor's staff. He's here to have a session with you. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I thank Walter and go along for my session. I guess. Mouse hovering over Bumble into an obvious trap. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, you head on in. Uh, he smiles. He's a quite tall, thin uh, chap with dark um, dark skin. He looks of Indian descent. And he offers a hand. Ah, Dr. Vanderbilt. Ah, um, Dr. Silver, is that correct? Some people call me Dr. Silver, yes. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> I, I've been told that you're one of the treatment staff here. He sits down in an armchair by the fire and gestures at the armchair opposite him. Why don't you sit and let's talk? Some people call me that. What a normal thing to say when someone asks if that's your name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming I'm still reeling a bit from being quite mad until recently. <laughs> Some people call me the space cowboy. And are there refreshments? Yeah, there's a teapot, refreshments. Uh, I pour out a cup and I pour out a cup for him as well while I'm doing it. I just wanted to meet you. I've been hearing quite a lot of interesting things about your work. Uh, My work's been quite busy this last year, that's for sure. Yes, so I have heard. I wanted to ask if you're planning to head out to investigate uh, Huston's little cult in the city of Nakotos. That is part of our plan here, I believe, yes. Um... Ah, I thought you might be. Um, I want to wish you all the luck in the world and just give you this. He pops a, takes a scroll out of his jacket and pops it on the table. I think it might be of some use. Huh. Uh, I pick it up and have a look. It appears to be written in... Hang on, I forgot what language this is written in. It appears to be written in Hindi. Ah, I have Hindi. At fluent as well. Does it have some sort of title on it? <laughs> uh, roll Hindi to translate. Rolling Hindi and let me fail. Oh no, I didn't fail. Wonderful. <laughs> Somebody is at the door. Yeah. <laughs> Whose door is the one? Walter, please go and uh, go. I'm not certain if Michelle's there. I'm sorry, who has the most ludicrous doorbell I've ever heard? This is amazing. I love it. Have you met Michelle? <laughs> Look, if it's more complicated than ding followed by dong, it's too ostentatious. Rona, we're having one of those. Absolutely not. One evening, and then suddenly chimes started filling the fucking house, and it was like <laughs> playing with a doorbell. I mean, that, that sounded like a clock. It was. It was. It was. Um, there's a name. I can't remember the name. What's the name of those chimes? Wind they're chimes. Um, no, no, no. The, the chimes from Big Ben is like a theme that's like a common on many clocks around the world. I can't remember what it's called. The Westminster okay. chimes or something. No. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. 
Anyway, now the door has been answered. <laughs> I believe you were about to tell me the result of the Hindi roll. I was, but I closed the ground grimoire and I've lost the page it was on, so I just... Okay, in which case we'll be... <laughs> Just gonna, just gonna find it again. Yeah. You know when your mouse, you're, you're clicking, you move the mouse and try to click on something, and you click on the X by mistake. No, I've never done that. I think you're lying. I, I personally find that my middle finger is heavier than my clicky finger, and I right click more often than I want to. <laughs> my mouse has those annoying back buttons as well, which you can't turn off. But I don't like them. Well, they're horrible. Can I? I uh... Can I tempt you to the Amazon Basics 999 <laughs> two-button mouse? I, I, I personally recommend like some of the Microsoft mice because I remap those back buttons to like more useful things like quick minimize or um, like and well, things like that. The, yeah, if he if he uh, let you sort of you know squeezes the mouse on the right hand side, it automatically apologizes for being late. I feel like my mouse will not <laughs> be so I'm not going to show it. Temi's mouse is basically the Amazon Basics. Yeah, I um I bought a wireless mouse because I thought that would be nice to not have to be wired to this thing. But the wireless mouse was so small that I can only hold it if I put my hand into the claw. <laughs> like, so I can like I'm, I'm like, who is this for? A mouse for ants? I could only use it for about two hours before it gave me crippling hand cramps. <laughs> yeah, I've used those before. I, I, yeah, I, re- I recommend the more like I, I'm switching to slowly more ergonomic stuff, and it's like it's uh, it's keeping my fingers supple, and it's nice. <laughs> they no longer go crunch in the evenings. Exactly what you want. A supple finger keeps the doctor away, as the saying goes. Exactly. Is this why you're in the asylum? <laughs> <laughs> I slept slightly. Oh. Thursday night, so I woke up Friday being able to unturn much to the right at all. Oh, I've had that before. Yeah. You do that thing where you're like, oh, I just need to, ow. It's called Ineffable Comprehension. Ineffable Comprehension. Have I, have I heard of this before? Uh, roll your Cthulhu Mythos. Ah, Mythos. Like you have heard of it, but you can't comprehend For it. Sake. You uh, have not heard of this one. I haven't seen an extremely mythos roll in fucking months. <laughs> That's got good. In it. Yeah. I know. Don't knock it. Yeah, you haven't heard of this spell, uh, but Mr. Silver stands up. I think you'll find it most useful with where you're going. Okay. Um. Thank you very much, then, uh, Mr. Silver. Um. He inclines his head to you. The Orgues have directed me to bring this to you. Ah, I wish you all the best of luck. Again, a perfectly sane thing to say. <laughs> I'm uh, not thinking you're part of the treatment staff, but I'm hoping that you are now certainly an ally, at least by the sounds. I have no wish to see the cult of Cthulhu's or Nyarlathotep's succeed in their efforts. I quite like my life in Perth. And as you seem to be dealing with it directly, I see there's no harm in me dropping you something that you're probably going to need. My face clouds over for a moment. Oh, so directly. <laughs> so directly. <laughs> anyway. I, burst in, I burst in and I'm like, mate, you got anything to up your Max San? <laughs> 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 come on, come on, I'm good for it. 
Uh, <laughs> he takes his leave, leaving you with a scroll of mysteries. I thank him once again. Hmm. Mysterious scroll in a language I'm guessing only I have again. Uh, I, um... I go to see Felix. Okay, you find Felix lying, cucumbers on his eyes, covered in mud. <laughs> it's not It's not even that. And I'm in the middle of the library, so you know my therapy isn't going that well. <laughs> They're not even sliced cucumbers. They're just... Um... <laughs> it's whole cucumbers. Yeah. Don't, ask, don't ask what I'm doing with the aubergine. <laughs> and, and apparently sane people do this. <laughs> What was his first name again, Ash? Uh, Mr. Uh, Bastian. 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 Bastian, okay. Um, Felix? Uh, I hold up one finger, wait for ten seconds, and then carefully remove the cucumbers from my eyes. <laughs> I wait patiently. Yes, Liza? I say, uh, sitting up and adjusting my several towels. Have you ever heard... Of a bastion silver. Games master, have I ever a silver? Roll me your... Gosh, what would I make you roll? You're a world explorer, so you might have heard of him. Um... Hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll find out what my best skill is, and you can tell... I can roll that one for you. No. Uh, it's roll... be spot hidden, isn't it? Fuck. <laughs> it is roll by a long way. your occult. Occult, 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 occult. Uh, and the answer is drum roll, please. The I have heard of him, the Wizard of Perth. <laughs> um, uh, uh, work, work with, hang on, work with me here. Is the Wizard of Perth? Perth is in Australia. Another name for Australia is Oz. But he's not a real wizard. Did he check behind the curtains when he was in the room? <laughs> For a smaller man. <laughs> um, what do I know about the Wizard of Perth? Uh, you remember reading about him. According to the Perth Sunday Times, He was a, it was a big scandal back in 1912 about how this uh, gentleman, Bastian Silver, was offering his clients... Uh, you know, mysteries and the light of truth and doing divinations for them to assist in, you know, bettering themselves. And lots of people were like, oh, his divinations always come true and he's so wonderful. And there was a bit mm. of a scandal and a bit of a, oh, no, evil witchcraft from the Christians. And then he kind of retired. But he still supposedly lives here practicing his divination skills in secret. Uh, he's, um, he's known as the Wizard of Perth, I say. Oh, um... Uh, it sounds like he might be on our side. Um, explain more, please, I say. This is still only like our second or third day here, technically. This happened on the fifth day, let's say. Ah, I get a slightly less insane laugh than a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he just had an appointment. You have a message. None of us remembered actually making... And he gave me a scroll in Hindi, which is ineffable something or other. So I guess I'm going to read it now. <laughs> or in a bit, at least. Uh, Ashley, how do I do that? 
at the top. Oh yeah. Oh no, I got it. 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 Okay, carry on. No. <laughs> no, I'm scared now. Um. Sorry, sorry, Liza. What were you saying there? He uh, at the end of the um, he wanted me to do a thing. Uh, basically, he he gave me a scroll mm. with some stuff on it, which he says will be very helpful if we're going to the city of Narcosis, I believe. Narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> Narcotis. <laughs> That's the one. I think all 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 of you are up for the city of narcotics. Right now. The city of narcotics sounds like it's uh, it's just one step up from this spa we're at. I mean, you were in Shanghai, the city of narcotics, a few yeah. months ago. None of you took advantage of this. What's that? You say a jug of heroin? Well, when in Rome, um, <laughs> uh, I waving my shovel. Oh, my wife popped in and waved at me, so it would have been very rude of me not to have waved back. He so he given her double birds. Yeah, his wife, his wife came in and waved at him, so he picked up a handful of the aquarium gravel. He keeps forgetting rid of her and threw it. At her. <laughs> well, she'd, she'd come in, come at me with a bag of oranges. <laughs> um, God Christ! Uh, well, that's very interesting. What he came here to the. Oh, yes, and there was an appointment in the appointments diary that Walters keeps, which none of us put, as far as we remember. Well, he's he's famous for divination, like predicting the future. He said the augury sent him here, so that makes sense. Ah, uh, so... um. So it looks like we, we might need to try harder than we're currently trying to save the world, I say, guiltily looking at the uh, at the gin and tonic balanced on the edge of this mud bath I'm in. In the library. <laughs> Don't feel guilty, Felix. The world will end anyway if we just burn ourselves out trying to save the world. That's true. We'll save the world one day at a time, Felix. One day. Um, have you have you what language is the scroll in? Hindi I can read it but it might take me a little while oh you read Hindi? where did you learn that? I read that? a lot of things Felix <laughs> I have an approximate knowledge in many things <laughs> <laughs> Tim the human boy um, <laughs> how did you almost know my name? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is this a reference to something I'm not getting? Uh, yeah, it's a, from Adventure Time. Um, uh. um, oh, well. Uh, from what I recall, he didn't seem to be, you know, evil. Maybe we should just not look this gift horse in the mouth for once. Yeah, I'll, okay. I, I just wanted to touch base with you before I, you know, I just lively read any old thing some random person who turned up here gave me. And if you're kind of vouchsafing, I guess it's probably okay. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, let's make Matteo read it. And uh... <laughs> I'm not convinced Matteo speaks Hindi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, you're probably you right. Him to Sydney. Well, good luck. Okay. Uh, Mitch, what time are we on, Arona? Um, I think. 
One hour, 54 minutes and three seconds. I have time to deal with Mitch. Mitch, uh, during the first week of luxurious spa living and psychiatric assistance, you have to go to a court-martial. A court-martial? <laughs> <laughs> it's a civic court-martial, so um, it's more of a shipwreck inquiry. But as the only remaining member of the crew of the Artanza, you do need to turn up from legal proceedings to discuss how the ship founded. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, in the military, it would be a court martial. As it's a civilian ship, it's more of a you know, shipwreck inquiry. Uh, yeah. do, do, do we know he's going to this? Uh, Mitch, do you share anyone? Because the letter turns up one morning instructing you to be at court. Like one PM. Yeah, I think I do. I, 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 I go and, you know, just uh, over breakfast, I guess. I'm like, oh, you never guess what I'm doing today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrificing what another you, puppy to be the Um, We, uh, uh, Walter. Yes, Mr. Walker. Um, the Vanderbilts have lawyers, right? Yes, sir. Do you think maybe one of them should pop along with him just to make sure that, you know, they don't try and pin this whole multi-million dollar boat wreckage on on him? Uh, well, I we don't have any of our retained lawyers here in Perth, but I'll find the most expensive and best lawyers in Perth and order them to turn up. <laughs> um, whilst we're at it, ladies and gents, we're kind of trying to keep a low profile, if I'm right. Yeah. Yes. So, writing something in a public record about where we've been, the bo- how the boat was destroyed, would be not so low profile. Well, remember, Mister uh, Wallace. None of he gestures that everyone else were ever on board the Yarpanza officially. So you don't have to mention uh, Doctor Vanderbilt or Mister Walker or anyone because none of them were on board. I wonder that there was a terrible storm and the ship hit some rocks. <laughs> and then I magically ended up on another boat. Well, you, you <laughs> picked up from the island that was nearby that the ship wrecked on. And uh, <laughs> Dr. Wallace just happened to be nearby and heard the distress calls. Yeah, there are no holes in this story. It works. And, and to be quite honest, I've been beside myself ever since it. And I, haven't, I can't remember a damn thing. That's why I checked into the psychiatrist. Exactly. That's why you're here receiving psychiatric treatment. Okay, well. Uh, don't worry, that's why we pay lawyers. You won't have to say anything. Roll me your... Uh... What shall I make you roll? Size? <laughs> roll me your charm. Charm, charm. Charm, charm. not charming. <laughs> oh dear. You may also roll me your persuade. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Away. Uh, <laughs> the shipwreck inquiry that afternoon is, you know, the representatives of the owners are there. Your lawyer is there. Um, they're asking lots of very awkward questions. And whilst you try to charm your way out of it, in the end, you decide the best defense is a good blubbing as you break down in tears. And your lawyer's like, this is why he's seeking medical attention right now, your honour, and his honour is all like, yes, no, stop badgering the witness. The poor man has been through enough. He's the I cook. Have. 
clearly the cook was not responsible for sinking the cargo ship. <laughs> clearly. Despite the fact that he, he, he started his testimonial by saying, uh, I did it, I killed them, I killed them all, Your Honor. And added in a two and a half hour harmonica solo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but His Honor has crossed that from the record because the man is clearly distraught and insane. <laughs> uh, you are awarded uh, shipwreck pay, which totals £300. More money! <laughs> For Mitch! God! Uh, yeah, you know, he has a claim because, you know, he was shipwrecked and it was not his fault because, you know, one expects one's captain and officers to not sink the ship you're the cook on. 300 you know when some... £300. So that's five, six... You know when someone joins the party, the first order of business is to money them up? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to money Mitch up. Mitch has been moneying himself up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I fleeced a lot of you. And then you are able to return to the spa. Uh, just before we stop for a break, Kat, are you doing anything untoward whilst you're relaxing and getting your fancy back? Uh, not particularly. I'm enjoying, enjoying life in a spa. They might be like, I write another magic book. <laughs> I don't know if um, uh, Liza or Felix are going sure to have talks to me. I sure hope you're not spending the full two weeks thinking of Roger. She occasionally thinks of her children. Whose names are... <laughs> Look at Niall desperately clicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, it's just more fun not to... <laughs> <laughs> My children, Lucretia and Darren. <laughs> Lucretia II. <laughs> I could just change them every time. <laughs> yeah. My two children, Lucretia and Tucretia. <laughs> and my son, Tucretia. <laughs> Bob and Cub. <laughs> okay. Uh, Felix and Liza might catch up with you, but we'll do that after the break. And I will do Wallace after the break. <laughs> I like the fact that Matteo and Eduardo have just swanned off for a little, uh, a little break in Sydney whilst leaving you lot in the nut house. <laughs> well, like you said, we're on a time limit. This seems reasonable to me. <laughs> Wallace. Yes. You have been speaking to various doctors about the horrible, horrible um, experiences you had after you picked up these people and your radio radiography work was interrupted. I mean, what do you call radio science? Your EM spectrum research. There we go. Yes. EM spectrum research was completely derailed by these really rich people and the dark god Nial of the Tep. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe don't mention that last bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have been here for a week at this point. It's Friday the 17th of July, 1925. The uh, psychiatrists and psychologists have been quietly speaking to you about all the crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are informed, you have a visitor. Oh, okay. Uh, what is the name of the visitor? His name is Cecil Mortimer Clark. Do I know this person? 
Roll me your credit rating. Uh, I thought you'd ask something like that. Hard success. He is the founder and leader of the Lighters of the Hidden Lamp of Wisdom, the Theosophical Society here in Australia that is headquartered here in Perth. What? 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 You'll have to tell me out of character what the heck that means. A theosophical society is like an occult uh, club. <laughs> Why would I know that? <laughs> because this one's pretty famous, and they're quite well known for doing weird research with uh, light frequencies, believing that you know they can unlock the mysteries of the world, and they've branched out into a whole variety of experimenting with radio waves. Is this one of those things where, like, I would have heard of it, and prior to me meeting this annoying group of people uh, who unfortunately introduced me to the wonderful wacky world that they uh, inhabit, um, I would have considered this person a crackpot and an and a idiot. Um, yeah. And now, <laughs> now, you're, now you're terrifyingly contemplating that maybe there's they something in something. this after all. Uh, it the hidden lamp of wisdom. The lighters of the hidden lamp of wisdom. I uh, agree to a private one-on-one meeting with this person somewhere in my whatever the uh, you know lounge space or whatever of the yeah. spa that I'm staying in. You meet him in the lounge. The doctors approve you meeting him in public. Um, he's a very old man. He must be in his eighties, nineties, but he seems quite spry. He is not, you know, using a walking stick, but he seems bright-eyed. It's like ah. Doctor, Mr. Sharp? Uh, I can't even remember what what my character's, whether my character's a doctor or not. I think he's pre-doctorate. No. Um, just You're Mr. not as illustrious as Dr. 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 Vanderbilt. Yes. Uh, just Mr. Sharp for the moment, I say, uh, greeting with him. Man. Well, I just want <laughs> to drop by and say hello. Uh, when uh, one of the staff here mentioned that you were staying here, I wanted to ask how your EM spectrum radio, you know, your your investigations into the wild and wondrous world of the radio waves had been going in the Indian Ocean. The lamplighters, uh, um, who I represent, uh, would be fascinated to get copies of your research um, so that we can add it and compare it to our own investigations into the mysteries of radio waves. I... Um... I pull a sort of pained expression. Um, I say, well, there was... The experiment was sadly somewhat interrupted by um, uh, yes, me, uh, our ship having to rescue um, a shipwreck. Um, but we heard, uh, but we would really be interested to hear if you picked up any radio signals coming from outer space. See, our own radio telescope it's quite a new concept where you set up several large radio receiving stations in a very high uh, elevated area have been picking up signals, which are definitely originating from beyond the planet. Um, We were hoping you may have picked up such radio waves at night out in the ocean where there is no interference other than our atmosphere. Uh, Out of character. Obviously I was picking up the, um, I eventually got, uh, incorrectly, I was eventually pulled off course from my 
research to um, investigate the weird signals that were earthbound. Um, were there any? What, what was my research showing prior to that? Was I yeah, was I receiving anything that's, that seemed an extraterrestrial source of signal? Um, you receive radio signals all the day because the planet is saturated with them. But you yes. can roll me your radio science as you you get out your notes and have a look. Yeah, uh, I've got so uh, the en- radio science engineering. That's the one. Mm, I could luck it by three. Do you want to luck it by three? I mean, I, I, yeah, my luck is low, but at this point, I'm kind of in a position of, um, I'd, I'd rather pass this. <laughs> okay. Um, you did pick up radio signals from uh high in the atmosphere that were definitely coming. You didn't really do the triangulation of the source at the mm. time, but you can do that now. You've got the data. You picked it up over like a month of radio readings as you were doing various studies. Yeah. And you were able to confirm that indeed, you were indeed picking up radio transmissions that were coming from outer space. They were coming from above. And the either radio, they weren't reflecting off the moon because the moon wasn't up on several nights. So, uh, yeah. And he proposes that when you return the uh his society would like to add funding to add uh some astro telescoping to your schedule to uh you know do a proper investigation of some of these signals um they have a whole host of theories from he laughs some of his members think it's you know other creatures on other planets but uh the serious ones are like it's probably stars possibly or signals coming from other planets. And they have a whole list of, you know, we think it could be this, it could be that. Or they just don't know. And they'd love to hire your gigantic boat that's doing research into radio waves to, you know, help get more data. Um, I nod at this. I'm like, um, yes, I mean, it's not um, heard for there to be natural sources of things that end up in the radio spectrum, including... Um, including stellar phenomenon. That's, that's, that's definitely a proposed theory for where some background stuff well, comes exactly, from. But we've not um, actually got any proof. So we were thinking we could start by, I don't know, trying to ascertain whether I know there are radio waves coming off Jupiter or Venus or, you know, one of the local bodies in our solar system as I, final uh, proof. Yes. And I mean, it, um, it'll be very... It'd be very easy. Very crazy name. There's definitely a sense of they're all amateur hobbyists fucking around with new science and having fun. And they're Mm. all incredibly rich middle class people with nothing better to do. (laughs) They're they're, they're, they're ham, ham astronomers. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I kind of nod at this. I kind of like the idea of something which is sciencey, but a bit fun and maybe, um, maybe uh, would bring me a little bit back to reality. Um, well, they have I've... a kitty of 700 Australian pounds to offer you if you will conduct a series of research experiments that they'll draw up. So, like, next time you're out at sea, you'll do the research when you're away from land, and then you can just wire them the results. That sounds fine. Uh, we're taking another trip in a few days to... Where is it again? The other... Darwin. Darwin. Um so I'll ask the ship to go slightly away from the coast to do that, so I can do the research on the way. Uh, it's not a long trip, but I should be able to get a few initial readings. 
uh, he will get his people's like uh, suggested uh you know times dates when venus or jupiter in the sky and where it will be and all that kind of stuff and we'll have it sent to your lab on your ship Okay, I give him, uh, I write him a quick letter that can be passed to the captain authorizing the installation of any provided equipment, etc. Yeah, they're not, they're, they're not sending any equipment, they're just sending you notes like, turn on oh, the okay, radio okay. at this time, at this time of night, whilst Jupiter is here, point your radio antenna at Jupiter and see what you pick up. Yeah, that seems, that seems fine. I will, uh, I will you, make all my notes. You get three sanity. Yay. It was quite nice to you know, <laughs> talk meet, science, talk science, and meet these amateur, enthusiastic science buffs. Their society has a stupid name, and you think <laughs> the uh, the people who believe it's aliens are probably quite a few of them, but they generally harmless science buffs. Yeah, and you uh, have a big boat full of science. Yeah, and uh, who um <clears throat> did anyone else have? Uh, Nido joins a cult on their bingo sheet. Uh, Oh. It's not. It's not a cult, and I'm not joining them. They're step, merely funding me. Step one of knowing that you're in a cult is saying it's not a cult. It's fine. <laughs> the robes are like just for fun. It's just a uniform. Cat, uh, you uniform. want to, to have a catch up with Felix, uh, and Liza? You catch up with them in the. Uh, in the steam room during, you know, some spa time. You're all wearing uh, towels. The women, at least three towels. Felix, one very big towel. He just rolled up like a fucking carpet. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually a burrito. Well, you've got to think, the women have got to do their hair in those beehives, and then they've got to have big towels, and then they've got to have, you know, Smaller towels. That's one of the reasons they call me Felix the Love Burrito. Well, now we know. <laughs> the other Add reasons to the are, list of names. <laughs> the other reasons are much worse. You got more names than the Arthur <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh don't you? I just wait. He'll take that one from you. Well, they need exactly <laughs> the same number of names as him. <laughs> Cat is still. Um, what are you implying? Cat is still. Uh, haunted by the fact that she made up a completely fictitious name for him and then it turned out that that was a name for him because he's a douche nozzle (laughs) (laughs) my favourite thing about Njaldotep as an enemy is that he does like dicking with people for fun that's that's canon Just like, oh, oh, so a human has made up a fictitious name for me. I'll go back in time and make it a real one. That'll be fun. Is he, is he a love child of uh, Urona and Russer? <laughs> uh, no, he's too sexy. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, I mean, arguably, uh, you've seen you've seen his tongue, right? Anyway, Kat, you have caught up with Doctor Vanderbilt and. Felix, you're all in the steam room. It's very full of steam. Steam. I thought you said Felix was full of steam. <laughs> I too like steam. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? I can't see anything in here. 
<laughs> I was looking for the closet. <laughs> you turn it down so we can actually see. <laughs> You're not supposed to wrap your head in the burrito of your towel, Felix. Oh, oh no. No wonder everything's been going so weirdly. You're like, yes, Felix, please put the towel around your waist, not your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, but it just, you know, rides up. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're probably not an avatar now, so that's good. <laughs> Does the site remind you of Roger? I was thinking, seeing as we seem to be alone in a steam room right now, should we do an inspection? <laughs> it's been a long time since... Come on, chaps, it's our monthly checkup. <laughs> hey, um, a, a, a uh, you know, wandering... Uh, psychiatrist is like, oh, I'll, I'll just go in and let them know their sanity results are all back in. We're all just naked. Say, where are your tattoos? Like, <laughs> Maybe they need another week. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I say, uh, crossing and uncrossing my legs in the style of basic instinct. Um, <laughs> you had something you wanted to discuss. Uh, I was wondering how you were feeling, and <clears throat> I'm quite enjoy- I'm quite liking this. this oh yes, oh it's so much better. Honestly, if if the world wasn't ending, I'd stay here all the time. Why? I feel that we've needed this for quite a while now. Mm. I don't know if I if I had to put a number on how I was feeling out of from one to a hundred, I'd say I was feeling max underscore san. Um, <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I'm going to go and get the afufa. Um, that's fine. Just toss it on the fire. It'll... <laughs> so I've just found the page where they renamed all of the horrible mythos monsters with Australian Aboriginal names. <laughs> oh. So there's the Awafua or the Awakaru or the Boabs. Yeah, you don't want a Boab. Oh, the daughters of the spider god. That's um. Carry on, you three. Isn't, aren't they in a bucket in like Nido's quarters? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I guess I was just wondering. Uh. I don't know if there's anything in Australia a bit like the Order of Merlin was back in England. I. Hmm. Not meaning to be insulting to our Australian counterparts, but. Aren't they a little behind the times compared to most of the rest of the world? I'm surprised we've found such a fine facility here, even, honestly. Is there still bread at this point? I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to be insulting to Australians, she says, before letting loose a vitriolic diatribe about her. <clears throat> Barely crawled up out of the mud, haven't they? <laughs> the dregs of our society that we threw away. Uh, you may all roll your racism. <laughs> Fortunately, that's not a stat. It's just implied. But um, it is on the bingo sheet. It's all right. Uh, Australians aren't a race. What do we need to roll, Russet? Credit rating. Okay. Also, Russet, I can only see the top of your forehead. Yeah, not me then. Oh yeah, I've I've lent my chair back so it's more comfortable. But All right, I don't to move my camera. <laughs> not me. It's fine. You can only ever see a small percentage of Russet. It's so you 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 can't behold his full majesty in one go. It destroys a normal mind. Okay, hang on. No, let me let everyone turn your 
cameras of me off and I'll let Fox enjoy my full majesty. Oh, God. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Thankfully, thankfully, the uh, you see, you see. Thankfully, Google now actually uh, prevents that from being visible. You can see how <laughs> it's fighting it. It's not perceivable by the uh, technology of today. I'm extremely credit rating. Uh, you have a think about the various Australian cults uh, that you are aware of, Felix. Oh yeah, this uh, is sort of vaguely my job, isn't it? It is your yeah. job. Yeah. I have I haven't done anything directly related to what my job is for so long. I'd sort of forgotten what it was. Well, you don't really need to. You've stolen all of Antoine's notes, so that you don't even have to write your next book. You yeah, I've just I've just got to cross out his name and write mine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dick. No, it's no, it's all right. no, it's all right. I'm just going to have it burned because it's such an inferior work. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know Felix of the cult of the sandbat. Oh, they yeah. worship Nyarlathotep, the cult of the sandbat. Mm. So they probably won't help you stop Nyarlathotep. No. <laughs> there are the lamplighters, the lighters of the hidden lamp of wisdom. They are a cult based in Perth, but have chapters all across Australia. Um, they're mostly amateur scientists who are all like, you know, theosophical, you know, exploring the wonders of new science. Um, but they were founded by a guy who claimed to be in contact with the great race. And according to rumors you've heard from your explorer friends, they supposedly have Yithian artifacts hidden in secret vaults in their... Uh, um, lodges but you don't know whether that's true or whether that's just you know mysticism bullshit to make their cult sound more cool <clears throat> yiffian artifacts you say yes they're from bad dragon <laughs> <laughs> i do apologize um there are the children of the toad who worship sagotha Uh, they are apparently based in North Queensland. You don't know much about them. Oh, they might like me. And then there's a new group called the Dai Auger. You got you got the, the letters for that in the order. D I E. Die. A U G E. Are you sure that's not German? I can't pronounce German words. We have established this. <laughs> anyway, it's a cultist group. Well, it's a um, theosophical group set up by lots of German immigrants to Australia. The Alga, the eyes. Ah. Oh, yeah. Explain what it was down there. Literally, just as Peter said to the eye, I was like, oh, yeah, there's a thing halfway down this paragraph. Why is that at the bloody top? Uh, they are excited. They mostly seem to be focused on digging up ancient Aboriginal sites and exploring the supernatural uh, occult relics and histories of lost forgotten. Ah, sorry. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> he was possessed for a moment, it's fine. And the final cult group we know are the spirit bludgers. 
Bludgers? Uh, bludgers. They, it's set up by a pair of disgraced anthropologists uh, who were chased out of Queen's University Belfast for ethical reasons. <coughs> Uh, but again, they seem to believe that the ancient Aboriginal people were in touch with alien species from beyond time and space. So they also travel around Australia digging up lost archaeological dig sites and looting them. <clears throat> but those are the only cults of any note that you know of here in Australia. Uh, so, Liza. Um, having thought about it, mm-hmm. the only cults I'm aware of wasn't Cat here. So, Cat. Hello. I'm gonna have to gonna have to edit that now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yay! We'll fix that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. It's <laughs> exactly the same thing. <laughs> so, Cat and or Liza, I. Uh, <laughs> The only cults I'm aware of here in Australia are the cult of the Sandbat, who all worship, well, you know, our common enemy. Uh, The Lamplighters, who are scientists who may have something in their vaults related to the Great Race. The Children of the Toad, who worship Sagotha. They're in Queensland. I don't know much about them. The the Auger, a... Theosophical group set up by German immigrants who mostly go around digging up Aboriginal sites and looking at their relics. And the Spirit Bludgers. I think we can dismiss them based upon their name. No, no, we just chose it ironically. (laughs) (laughs) They sound like one of those awful, I don't know, HBO daytime TV shows. (laughs) it sounds like a, a, a Harry Potter fan fiction. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go with that. Worship Sagotha, hmm. then they might actually be willing to help us, considering, A, uh, we've got you, a quite accomplished at this point, I think, dreamer, and me, who's literally been through the fires of Sagotha and survived a rarity. The, the thing is, though, you've got to remember the... Enemy of my enemy is my enemy's enemy and nothing more, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we go to another cult and say, hi, we're fighting, uh, we're fighting off another elder god. Do you want to help us? They'll probably skin us and but eat us. Not, not all cults are actually trying to conquer the world. Mm. <laughs> mm, I think, Liz, I think uh, you've just booked yourself in for a week more of treatment there with that, <laughs> with that sentence. I'm not convinced. Hashtag not all cults. I can just imagine, just imagine each cult saying, "No, no, no, it's not our turn. It's not. No, it's it's not us. You want those guys over there with the flensing knives?" Well, I, I think Kat's got a very good point, personally, in that if we just keep trying to do all of this alone, we're probably going to die. Hmm. We don't want that. It's amazing yeah. how I want that. <laughs> you are you are extremely right. We do need some sort of backup, um, especially because, uh, as good as I'm feeling now, I don't think it's going to take much to make me unhappy again. Yeah, I get the same feeling, Felix. 
reality is thin. Yes, I was thinking uh, as well as that, there's also a matter of, I guess, when we do find some things, how we might uh, produce the eye without some assistance. Yeah, that is a constant concern. Do you think we'll need to cast the eye of light and darkness again? Uh, Don't we basically need to do that at pretty much all of the ritual sites to actually disarm Hmm. them? Yeah, remember you found that map? Last month, Felix, in the Arthur's throne room. After yeah, I remember. I was, I was rather more envisioning that we could just, you know, kill the Touch cultists. Yeah, you, you, you but you're right. The eye, of, the eye of light and darkness is a much more permanent solution. The problem is, yeah, if if they're not doing it till January, and you kill all their cultists in Australia in July, and then Shit. you go somewhere else. They're just going to send some more cultists down to do the well, ritual you, in January. You think they're going to have a recruitment drive? Yeah, they'll just send the cultists to us and get them delivered before bedtime. Have you considered the cult of the Sandbat? <laughs> so we need to sneak in, leave an eye. Ideally, they never know we were here. And then they just try and do their ritual in six months, and it just doesn't work. And Maybe they all explode afterwards, I don't know. But... Yeah, that's the ideal. It's the sort of plan I should be writing on a board in chalk or crayon or something. It's like my plan. Possibly blood. <laughs> um, it's all right. It's all right. It's fine if it's not your blood. Um, um, oh, yes, we need blood as well. Yes, innocent blood. Shit, you are right. We we like. Oh uh, yeah. We are the other people in here, right? There are no psychiatrists sneakily no. <laughs> observing us. Like looking at us in abject horror while <laughs> scribbling on pads. Um, it, it's a play. There's, there's a big mirror on one wall, and um, in the little room behind it, they're like, yeah, I think we need to commit them to the actual asylum now. <laughs> no, it's no, it's fine. We're rich. We can't be committed. Like, whatever we do, we're just eccentric. We're not mad. They can still commit you to an asylum. <laughs> They'd get a judge to do it. He only you buy the asylum. Just takes <laughs> us a little bit longer to pay them to get out. Yeah, it's just anyway, uh, it's just escape, are, but with extra steps. Thankfully, you are having this discussion alone in a tiled steam room. Yeah, you have shiatsu massages in twenty minutes, followed by a light salad <laughs> lunch on the veranda. I love a plate of shiatsu. Um... <laughs> I, God damn it! you are absolutely right. I can't believe that escaped my notice that we're going to need to find a source of innocent blood. Hmm. Are there any orphanages on this maps list? I was going to say, do puppies count? <laughs> you can't buy just a buy a child to sacrifice it. Why? We don't have to kill them. Remember, oh, the amount of blood you need for the ritual is like a drop of blood once an hour for 12 hours. So you just need like a little vial full of innocent blood in a refrigerated canister or something. I thought we established we can't use... Yeah, you can't use um, you can't use stored blood. You have to yeah. Damn it, need Flinty. Stop remembering all of my cunning traps. Must be blood. <laughs> oh, must be fresh. Stop playing the game so well, damn it. <laughs> Alright, uh, Flinty explodes. Oh. Hooray! 
Well, at least he was. At least he was in the office because that you know that's less than time. Got an idea. Got an idea. We hire some camera equipment. Well, no, we purchase some camera equipment, and then we hire child actors because we're we'll stage doing a film of a ritual. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to tick we overthink a solution. <laughs> I, I want to tick I want to tick we we're, we're not e- we're not pragmatic we're evil. <laughs> I mean I mean you might be able to blag something no, no, by killing them remember. The oh. ends do justify the means. I mean they were going to die anyway in like a month and a half. Yeah. No, this way, they're actually going to get to live the rest of their lives just so long as they don't want to learn any wibbly magic, which needs, you know, the, syph- the stuff we're siphoning off of them. I'm, I, uh, we're doing the, them a favour, practice <laughs> by making that not an option for their life goals. I know this we need a- to do something like this to save the entire world, but I feel like... Buying a child and referring to it as the sacrifice. I'm fairly certain that makes us a cult. Could we You're call the it the chosen that. one? I refer to them as child actors. <laughs> See, this isn't even our first uh, stagist sacrifice to make it look like a sacrifice plan that we've had. Um, <laughs> Do you actually just have to make a cult at this point? Although the yeah. other one was in another game. <laughs> we've got we've, the cult of Vanderbilt. <laughs> Um, the Vander cult. What <laughs> do, do, do we worship? Not dying horribly in six months' time. Oh. I can get behind that. All right, it's a good idea, but I don't think we need to enact it now. I, I, also, when I said it's a good idea, I don't mean that. But I, <laughs> I mean, it's an idea, and you don't have a better one yet. I mean, I mean, hiring an actor. It might not necessarily have to be a child. Mm-hmm. Well, true. Instead, desperately, someone that's ignorant of the world out there. I, I, th- I think that's most people. <laughs> it's been downgraded from good plan to something that we could, in theory, do. No, it's just... It's been down- <laughs> it, it, it was a good plan. It, it was a good plan until I thought about it, and then it came down to something we need to do to save the world, but which is going to haunt me for a long time. <laughs> Oh, I'm enjoying this. Meanwhile, killing anyone—it's fine. We didn't burn him. Meanwhile, burning, no killing. It's a drop of blood once an hour for twelve hours or something. It's not a big deal. Just can't have your actor want to stop in the middle of it and go to their trailer. No, no, but we can't. It's got to be a single take movie. <laughs> I like your. Uh, well, I, I'm going to move to Mitch. Um, Mitch, <laughs> you discover Wallace sitting in the lounge. He appears to be having a large cup of tea and listening to the radio. And he's he's got a whole bunch of books and notes on the table and is like reading through them. They seem to be science stuff. Oh, Wallace, what are you up to at the moment? These look interesting. I pick up one idly. Um. It probably relate. It's probably uh, like space related. Um, 
Yes, uh, I've uh, I've taken on a um, well, it's not exactly a, I suppose you could call it a scientific commission. There's a uh, there's a, there's a scientific group here in Australia that would like uh, to make use of the radio equipment on the ship. So I'm going to do a bit of data collection for them on our way between here and um, here and our next destination, which keeps the name of which keeps falling out of my head. Um, Darwin. Uh, so yeah, I'm just doing a bit of preparation work for that. I see. Hmm. Well, it's all well over my head, so good luck with all that. Yes, it's uh, it's it's a it's a nice uh, it makes a nice change after the last few days to be doing something a little bit more. Well, I suppose down to earth is the wrong grounded. phrase, but <laughs> grounded. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. Um, how how was, hmm? oh how how has your um how, how have things with you been? Well, I feel much better. It has to, it has to be said that uh, I have to say I thought I was losing my marbles, but I wasn't. I feel I much in my suitcase. <laughs> in the suitcase all along. Yes, uh, but you know, I, I'm I am very concerned. You know, we, we, apparently there was this like impending doom for all of the planet, and you know, like, well, what are we doing here? We're just still in Perth. Have we got um, to? Well, it, there's no, it's no good us looking into impending doom if um, all of us are just going to fall over the next time we see something scary. <laughs> Talk for yourself. Uh, I was fine. I'm a sturdy sailor boy. <laughs> Man. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I hope sailor. Yes, yes. You are indeed a salty seaman. Um, the, it's... It's more, uh, it's more of a case of um, you know it, when you've been dealing when you've been researching reality uh, your entire life and then suddenly you have something like this come up it's a little bit distracting. What are you wearing? A sailor hat. Of course, you have a sailor hat. Um, <laughs> uh, he only has the sailor hat on. <laughs> that's what he's. That's the normal use of the webcam. Uh, I will. Yes, I um yes, I I sit down and I guess I will I will I will just pass the afternoon with some pleasant conversation, I guess. There's nothing there, I there's nothing, there's no point in me talking about the things I'm working on with with Mitch. I will just kind of uh I will just engage in some in a pleasant afternoon if he's hanging I, around. I thought that you I know. thought that was in character. You were like there's no point in me discussing the things you <laughs> With your childlike <laughs> mind. No, it was in character. I'm just like massively insulted. Oh god. Okay. I, uh, uh, so Mitch, roll your brawling to snap. How dare you? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just. Um, I. I. I'll just. Um, yeah. No. I. I actually. No. Uh, actual topic conversation. Have you ever been to? Uh, have you been to um, Australia? Well, I guess you must. Uh, well, have you, you know, been to Australia we, before that often? Yeah, we've we've sailed into a couple of ports here and there, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> but you, you know, normally, normally when you're crewed, you really have don't have time to get off. Um, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Somebody hose him down. <laughs> He's your wife. You deal with him. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah no, we've been to a few ports. 
but you haven't stayed for long. Uh, um, no. Yes, no, I haven't. Uh, I mean, I can't remember whether or not my original mission was to go to Australia originally or not. Um, you were supposed to be sailing around the Indian Ocean doing science. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't planning to come here, but I guess um, this is where I am now. <laughs> Have you seen the others anyway? Um, not today. They've. I've been keeping my distance somewhat after everything that happened. Um, you see a group I, of burly orderlies carrying three people in straitjackets towards an ambulance, and you hear lots of mutters talking about child sacrifices. <laughs> We're not a cult! We're not! It's just a uniform! Bring me the chosen one! <laughs> it's like their treatment's uh, going well. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds fine to me. Uh, I, uh, yeah, no, uh, I guess we could go and see what they're up to. Well, I haven't seen them. I haven't, I haven't a foggiest where they are. So, you know, I might have one. Yeah, do you both Let's... set off to track down the ladies and Felix? Yes, yes. I think, well, I certainly do. Yeah. Okay. You can join me. I shall rejoin yes. you shortly as we go to Sydney. Ooh, that's, that's us. I need the book with the plot in it. I have many books <laughs> that with things like Perth, Sydney, Australia written on them. So I'm like, nope, that's the wrong book. There are too many books full of Australian facts. Okay. I want to go, go to Goat Island and see all the goats. Uh, you're not allowed to go to Goat Island. Goat Island is a goat nature preserve. No one may step foot on Goat Island. Oh. Unless you are a goat. Or a level six goat wrangler. Um, I'm clicking force transformation. I haven't transformed him, so unclick it, Nina. I'm not actually clicking. <laughs> uh, it's Wednesday the 15th for you and Matteo. Oh, uh, yeah, time travel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is on Friday the 17th. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you have breakfast here in the Wentworth Hotel. It's quite nice. Overlooking the botanical gardens. Mm. What are you doing after breakfast? I suppose we need to make that call to the uh, university, or we could just rock up. Um, yes, I'm sure if we just drop a couple of names, they'll help out. Uh, so are you just going to rock up at the anthropology department, or are you going to call ahead? I think... We'll call ahead so they know to expect us, right? I think that's yeah. probably okay, best. Who is on the telephone, Eduardo or Matteo? Go on, then. Uh, oh, you're going here. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We get through to a uh, secretary in the anthropology department at Sydney University. Uh, he's like, uh, good morning. Uh, how can I help? Hello. I was wondering if it was possible to uh, book an appointment to speak with Professor Cowles. Uh, let me have a look at the diary. I could... I'm sorry, I can't make any appointments with Professor Cowles until he returns from his uh, speaking tour of the United States in October. Oh, he's not in the university? No, he's currently touring the United States on a speaking tour. Um, I could put you through to David Dodge. Uh, he's handling Professor Cowles' uh, appointments and classwork whilst he's out of town. Um, that might be useful. Uh, is he um, familiar 
is he quite well versed in the professor's work? Uh, yes, they both work. They both work here in the anthropology department. Uh, sure. Uh, well, uh, well, yeah. Let, let's let's book an appointment with him. What was his name again? Sorry, David Dodge, Doctor Dodge. Okay, let me see. I can get you an appointment with. Roll me your credit rating, Father Eduardo. Mm. Oh, that counts as a strange flinty noise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't have good credit rating. I'm not in the Vanderbilt super party. He, he can get you an appointment with Dr. Dodge tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Okay, uh, Dr. Dodge is busy with classes until then. Fair enough. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, all yeah, right. Dr. Dodge is handling all of Professor Cowles' uh, work whilst the professor is touring the United States with his daughter doing, you know, speech tours. Mm-hmm. Okay, th- uh, thank you very much for your help. He rings off. Ashley, did you let us go to the wrong continent? No. <laughs> Just uh, Professor Cowles is still touring America. Wow. I swear to God. (laughs) Because I've got, we end up in entirely the wrong place. (laughs) Yes, so near. (laughs) Probably can tick that one. (laughs) There's someone you can talk to who knows all the stuff. Uh, Yeah, I I recount that to uh, Matteo. We can't speak to the professor. He's not in the continent, but his assistant or co-colleague uh, Dr. Dodge is available tomorrow morning. Yeah, this seems like it's becoming a bit of a goose chase, but um, well, let's it's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, but that's he tomorrow, will... so I'm not sure what we can do in the meantime. I mean, there's no other leads here in Sydney, is there? You could check out the Australia Museum. You could go to the State Library, the National Art Gallery. Actually, I, I might check out the library because, um, you know, I've got my book, which does mention the sand bat, uh, the cult of the sand bat. So I might read that. But also if there's you know something in the library that might just give me a top up on the knowledge before okay. we speak with them, that'll help. You're going to the, li- the State Library. Where is that? Is that on the map? Uh, there's the Fisher Library. That's the mu- University Museum, number four. Um, uh, it's number five, the Mitchell Library, the State oh, Library. Just next door, that's handy. No, it's not. We're at D, you said. Oh, right, yeah, I was looking at the university, you were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally just on the edge of the Botanical Gardens is the Mitchell Library, the State Library of New South Wales. Are you right. going to the library, Matteo, or are you going to go and enjoy a day of wandering around art galleries? Um, no, I'll go along to the library. I think we should, be, we should stick together. Um, well, how am I supposed to have one of you be kidnapped? And there'll be an exciting <laughs> party to stick together. Well, that's a good point. I do have a kidnapping on my bingo, so... <laughs> um, uh, but then again, know. I also have someone reads a book, Bad Things Happen, so... Yeah, Okay, you if you play your cards right, you can get both. Yeah, they're <laughs> on the same line as well. So, um. <laughs> you head uh, across uh, the street to the botanical gardens and the state library. Uh, it's a tall, imposing, colonial-looking building. 
And as you head up to the desk, the young woman asks if you're members. Uh, unfortunately not. Is that a problem? You do need a letter of recommendation to access the state library or be able to provide us with your credentials. Uh, not sure I carry my, uh, you know, membership of God card on me. Um, well, your credit rating. <laughs> do you just tap your dog collar? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is, love? Come on. Is this recommendation enough, love? Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Was that both of us with the credit yeah, rating? Did you say? Right? Okay. Uh, let me let me find that. It's pretty good, as I recall. Oh, very good. Wow. Uh, How Mateo, is that much better than mine? <laughs> Matteo looted a temple full of gold. In uh, yes. <laughs> I'm far more humble. <laughs> I'm rich on treasure. He has a vault full of gold somewhere, earning yeah. him interest. <laughs> cursed gold. It is cursed gold, but, you know, as long as he's not hugging it, it's probably fine. The, the interest isn't cursed. Yeah. <laughs> We think. Um. (laughs) Uh, Between the pair of you, Matteo is uh, able to produce various documents proving that he is a researcher because he's done this shit plenty of times before. And Eduardo is also able to help. And you don't even have to drop anyone's names. Uh, um, Yeah, 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 actually. uh, What what do I drop then? Because I imagine that that's the way that I would manage to actually convince anyone because I'm I'm not really a researcher, am I? I'm... Yeah, but you know the things to say. You've done this a couple of times. Uh-huh. I'm Felix Walker's researcher. <laughs> right, right, right. You drop the name Felix Walker. Without actually saying where he is or anything like that. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, right fine. Yep. There's a couple of forms to fill in. There's a like five dollar fee you have to pay to get the paperwork signed off, but you're allowed into the library. Excellent. All right. So I was going to look up. Um, essentially, there's two things to look at. The first is um, you know, anything on the occult of the sand bat, uh, so local occults, and also just like these dig sites and these monoliths. Hmm. So I'm happy well, to handle um, the sand bat, um, unless that's what you'd prefer to do. Uh, be my guest. <laughs> Hands all over the sand Because yeah. I've got my own book with me as well. Okay, uh, I'll look up to see if I can find anything about these uh, monoliths then. Okay, uh, both of you roll me a library use as you start to browse through the books of the library. Ah, uh, my dump skill. For God's sake. I don't have good library use. <laughs> <laughs> we are not the right people for this. About an hour. You've got 65, Lindy. That's- 65 is fine. <sighs> every every skill I've done today, I've failed. <laughs> you start hunting through various official histories and such, and after like a couple of hours, you both come to the conclusion that none of this shit is going to be mentioned in any of these history books because, um, you know, people don't record weird and wibbly stuff in their official histories. You probably want to try and start looking through the actual handwritten diaries 
of mm. like early explorers or um, early settlers. So you shift to another section of the library after having a nice lunch. I mean, I also want to kind of look through sections that deal with mythology and like local mythology and that sort of thing. Makes sense. You both have a lovely lunch and can roll library use again. Oh, now that I've eaten, my looking at book skills are excellent. All right. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe you just needed a snack and to be looking at the right books. You start pouring through the mythology and you find an old diary. Mm -hmm. Um, You call Eduardo over, who's having no luck at all. Um, I found an old diary. It looks like it's been filed under mythology because um, there is a note saying that, you know, it's quite clear that the explorer who wrote this had gone completely off his rocker and was insane when Mm. he wrote the second half of this diary. You know, probably from dehydration from being stuck in the desert for years. Uh, They are called, let me just get you their name. I need the other book. Not GM goes for another book. I think I think we need to start doing a thing where when we're researching things, we immediately go look up the diaries of whoever it is that went the most insane because they'll be the most truthful account. Okay, this is the diary of Ludwig Leichhardt. Ludwig. L-E-I-C-H. L, sorry, say again. L-E-I-C-H. Yep. H-A-R-D-T. Ludwig Leichhardt, okay. He was a Prussian naturalist who disappeared in 1848. His journal was found in an abandoned camp by some cattle drovers in uh, 1912. Right. And then it was stored here in the library because, you know, it's a historical document, but quite clearly they'd gone completely balmy uh, from, you know, running out of food or water or whatever. Um, It describes a legend and songs uh, that this uh, Leichhardt had discovered off the Aborigines about a city beneath the great sandy desert of Western Australia. He talks wow. about how it is a city of great crystals and that the cavern is majestic and magnificent and that he only saw the highest level. For there were indications that there were lower levels he could not access. It is a city built by gods, but they were vanquished by the winds in the distant past. And it ends with him saying, I had to leave. The wind was still there. The wind came for me. I had to leave. I left everything and had to leave. Well, yeah, we've all been there. Um, Especially if it was the chocolate wind. Yeah. Chocolate wind. Um, I think Michelle might be upset with us if we set her theme tune to the theme for Rescue Rangers. Sometimes <laughs> bum crimes <laughs> go slipping through the cracks. Yes, <laughs> it writes itself. Uh, <laughs> can 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 we stop before Disney like take action against us? Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> 
There's a part of me that wants to get that recorded and then let Michelle hear it and we can all watch her face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want it, it's 53 minutes and 54 seconds into this session of the recording. (laughs) No, no, Peter has to sing the whole whole theme tune with the new words. Uh, Sorry, where were we? Oh, yeah. Well, this sounds pretty promising, I say. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if, like, the dig sites are maybe looking for this crystal city. Hmm. But in Western Australia, so probably back near Perth again. And if it's in a sandy place, maybe it's got to do with this other cult. Here's Mm. a map of Australia. Would you like to know where the great sandy desert of Australia is? Uh, Is it it just Australia? It's uh... (laughs) most of that. Well, we know it's only the left-hand side. Ah, left Australia. Yep. <laughs> it's only it's only a small area to hunt through. I'm sure you'll find it in no time. Yeah, we'll find it before January. You, I mean, we could search the fleet of drones. <laughs> yeah, you, you search the top bit. I'll search the bottom bit. Uh, we'll <laughs> yeah. meet in the middle. <laughs> Just, so, no, no. What will happen though, knowing Flinty's luck, is we'll ask a ship captain to take him to Derby, and he'll um, be like, "Why am? Why are we still not there?" And he'll be like, "We're heading for Derby, sir. You know, Derby, England." Yeah. <laughs> well, it's quite a wide area, I say. Mm. Hopefully, this Doctor Dodge. Might be able to narrow it down for us. Uh, that would be the hope. Um, yeah, I don't think we're going to find any... I don't know if there are any records here of dig sites. Is there a section in the library that could help us with that, Ash? Um, roll me your library use. No. Yes. Actually, roll me your library use. Yes. Hurrah! Do do I need to roll that as well? Uh, no, this is only needed one of you. Uh, for dig sites and things, you're going to want the Australia Museum because um, you know people mm. who dig stuff up tend to then sell their finds to the museum <laughs> along with their journals, which tend to be kept like in the museum library rather than the yeah library. Mm. Okay. Well, we've still got time for the day. We could try our luck over there. Um, yeah, why not? Okay, yeah, we'll we'll go to the museum library. We go to the museum library. So, so far you've done this, and now yep. you're going to travel across the city to the university library. Oh, the museum, uh, sorry. Yeah. The Fisher Library University Museum. At least we know how to get to the university now. Yeah, you take a, you take a, um, you take the trams. It's quite exciting. Hmm. Sydney has a fully integrated tram network. How delightfully modern! It is electric trams. <laughs> Reminds you of London's electric trams. 
I, I've not been to London. <laughs> oh yeah, you're Italian. Yeah. Um, reminds you of Mussolini's new tram project. <laughs> 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 if you're Italian, shouldn't you be putting on an Italian accent? I can't be bothered with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you rescue Antoine, he's got to go back to being a French man. So yeah, um, we're not rescuing. I'm, I'm going to say here, we're not we're rescuing not. Antoine. <laughs> well, yeah. Father Eduardo wants to go break Yahweh out of unknowable Gaddafi. You can pick Antoine up, and yeah, for that far. And we we will wave to him from the distance while he does that. Uh, look, sooner or later, one of you is going to open a portal to unknowable Kadath again. I've already done it in the past, so I'm not planning to do it again. Okay, uh, you two arrive at the Australia Museum. Uh, it is a huge museum. Uh, there's a huge section on um, the Aboriginals. There's a section on Polynesian culture. There's a section on Australian colonialism. Which wing do you want to wander around? You've only got really enough time to go around one wing at this time of the day. So we had Aboriginal, Polynesia, and colonization. Colonialization. So probably not the colonialization. Um, um, they mentioned Aboriginals, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's try that section. You wander around the Aboriginal holdings. There are various petroglyphs depicting, um, you know, village life. There are stone carvings that have been literally wholesale chiseled out of caves and brought here to put on display. Uh, one thing that you do see is uh, petroglyphs depicting a great entity with bat-like wings and a three-lobed red eye. Mm. Mm. Um, oddly, according to the little plaque, they are all... This is quite a common theme, a great enemy of the uh, great bat. There's the great bat who created the world out of their guano. And then there is this creature. You can, uh, this is called the fly the light. Roll your Cthulhu mythos. Fly the light. Can I ask a question? You just Mm. did. Another question. No. <laughs> Fine, I won't then. <laughs> yes, how can I help, Greg? I was going to ask, did that basically just intimate the whole world is just made of Nyalfatep shit? No, there's two bats, apparently. I think. There's, there's the good bat who made the world, right. and then there's the bad bat. This is the bad mm. bat they're looking at. Okay, okay. Sorry, Sorry, the light. There are two bats. I, I missed that point. Uh, are we, are we for bat. the good bat or the bad bat? We're just not batty, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Uh, there are various interesting-looking other mythologies about various other Aboriginal deities. Uh, there's the thunder one, there's a storm one, there's a drought one. There's the one who makes the crops grow. There's the great spirits of the uh, creatures of the world. But none of them really leap out at you as uh, a cult-like or matching up with anything you saw in the day. It's possible mm. you don't have the knowledge base to pick this apart. Since, you know, it's all a- abstract pictographs. You ah. probably want, like, the world's foremost expert on pictographs who is currently... In an asylum in Perth. Well, we can uh, we could transcribe some of this stuff, right, and uh, bring it back 
and get some assistance from the experts, right? Roll your intelligence, Matteo. Uh, I roll my intelligence. Uh, you think that's a great idea, then you stop. You mm-hmm. wander into the gift shop and just buy the book with the full-color photographic pages of all the yeah. uh, uh, exhibitions on display, rather than laboriously copying them. Fair. You can then just show Liza the picture. Because they've got pictures of the things in the museum on display, you know, like a little gift book. You just mm-hmm. buy that. All right. It's, it's much less work than sitting there with a pencil sketching them out yourself. Marvellous. I will do that. Gift job. Buy things. Uh, I had Mm -hmm. a French fry and then stuck a gummy sweet in my mouth at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Because I was not paying attention. Oh, yeah. Gummy. Um, And by that time, the museum is closing. You emerge onto the chilly streets of Sydney. Um, it's getting quite cold and you go out for a nice dinner and then head back right. to the hotel. Yep. Well, if they want to go out for a mediocre dinner, you didn't give them the option. Matteo's rich. He's not going to go out for a mediocre Australian dinner. I'm rich, but not posh. Yeah. yeah. You still want nice food in this foreign country. <clears throat> I get a moderate but non-extravagant meal. And Father Edwarder has, like, water and bread, like, all good cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't be tries to order more, but I won't let him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, meanwhile, back in the asylum, are we missing someone? He, the, someone disappeared, but I'm not sure who it was. Yeah, Foxby appeared and then, yeah, he's now down oh, the bottom. Oh, he's now the bottom, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I, thought, I was just looking at the, 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 the cameras and I was like, it all looks different. And because was, Noel, Noel was in the middle yeah. at the top. So Foxby's just moved around by one. Yeah. So hang on, we're all going to have to leave and join in order so that he shuffles back <laughs> up to the top. <laughs> but no, it's to me, it's Craig, Noel, Peter, Media PC. Purple, blue, red, Foxby. That's not what I see. That's um that's that also sounds like your online banking password. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, unfortunately that one. Google Hangouts just stopped working, so I had to reconnect. Mm. Meanwhile, at the asylum, you uh Mitch and Wallace, you find Liza, Felix and Kat just coming out of the spa. They're all like they're all dressed, they're all heading out for lunch. They're all in like, you know, their clothing that they got damp hair. Damn it. So, I was, I was we're, hoping for a bit of naked flesh. Yeah, we're um we're we're hoping for a bit of your naked flesh. Mm. <laughs> this is to be a very good opportunity actually. <laughs> oh, they they you guys um ladies are uh, how have how have you enjoyed your spa treatments? Oh, we're feeling a lot better now. A lot better. Yeah. Disgusting child sacrifice. You you seemed a little bit on edge and a little bit out of yourselves. Yeah, a lot's been happening. It has been a trip. 
It's been a little bit of a weight on our shoulders, but it's lifted slightly now. We know what we have to do. So why are we talking about this? Um, no, it's um, it's fine. We, like, yeah, it's it's been a tough while, but I think we're all right now. So what's the plan then? Uh, like, like the others are off in Sydney. We're here. Like, haven't we got to like? I didn't think I'd be saying it. Save the world or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, we uh, we we're going to save the world. We've sent them to. The problem is that we were going to go mad, so we had to fix that because otherwise. Bear in mind, OC point. It's the seventeenth at a moment. We're here till the twenty fourth. I'm assuming the roles we did at the beginning were meant for that whole time period. So we're not technically or magically already at our maximum amount that we got back from that at this point. We're this still part of the healing late. process. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yes, yeah, we're not anywhere just yet, Mitch. We've got a few more days of treatment yet. <laughs> um, I say we call the child a sacrifice. <laughs> um I know, child actor. <laughs> I don't I don't say that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so uh... Well, I thought I'd come and see what you guys are up to. You off you off out anyway? You look like you've had off to go to a meal or something. Yes. We need to eat food. Food. Many people eat food. <laughs> Why are we acting so weirdly? This is ridiculous. Why can't we have to talk like normal people? Ow, we're in an ow. asylum. It's expected. <laughs> yes, we're going out for a meal. Would you like to join us? Um, yes, I've never been to Australia before. Let's sample some of the local cuisine. Have you ever been to a harvester before? <laughs> As you were discussing this, Walter walks over. Um, Dr. Vanderbilt? Oh, yes, Walter. <laughs> Mr. Laurent de Marigny is at reception. He says, do you have a moment to see him? Do I recognise the name? Of course yes. you recognise the name. La- Laurent de Larigny. Mr. Laurent de Marigny. Etienne. Oh, oh, God. I just know him as Etienne. Oh, he's got, uh, he's yes. got quite a big clock. <laughs> or at least that's what I think he said. <laughs> yes, I, I I wish to see Etienne. Yeah, Liza's going to go and meet her boyfriend. Does anyone else tag along to reception? I do. Um, fine. I guess we all go. I mean, like we weren't invited, but let's all move as a platoon. Well, you were going to go out for lunch. Yeah. We we okay. all follow because we're we're desperate to eavesdrop. <laughs> uh, yeah, Etienne is standing at reception holding a gigantic bouquet of fresh roses. Oh, Etienne, it's, it's so nice to see you. Hello, Liza. I thought now would be the perfect time for our fourth date. That does seem like a perfect time at the moment. I'm I'm in quite quite good condition compared to the last few weeks. Did you have a first date yet? Yes, I believe we have, or at least are going to definitely at this point already have a first date. We've had three dates, I think. Yes. 
We had Paris and we had two dates in Switzerland. Yes. Are we quite done dissecting our... our... Anything else you'd like to know about my relationship with Pfizer, Mr. Walker? (laughs) (laughs) I put up my hands. (laughs) He's just concerned. I was very concerned, but I thought now would be a nice time for us to go out and enjoy maybe somewhere in Perth. Yes, somewhere local could be good. I've not been to Perth before, so... I think somewhere in Perth would be a very good idea rather than jaunting back and forth like we usually do. Well, I guess. I, I, I come up behind uh, behind you and just go, well, we're actually going for lunch as well. Do you mind if we all join? <laughs> He's always like this. He offers lies to his heart. And besides, there's only room for two in my car. Oh. Sorry. Back in a bit. Have fun. Stay safe. Bye. I guess... I guess the rest of us are eating elsewhere. Well, that was a bit rude, wasn't it? Well, um, what do Australian people eat? I I go to the receptionist and I say, what do Australian people eat? Barbecue. (laughs) Kangaroo? Yes, where do we eat kangaroo around here? Um, There's a place on Newcastle Street that does Aboriginal delicacies. Excellent. We'll all go and eat a kangaroo. One each. Uh, I've I've never seen a kangaroo. <laughs> uh, a delicacy. You don't well know what that means. <laughs> I haven't been to Australia before. Well, I have to say, as a cook, I'm quite excited to try something from Australia. <laughs> you know, back in Europe, we pretty much only have the traditional beef, chicken, pork, lamb. Yes, one wombat each. <laughs> um, the receptionist uh, summons one of your doctors who <laughs> makes arrangements for cars to take you to a restaurant, but he is coming along with to just just join you for lunch. To observe the process, okay. With these two orderlies to carry your <laughs> luggage. Do they think we're still crazy? They. It's only the end of the first week, so... Uh. So yeah, they, we are still a little bit crazy at this point. <sighs> Mate, even at Max San, I'm a bit crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm relatively Mate. normal. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch is pretty normal, as is Wallace. It, it says something that I you are the not. sanest person in the group right now. The problem is, the numbers do sometimes lie. <laughs> you go out to a very nice local restaurant. Uh, you get to try... Uh, kangaroo steaks, uh, koala balls. <laughs> please, please tell me those are balls made from koala and not the balls of a koala. You know what? I was gonna unmute myself about thirty seconds ago and joke that the koala balls are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, that's true. Koala balls are a national Australian delicacy. Don't come at me, Australia. Don't at me. I politely decided not to interrupt proceedings, and then it was true anyway. (laughs) Well, you don't know. They might be shit. The problem is the Australians would be going, yeah, mate, these these are a fucking delicacy. You've got to try them. They'll all be fucking laughing at you. (laughs) Does does that say bingo? Does that count as unnecessarily racist accent? Racist accent. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, you're not entirely sure whether the koala is koala meat shaped into a ball or actual deep fried koala balls. Well, it's delicious either way. Very delicious. I'll Uh, gobble them up anyway. Doesn't matter. Everyone can have eight sanity points. I can't. I can't. I'm at max san. Then that's your problem, not mine. I'll tell you what, I'll put my max up. No, that's not how this works. Oh, sorry, I pressed the wrong button. Liza, you are taken out for a romantic evening with Etienne. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't whisk you off through time. He has an inkling feeling that taking you on a magical time-jaunting adventure that might stress your delicate mind is not a good idea right now. I, I take a mild umbrage at the term delicate mind. I she think I say this out loud. All this. <laughs> at your fragile, fragile mind. He doesn't actually say this out loud. He just yes, takes yes, you to I a know, really I nice know. upmarket restaurant at the Zoological Gardens. Ah, the Zoological Gardens. You're thin, psyche. <laughs> you have a romantic evening out with your boyfriend. Yes. You get helps request the right for sanity. Okay, well, it's only one off max now, so... What's your max, Liza? 55. What's your max, uh, cat? 55. How did Felix get below 55? Uh, I kept kept reading books. (laughs) Fulu Mythos will have passed his sanity at a higher point, or a lower point than ours, basically. Yeah. And he did read the Necronomicon in Switzerland. I know that before he passed the threshold as well. Yeah, he passed the threshold when he finished the Necronomicon. Because up to that point, Felix hadn't been reading as many books as you two. Yeah. Okay, uh, you all have a nice day having lovely lunches and experiencing... Traditional Australian cuisine. Nom, nom, nom. And having Australians take the piss out of you by feeding you things they only feed to tourists. Have you eaten koala? Uh, not koala, the other one, uh, kangaroo. No, I haven't eaten I kangaroo. Have, I think. It's a, it's a little bit gamey, but it's quite nice. Yeah, I seem to remember enjoying it. I've eaten one of each of God's creatures. I'm working on it still. <laughs> what about the other ones that went on the ark? It's both going on two by two. If you eat one of them, then you've got to eat the other as well. Yes, yes, I, I am. I am literally the cause of the paleogene extinction event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that means he's also eaten a human. I was hoping someone wouldn't notice that. <laughs> I was waiting for someone else to say it. Ah, <laughs> uh, long pork. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, in Sydney. I'll be right back. Delicious. Next morning, you arrive at Dr. Dodge's office at the University of Sydney. All right, now we've got to actually do plot things. Let me write that down. Where is he? Professor David Dodge. He is the university's professor of archaeology uh, to Professor Cowes's uh, professor of anthropology. He is uh, got dark hair, uh, quite pale skin with freckles. Looks to be in his early forties, 
but he greets you both. Uh, welcome. Uh, it's Mr. M- Romero and Father Eduardo, isn't it? That's right. Thank you for seeing us, Dr. Dodge. Yes, no, the um, second you said you wanted to talk to Cowles, but he's still on his tour of the United States. So um, I should be able to help. I've got access to all of his notes and such. Uh, what in particular did you want to discuss? Well, some of our uh, colleagues and companions have... Um, I, th- I think they attended a talk or that, that they wanted to attend, but missed a talk. Um, let me pull up that leaflet. Remind myself what it was called. Uh, the Cult of Darkness in Polynesia and the Southwest Pacific. Oh, yes, that's Cowles' big uh, area of expertise, investigating the ancient cults and traditional ways of the Aboriginal people of both the Great Australian Continent and Polynesia. Um... One of his more intrinsic theories is that some of the ancient death cults might still be active today. Um, it's an interesting conceit, but what I most imagine is people, disturbed people, have uh, taken the histories and legends of the ancient cults and restarted them, if any of them are still extant. Okay. That's interesting. I, I mean, I've done a little bit. I've, I've got some small amount of knowledge in some of these cults and I believe is there one called is there one in his talk called the sand bat or something like that wait my three o'clock alarm is going off I need to take my pills <laughs> I thought you were in character I thought, <laughs> what did, I, did I drop something I shouldn't have wait you've said the secret phrase now you must die yeah. Okay. Doctor Dodge pulls out his machete and uh, oh god, he's one of them. <laughs> takes out Father Eduardo. Well, to be fair, actually, oh. Flinty dying is very positive for us. Do you get a bingo? No. Well, I mean, yes. Also, that actually, yeah, you get two. Yeah, we get rid of your luck, and I get a bingo. So, <laughs> if you could, you know, shuffle off this mortal coil. <laughs> Do you mean Flinty or Father Eduardo? Well, you know, first one, then the other. In which order? Mm. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, sorry about that. Well, I had well, to... well, I, well I'm going to tick, can someone please die so I can get a bingo? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a thing now? Yeah. Oh, I have that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit meta. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what else did you want to know about Cows' work? I mean, the Anthropological significance of uh, ancient death cults being reborn is just a sad reality that there are always people out there who do these sort of things. Mr. Romero? Father Eduardo? Um, sorry, could you repeat the thing? You know, what, else, what else can he help you with? What else can he help? Do we have any other clues that I can't remember what the other clues we were loaded up with were yeah we, we were particularly interested in this cult of the sand bat mm. um, and you know it's just we we were hoping we could talk to yourself or Dr. Uh, professor cows more on that because we unfortunately couldn't attend his talk in 
the United States. So just wondering if you could, you know, give us more information about w- what they supposedly were, or as you say, there's these, these theories they might still be alive even today. Mm. Doctor? Yes, he <laughs> is looking through his notes. Okay. <laughs> Where's the cult of the sandbat? I've lost the page. The cult of the sandbat is on. Need to put on the bingo. Uh, GM loses his page. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not allowed to put things on the uh, on, on the bingo that, that are uh, detrimental to the GM, or he. <laughs> yes, or, we are. Or, Awkward pause while the GM loads next cut loads the next piece of content. <laughs> it insert. loads the next cutscene. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought you were going to say. Please insert disc two. Well, you see, originally the cult of the Sandbat was a Aboriginal cult that uh, followed the worship of the father of all bats, or the Sandbat, the haunter in the dark, the the fly, the light. Uh, it has a variety of names. Uh, the cult itself was um, quite powerful in northwest uh, Australia, back when the Aboriginal races were still primary on the continent. But it mostly managed this by, you know, anyone smaller than them would be captured, sacrificed to their great bat. Cannibalism, it's a pretty gruesome cult, really. But uh, during the great um, pandemics that uh, decimated the main population of the Aboriginal people during the early colonialism times, um, uh, the cult died out. The last known mention of the cult of the Sandbat, according to my notes, are 1747. Oh, goodness, that's a very long time. So they probably are dead. Well, hopefully. Um, well, see, that's the thing. There have been reports in recent years that uh, a reimagined cult of the Sandbat has seen a resurgence in some of the more out-of-the-way towns, the less developed areas of the nation, um, places on the edge of the desert. Um, it all started around about 1921, Huh. Oh, so very recent then. That's hmm. um, well, he he flicks through some notes. The first earliest mentions of peculiar religious practices were in 1892 in the Kimberley region, which is northwest Australia. Um, but most of those, you know, we didn't really take much note of them. Uh, a mission was set up in 1888 by Irish Catholic missionaries to um, civilize the local Aborigines and convert them to Christianity. Uh, But there was this noted arrival of Portuguese men, a specific Father Solero, who apparently abandoned most known forms of Christianity and started teaching new and different uh, rituals. And apparently this Father Solero's central figure was the father of all bats. So essentially this um, crazed uh, man of the cloth 
was setting up his own cult to venerate his uh well essentially he was venerating himself and setting himself up as the, the big local leader over the aboriginal peoples and resurrected some of their old and ancient uh religious practices hmm that's a bit disturbing that's a uh you know, a trusted man of the church would, uh, you know, take advantage of the poor indigenous people like that. Now, this persisted out on the Argyle Flats until about 1904, but when Father Solero disappeared, it mostly faded away. You know, more traditional religious uh, activities took its place. But around about 1921, a resurgence was reported. Some people mentioning the sandbat, the cult of the sandbat. Um, uh, he flicks through Cal's notes. There's a specific person, um, a name. I think it's their leader. Um, let me see if I can work out what they're called. Uh, sorry, he, he starts flicking through the notes in front of him. There's a specific name. They use Houston. H O W S T O N seems to be the leader. He's taken up where Father Solero left off and has been, you know, converting people. Let's see. That's pretty much all I can tell you, really, from Cowles' own notes. Uh, Cowles hasn't done much research into the cult of the Samba in a few years. He's been mostly interested in raising funds for a new expedition out into the desert. Uh, that's partly why he's on this American tour, really. Uh, he jumped at the chance when the dean suggested it. Fully funded trip to America where he can talk to some rich backers to back an expedition out into the desert. Hmm. That's mostly why he's going to hair off on his own without proper funding. <laughs> Where exactly does he want to hair off to? Well, there's a set of coordinates. An old friend of his, Arthur McWeir, and um, a friend of his, Robert McKenzie. Uh, McWeir died a few years ago, but um, in 1921, he was on an expedition with uh, in the Outback, and he discovered these weird man-made monoliths or he called them monolith but the description sounds more like rock stands that have been chiseled out of natural for, natural rock formations and he wanted to mount an expedition back there to explore it um sadly mcweir died and professor cows has been trying to like resurrect the uh enthusiasm to go out there i've got mcweir's diary if you'd like to have a look at it Oh, that'd be very kind of you. Yes, please. He stands <laughs> up. Um, he goes to a cabinet, unlocks it. See, um, this isn't Professor Cowell's, uh, uh, Matteo. Mm hmm. Eduardo. Sorry, I'm just adding you to the handout. Oh. There are four handouts I'm adding you, which are the four pertinent pages of the diary. They're labelled Australia 1A to Australia 1D. Australia 1A to Australia 1D. They're in the Australia handouts folder. Yep. Australia. 
hand out folder. Yeah, I don't see one D. Just doing it. It should be oh. there now. Okay, I'll leave you there to read that as he hands you the diary to look over whilst I get back to the others. Alright. I need to get that all written up. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, back at the asylum. I must Ooh. say, these kangaroo balls are seri- very Moorish. <laughs> I just can't stop eating them. Another pair, please. Uh, well, <laughs> sir, may I suggest we try it? You try the deep fried joeys. He hands oh a bowl. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. Uh, he hands it lamb. Now it's, it's getting dark. It's a bowl full of small deep fried crispy spheres. That's this is not a thing. <laughs> Probably is. It's 1925. They'll eat anything. As I've said, my life's quest is to eat one of each of God's creatures. What, in each stage of its life as well? (laughs) Oh, come now. Let's not be unrealistic. I mean, he's he's already done frog spawn tadpoles frogs, so you know. Anyway, it is a couple of days later. You've all been having various treatments, enjoying the spa. Um, you haven't really heard anything back from Eduardo and um, Mateo. You've had a couple of messages. You know, we're safe. We're in Sydney. We're doing research. You know, they haven't come back to you with any big details yet. Um, your doctors seem quite happy with your progress. You're spending a lot of time talking and chatting with various psychologists and psychiatrists. I'm enjoying just floating in tanks of various liquids. There are various tanks of liquids. Your favourite is the salt pool. Mmm, salty. Um, they've uh, taken the old phonology hammer to your head a few times. That's not, that's not how phrenology works. <laughs> it's not giving you lumps in order to change your personality. <laughs> No, no, they've been smoothing out the lumps that gave you that complex. How many times <laughs> <laughs> do we have to have this conversation? At least once a month. <laughs> it's just applied phrenology. Um, <laughs> you apply it with a hammer. Yeah. Can I go and talk to everybody? Should we have a... You can get everyone together in the... I know you're all in the pool. You're all lying in the pool or on the edge of the pool on deck chairs. Ah, this is the ideal time. It is. Well, you know. Everyone's in their swimming costumes. Yeah. I'm naked. Oh, God. That's, that's how we want you, yes? <laughs> <laughs> Nick has a spiraling tattoo of the God of the Bloody Tongue. Of his course he does. His whole body. Uh. Oh, dear. That's okay, the rest of us do too at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a coincidence. Actually, um, how funny would it be if we all became avatars of the AlphaTip but didn't know that everyone else was? Now, now, everyone except Verona would be an avatar of the AlphaTip. It's like the strangest possible among us. Everyone's the imposter except you. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Avona really wants to be an avatar, but I keep not letting him be one. I don't want to be an avatar. I just know it's inevitable. So, everybody, we've been we've been 
doodling around this 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 mental asylum or spa for 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 what feels like weeks. Mm-hmm. It's not Very even. It's only been one week, Mitch. You need I to don't like to think of reality if you're that loose on time. I just don't like sitting still. Well, move around then. Run. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where if we uh, we have to take care of ourselves first before we can take care of the world. Well, that may be, but. What is it not something we can be doing whilst we're just stand sitting around, sitting by a pool, looking at the old, good old Totty walking past? Sorry, mm-hmm. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> if you try and do anything while trying to get back in touch with reality, you tend to fail to get back in touch with reality. <laughs> I am perfectly sane. Well, do something then, Mitch. Sitting around doing nothing. Um, okay, hang on. Out of character, the the two things that we have here are um, Professor Cowles and uh, Wingus and Dingus have gone to investigate him. Um, and um, Randolph Shipping in Darwin, right? So we yeah. send Mitch off by himself to Randolph Shipping in Darwin then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We can Do get we a have body any... bag as well to send with him, so they can post him back to us. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, we could send him and maybe one other person ahead, but I think Randolph shipping is extremely dangerous. That's why I suggested the body bag. Look, look, Christmas, Christmas! I've got a candy cane shaped um, jelly sweet. Well, oh, okay, I thought it was a cock and balls. Ladies, look, look, ladies, gentlemen, all I'm proposing is that maybe we go and. You know, we, we can nip out for like an hour or two, get some train times, think about what we're going to be doing in, in, in a very short time when we're going out of here. Mm. They'll never notice. I'm just going to make a like a snack. You've <laughs> happily wandered off with your lady friend, which we weren't invited to. I don't know why. Mitch, what the purpose is this? Huh? Walter? Walter? <laughs> He's not here. I shout louder. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the hotel staff. Okay, Dr. Mandeville. Could you get Walter to look up some train times for me? I'm afraid Mr. Partridge is currently with the doctor. He Could also checked himself in, remember? Times for me. Where would you like to go, miss? I don't know. Mitch just wants some train times. I'm just trying to make him happy. Well, I'm your friend. The main train service out of Perth travels across the south of Australia to, um, where does it go? <laughs> uh, it goes to Port Augustus. Well, it goes down to Albany and then it goes along the coast to Port Augustus, then Adelaide, Melbourne, around the Canberra, up to Sydney, up to Brisbane. That sounds like a delightful journey. It takes about two months. That is a long but delightful journey, I imagine. When do they leave? I couldn't tell you. Like, once a day? There we go, bitch. About once a day. We can go. I'm just saying that, you know, we need to be thinking, don't we? I mean, you've got me all excited. Yes, we can tell. Um... (laughs) Sorry, the towel... (laughs) Um, oh. uh, out of character, this is annoying because 
is there something we can have him doing while we're regaining our sanity? Reading books. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Um, do we have you any have a walking library of Mikos knowledge? So, Mitch, what sort of languages can you speak? Or read? English, Australian, American. Wait a second. Mm. <laughs> Mitch. Huh? I'm seeing a theme. So, have we got any English books or notes from books that are in English that Mitch could read? I can also with... read musical sheets. Start with my book. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God, yeah, you've got your book. So, how, <laughs> how vain does that look? Well, here you go. You could read this book that I wrote. If you like, I'll sign you a copy. <laughs> hear that one. Liza, well, you also have a copy of Sheet Music for the Ocarina. I know, that's literally what I'm opening up right now. Um, so, I have got a book you might be interested in, Mitch. I know at least one of the things in it does something fun. <laughs> I like fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm immediately on alert. <laughs> um, I would like this back once you're done with it, but if you want to have a look at this while we're here, you feel free. I hand him the copy of Sheet Music for Ocarina by Giuseppe Donati, Budrio, 1863. I can practice this with my harmonica. <laughs> you already know one of the uh, pieces of music in this book, Mitch, because Liza taught you it while you were trying to stop a storm on the Yartanza. And you know it was vaguely working as well. It was. <laughs> well, I tell However, you what. the book is in Italian, but the sheet music isn't. Can, so it's just titles that are in Italian, right? There is occasionally a small bit of Italian text, but mostly it's titles and sheet music. I quickly slip through it and translate those for him. Wait, Italian? Are yes. you sure it's in Italian? Hello. Italian. In which case, I don't can't even read this. Yes, Liza, you've just picked some sheet music at random and learned the sheet music. <laughs> Given it to the cook. Wonderful. Sorry, can I just quickly check what I missed over the last few minutes? Just in case I need to recap it. Mitch has got cabin fever and would like to do something, so they're giving him some books. Had I used some sort of combination of Latin to try and backwards engineer some of it? Nope, you asked Father Eduardo. Oh, did I? Okay, fair enough. And he told you a title and you tried it out. In which case... Uh, if this isn't actually at least vaguely in English, then I probably wouldn't give Mitch this. Too late now. He's like, oh, excited for it. <laughs> got a harmonica in one hand. And he's like, <laughs> I'm glad we didn't dwell on what's in the other hand. <laughs> Whatever. We'll give Mitch a book that may well just get him to kill us all. <laughs> you mean? Uh, I mean, that's all books. There's also no, a copy of no. Cat Most of the books you can at least read the titles of things in them, rather than just go, "Ooh, let's see what this random string of notes does." <laughs> it's never stopped us before. 
I don't like these blurred backgrounds. They freak me out. Well, you know, I might not be able to understand the words, but I can at least memorize the melodies. And then when, when you know, Father Eduardo is back, we can translate it. it uh, I, that, that seems fair. Um, just practice caution. I, I, I probably will avoid uh, piping out one of those little ditties until uh, we know what they are. Okay. Um, I've seen what your your books can do around here. I mean, the first uh, book uh, piece of street music is just old Lang Syne. That's perfectly harmless. <laughs> it advances time. <laughs> there will be a few notes that are slightly different, I'm sure. Do you want to share a copy of your book as well with Mitch? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's a delightful story. Do you give him a copy for free, or like, are you deducting it from his wages? <laughs> you don't pay him. <laughs> How much do I owe you for this book? <laughs> oh, that's quite all right. Aww. Okay, uh, Fox, you should now have two books under mythos tones. Non-standard books. Sheet music for Ocarina and the adventures of Trelo- Naomi Trelaw. Thank you. Uh, you can then open the PDFs and read through them. There are various warnings which then say, do not read any further. <laughs> so for the uh, Ocarina book, you can just look through the songs. Yeah, it doesn't have anything that you can't. <sighs> okay, uh, Mitch, which one are you reading first? The Ocarina book or the exciting adventure story? I'm going to go with the Ocarina book. Are you going to try a piece of music at random? No. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> We've taught him well. We're Which just coming up on two hours. Sorry? Which piece of music are you memorizing? I just flick randomly through the pages and stop at page eight. Page eight? Okay, hang on. Three, two, three, four, five, six. I was there are two pieces of music on that one. The top one or the bottom one? Yeah, top one. The chant okay. of skinning. You can actually learn both of them. They're quite... Uh, I'll point out the top one that you'd already learn. That is the one that we... Oh, yeah. Did. <laughs> you already know the top one, Mitch. I know page 11. Shut up, Greg. <laughs> I'm literally just going to scroll randomly through the, the page and then just stop and then do it. Uh, hang on one second. Uh, okay, that is page uh, nine. Nine! Okay, fool's fading. Yeah. Right, roll me your intelligence, Mitch. Yep, you have now memorized fool's fading. Write that down on your spell list. Oh, I can fill it in for you. That's all I can do if you like. Yeah. Sure. It's just called Fool's Fading. That's all you know. But you know how to play that one now. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I know. <laughs> okay, uh, where were we? Oh, yes, everyone's in an asylum. Apart from... Father Eduardo and Matteo are at the bottom of the sea. Hey, um, the sea. Our plane crashed, did it? Under uh, no, you've just been reading the interesting journal... Yes. 
of Arthur McWeir. You're still in Dr. Dodge's office. He's ready to answer any questions you may have. Um, what's this city in the sand thing he's describing? Do you know anything about that? Um, the city in yeah. the sand. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's what he was hoping he'd found. Um, there are ancient uh, texts that uh, there's a bit of a debate about whether it's an aboriginal city or um, an older city and that the, possibly the aboriginal people of um, Australia were once a cultured and civilised people whose civilization collapsed resulting in the aboriginal people that we knew when we first colonised the land. Um, supposedly they have an underground city. Um, Arthur and his companion, uh, Robert Mackenzie, were hoping that these, um, carved monoliths on the surface were the indicators that the city was below or nearby. It's rumored like, in some of the oldest religions that the uh, signs <coughs> of the surface will lead to the cavern below. Sorry, can you say that last bit again? Uh, I'm going to be prepared to cough in the middle again. <laughs> no, 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 he asked us to say it again, so he has to cough. No, just you, GM. Uh, it's, the legend says the signs on the surface will show the way below. Okay. Now, sadly, at the time, you know, Arthur and Robert ran out of supplies. They had to come back, resupply and start preparing the funds to investigate. This was back in the 1920s, obviously. Well, 1920, 1921. Uh, Arthur then sadly passed away, and um, there haven't really been a pursuit to follow up on the uh, things they discovered. There's the uh, latitude and longitude recorded in the diary, obviously. Uh, though if you want to know more, you would probably be best talk to talk to Robert McKenzie. Is he uh, local to Sydney or? No, I'm afraid Robert lives in Port Hedland. Whereabouts is that? Uh, oh, yes, of course. You're not used to Australia. Port Headland is here. Um, oh, hang on. Um. Complete opposite side of the continent to Sydney. Still sort of on our way back to Perth, almost. <laughs> um, I can give you a letter of introduction if you are going that way. It's um, not too far out of our way, so if you don't mind. Yeah, certainly, I'll write one up and have it delivered to your hotel. Thank you. Um, Thank you very you much. Like to take copies of the diary. Uh, you're welcome to do so, but I obviously can't let you take the real thing. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, yes. So what was what was the person's name? Something Mackenzie. Robert Mackenzie. Robert Mackenzie. Robert Mackenzie. Um. But yeah, uh, Doctor Dodge lets you take copies of you know you know write up copies of the pertinent diary entries. Mm-hmm. And wishes you all the best of luck. He has a letter of introduction written up, and he signs it. Thank you very much. Your, your time has been very valuable. 
you're welcome. Uh, good luck if you do go out into the desert. May I suggest you make sure to hire a good guide? Robert, that mm-hmm. would be my suggestion. He's made his living guiding scientific expeditions into the outback. He'd probably be able to help you. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll meet up with our other companions and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look to see him shortly. Oh, it was very nice to meet you both. He shakes your hand, he sees you out. Thank you. All right. You um, back to the hotel? Yeah. Okay. Um, I get the feeling we might have got all we need from Sydney for now. So uh, let's see about getting a trip back to Perth. Because I think the idea was um, to take the boat from Perth round to Darwin. So Port Hedland is on the way. Um, That's true. So, if we look to try and get a plane back to Perth, if we just send a telegram to the others, just say we're on our way, um, met with Professor Cal's assistant, got some information. Yes, that sounds suitable. Okay, Uh, roll your luck. Both of us, or just me? Just you. Uh... Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's just rubbing salt in the wound. What do you mean there was a terrible plane crash destroying the aerodrome? Well, uh... I I just like to point out that in red it just says failure. (laughs) (laughs) You you somehow lose the lottery. You now owe the government two million (laughs) dollars. <laughs> that sounds like something the Tories would try. Yeah. <laughs> you win the euthanasia lottery. Yes, Father Eduardo and Matteo just disappear in Sydney that night and are never seen again. Um, oh, I can take a kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> you no, don't necessarily know that. <laughs> they weren't kidnapped. They were just dissolved in a lime pit. Devoured. It was more of a murder. Uh, no, fine. Uh, you send your telegram, Flinty. Okay. Uh, and then uh, you you book a trip back to Perth. Yes, whenever the next plane is. Okay, the next plane is on the 19th. What is the day today? It's 17th. Oh, okay. Sorry, wait, what was it in the end? 15th. 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 Okay, so we got a few days. You got three days until the next plane. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do with three days off in Sydney? Uh, go to the casino and win and get my luck back. <laughs> okay, Flinty, you go to a casino in Sydney. No, father would not go to a casino. <laughs> no, you said it now. I have to take your first answer. I mean, oh. like, I mean, like, if this works, can you imagine how great it would be for you? Yeah. Go on, go on, just just one spin of the dice. <laughs> just play some crepes, yeah. <laughs> did you say crepes? He did. Crepes. It's crap. Ah, it's just crepes. Yeah. I'm just one letter out. <laughs> it's the you difference, with, you can, it's the difference can, between can a you, blue and a pancake. Can you tell I've been to a casino? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one hand of blackjack, Flinty. How do I do that? Um, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you probably lose. 
What are you three doing with three days off in Sydney? Hmm, let me look at my spells. Was there any more to learn? I don't think there was. That's learnt. Ooh, this map of Australia is exciting. Is that the Mythos map of Australia? It is. Oh, I know. I know what I can do. I can read um, uh, Cat's book. You're reading The Adventures of Naomi Trelaw. Yeah. Uh, have you read it before? No. Have you started reading it? No, I've got given it before everything went to shit uh, in the Indian Ocean. Hey, roll your English. My English. Woo! Hard success. Okay. You can cross off. It takes two weeks to skim read this thing. Uh... Oh. Aiden is dead. I'll just uh, remove him from the list of people who've read this book. Yeah. Uh, how many days did I say you have left until the plane? Uh, what was it? Flying on the 19th. We're on the 15th, so four. Four days. And you rolled a... What did you roll? Hard success. So you can cross off one week of reading. Nice. Okay. You can read... The first page after the mechanics page. Okay. The bullet points. Well, the first page of bullet points. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, What are you doing, Matteo? It's a very good question. I've got no idea. Probably taking a few days off, to be honest. Uh, Because, you know, Sydney, there's bound to be things to see. Uh, You want to explore Sydney, of course. Uh, Yeah. That's totally possible. Let me just turn to the page for things to do in Sydney. Nope, that's Dark Spirits of the Earth. Uh, yes, oh, I've got, I've got rather trying to avoid the Dark Spirits. Nyarlathotep uh, in Australia? Uh, yeah, also not my preferred activity. <laughs> Adelaide, where's Sydney? Hang on, I'm nearly there. Uh, where's Sydney gone? How have I lost Sydney? It's sunk. Ah, I found it. Sorry. Okay. All right. What kind of fun thing are you trying to? You looking forward to? Um, you could go exploring shipwrecks off the coast in the harbour. That's the thing you can do. Then you go out on a beach and do a dive to a shipwreck. Dive to a shipwreck. Um. Anything less spooky? It's not our shipwreck, is it? Uh, you you could tell uh, ghost stories. Uh, anything that do- doesn't seem like it'll end up with me being possessed by a demon. Uh, there's the Maclay Museum of Insects. Uh, no. <laughs> there's the Nicholson Museum of Antiquities. Antiquities. Antiquities are just old things. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, what else? The Fisher Library, founded by Ugh. the famous Fisher family. It's uh, a large university library full of uh, 100,000 volumes. No more libraries. <laughs> okay. Um, there's the Art Gallery, the, the Botanical Garden, the Technological Museum of Sydney, the Botanical Gardens. 
technological museum. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go. I don't know very much about technology. I could learn something. You are and like, you, you could go and suggest that they build an opera house. Yeah, <laughs> for a bit of culture. I should. Um. Sorry, this is very chewy. What, the tea? <laughs> Just made, you know, that's what happens when you quadruple bag it. Hardens <laughs> <laughs> into a block, eventually. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Okay, the Technological Museum of Sydney. Um, <laughs> Shut up and eat your tea. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sweet. Uh, you enjoy the technological museum of Sydney. Uh, roll a D ten. Um, a D ten. Uh, okay, that how does that work again? Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, D ten. That you many D's. Your mechanical repair by eight. Hmm. <laughs> As you spend the next few days looking at steam trains, and there's a really interesting thing on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. I'm sure to use this new knowledge. You just have a pleasant few days off. You also get... Four luck. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Maybe I should have just taken the time off. (laughs) That's what I was expecting you to do, and then you'd have got some luck back. But no, you read an evil book. I don't know it's evil. This is true. You've just it reading was, an exciting yeah, I adventure mean, story. Chances actually, are, though. Actually, you are just reading an exciting adventure story. Are you doing it in places like the gardens and cafes and things? Yeah, I'm not going to just spend it in the hotel. No, he's um, he's he's doing he's reading it like while walk up against his face while walking along a motorway. <laughs> <laughs> you may also have four luck. Thank it. you. It is just an exciting adventure story that Cat wrote. Yep, that's definitely all it is. And then on the morning of the 19th, the pair of you climb aboard the plane. The hostess is mm-hmm. happy to see you both again because the same woman as last week. And over the next 19 hours, you fly back to Perth. Roll your luck, Flinty. Oh. Actually, no. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's not 100. <laughs> it actually ends up taking about 26 hours. Because Ooh. you have to uh, stay in Adelaide and wait for a horrible rainstorm to pass. All right, that's fine. No offence, but I wish you'd died in that cavern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would have uh, been better for everyone. Love you too, Arona. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds then, harsh. You arrive back... Uh, very late on the evening of Monday the 20th and go straight to bed because everyone yep. else is already in bed and oh, conveniently you've caught up with everyone else on the 21st <laughs> of July 1925 shenanigans thank you Flinty's luck <laughs> okay uh, next morning at breakfast everyone is gathering for breakfast and Matteo and Father Eduardo walk into the room <gasps> imposter <laughs> I can see the treatment's gone well. <laughs> How far through the treatment are we at this point? Uh, Give me a second. I've got three um... days left, so you're okay. pretty, doing pretty good. 
Give me a second here, guys. Got the door. Unmute yourself and go and answer the door. Okay, yeah. Uh, breakfast. Uh, Wallace is still in bed. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. How are you all feeling? Welcome back, guys. Um, yes, I'm quite better. Good, good. I'm glad Glad the treatment is working. This was a good idea. <laughs> it was. Well, Sydney was oh. rather nice. Oh, did you find anything useful? Uh, well, Matteo's got a small book for you, Liza, that we picked up from a museum. I'm sure that will be quite interesting. Uh, yeah, there were some, um, some symbols, some ancient... Uh, scrawlings that uh, we we saw we saw an ex uh, like an exhibition of it, but we it's in the book, so we didn't have to copy it down or anything. Um, so yeah, that could be useful because it it might have some links to the cult of the sand bat. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't manage to speak to Professor Cowles because he's in America on a tour, ah, but we did speak. To... Sorry, still not back then. No, no, apparently it's quite a big one. Um, but his assistant, who works with him, he, Dr. David Dodge, did speak to us and gave us some uh, information. He shared with us a diary of someone who went out into uh, uh, into the desert. So we we learnt a bit about the the cult and also uh, some some potential dig sites as well. Okay, that's useful. Yeah. A city of some sort. Yeah, so if, yeah, if we start with the dig sites, so there was an exhibition, um, expedition, uh, I think in like 1920 or so by Arthur McWeir, and he found these monoliths in the desert, and he believed they were like the top of like a city buried beneath the sands. Mm-hmm. It could, the, the the working theory is they might predate the Aboriginals. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so maybe the cult are looking into this plot, this dig site. Anyway, I've got coordinates of it. City of Narcotis that uh, Mr. Silver told me about. I'm sorry. Oh, we had a series of random uh, people come to see us while you were gone. I assume so that we weren't completely left out while you went on your jaunt. Mm. <laughs> um, one was Mr. Um, Bastian Silver, uh, who's the head of a particular order here. Um, actually, no, he's not a head of a particular order, but he's a quite a famous man here. But the Wizard of Australia of of Perth, Wizard of Wizard Perth. of Oz, yeah. So uh, he, he gave me a, a scroll to study that I haven't got around to just yet because I've been too busy fixing my brain. Um, but yeah, he mentioned the city. Oh, well, did he? I, if this is the same city, yes. Okay, interesting. Um, but more interesting, how did he know you were here? Uh, he said the Augury said he, uh, he said we were here, so magic. He's um uh, he's a wizard. Yeah, he's he's known as the Wizard of Perth. Yeah, the Wizard of Perth. Okay, now, I was just worried maybe somehow people had found out we weren't in Egypt. I'm fairly sure there's a good chance they found out anyway, so 
Let's proceed with caution, but not be too disappointed when we inevitably learn they already know we're here. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the the, the uh, if we want to know more information about this city of sounds, there's a Robert Mackenzie in Port Hedland, which is sort of on the way to Darwin. Um, so if we wanted to drop by and talk to him, we can. We've got a letter of recommendation. And if we really, really want to go out into the desert, uh, we know where the dig site is. And Robert McKenzie is, you know, he, he knows the desert. We have, uh, yes, exact coordinates. Mm. He's an accredited guide then? Yes. Okay, that could be very useful then if we decide to go out there. Um, mm. I'm not going to lie, I'd quite like to go out there, but that's my professional bias showing. <laughs> I'm sure. In terms of the cults, um, so the cult of the Sandbat was around with the Aboriginals, but it seemed to die out a bit when the colonialization happened. Um, lots, lots of people were dying from plague. Mm. But I, I'm ashamed to say it, uh, a father Solero who seemed to abandon the church sorts seemed to resurrect it about 20 years ago or so. Hmm. Um, and it's, and it seems to be a bit, um, well, still resurging even today. I wonder if he's, you know what I'm going to say, but you know, okay. Out for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, Somebody, somebody mysteriously turns up and is like, "Oh, I'm going to resurrect this cult of Neolithotep in um, in Australia." Uh, maybe he's one of his avatars. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a fairly safe bet that that could well be the case. Well, whoever uh, Father Solaro is, he's uh, disappeared. Also, he's named after an ice cream. <laughs> oh, Solaro named after him. <gasps> Every time you eat a Solero, you're secretly praying to me Well, I'm not yeah. stopping. <laughs> yeah, those are delicious. <laughs> don't, uh, don't ask who Calippos go to. <laughs> but that's what we got. Hmm. Uh, very worthwhile trip. Hmm. Yeah, well done, boys. Very good. The incredibly ancient 50-something-year-old Father Eduardo looks at you. <laughs> Call him boy. <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> good, um, good, good trip, my twinkie lads. <laughs> um. So when when are you allowed to? Well, when did your treatment end? Um, twenty fourth, I believe. Yep. Not too far away. Yeah. So we could, um... Yeah, we're nearly done here. It's been grueling, I say, as I take a sip of a cocktail. <laughs> a long straw. And I've been using the time quite, uh, quite usefully and learning these lovely little ditties that uh, I, I was given. Mitch, do you want to memorise two more ditties? Why not? Yeah. Which ones are you memorising? I know, I did, I did my, same, my same thing as last time. Randomly scroll the PDF until... Oh, sweet, mer- sweet merciful God, this is a terrible idea. Um, page, um, oh, where did it say the page number? Hang on. Seven. 
Top or bottom? Uh, top one. Okay, write down pipe song on your uh, spell list. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not the song of the Sultan, so we're fine. That's a point, Farwell. Would you mind... Um, and get... then pick another one at random, Fox and Bees. Hang on, I have to just update my character sheet. And I'm, I'm out of character. I'm completely inept. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe song, wasn't it? Yeah. My first is in P, but not in canoe. (laughs) And then next one is... Um, What is it? Uh, An eight. Page eight, top or bottom? Let's go with the bottom one. Oh, you already know the top one. Make sure you've oh, yeah. got Song of the Summer Skies written down, and you also now know the soaring jig. <laughs> My favourite part about that is the soaring. <laughs> yes, it's soaring spelt with an A and a W. You know, those are the ones on that page. I'll write them both down in my... my... Such manly sneezes. Fuck you. Go ahead, Quings. Um... I was going to say, um, Father, would you mind um, giving Mitch some translations for the titles in Good that work. music book, please? I think I think some of them could be useful and may actually give some indication of what they're used for. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I'll be happy what to. Your Italian, Clinton. Galliano. Ooh, I'm in. Oh, I didn't register the click. Uh, you take your time. It's all in someone's own personal handwriting, so it does take you the rest of the day. Uh, but by the end of the day, you are able to have written in the titles of each of these uh, these inciting musical ditties that Mitch can learn into his book. So, uh, Mitch, you now have the English titles to all of these songs. Wonderful. So now you know they're called the Soaring Jig. Yeah. <laughs> the Salty Love Muffin. But you also know the names of the ones you haven't learned yet. Ooh. There we go. I know which no. one I really want him to play. <sighs> <sighs> oh, just, just DM me, Russell. I'll, I'll learn that one next. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As performed on the harmonica. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be like those 90s MIDI files you could download off the internet. and So everyone else spends the next three days finishing off their psychiatric treatments. Um, Father Eduardo and Matteo and Mitch, what would you like to do? Um... Um, I presume it would be wise to check back in with the captain of the boat, see when I mean, he'll be next ready to take us round to Darwin. I mean, you can pop down to the boat if you'd like. Yeah. Okay, you're popping off to see the boat captain. Matteo, what are you doing? Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything useful I can do right now. Um... 
You could read a book. How about the uh, Night Scroll of Al-Aziv? <laughs> I tend not to do that because I just don't really get anything about out of the book reading what with my not really understanding any of the ins and out of spells and whatnot. But um, learn the secret knowledge of Daeloth and like implant him into people. Well, what about my character makes you think that I want to do that? Well, you know, you might feel like doing it for a laugh. See what all this, <laughs> to see what all this magic um, is all about, really. Or you uh, could just spend three days enjoying yourself. Yes, more relaxing. You are living in this luxury spa. You joined in on the spa treatment. Fair enough. Mitch, what are yeah. you doing for three days? I'm going to just uh, relax and kind of uh, maybe just kind of just, just take it easy and kind of get ready for the adventure ahead. You also relax and take it easy. Okay, so uh, let me just uh, close this, open that. Uh, Matteo. Okay, and Mitch. Mitch, get one more point of sanity back. Uh, Eduardo, roll me your... Hang on. Um, I closed your character sheet by mistake instead of Mitch's. Roll me your persuade. Thankfully, uh, Captain Birkenhead will speak to you, even <laughs> though you're not his employer. Well, yeah. Uh, or the person who owns the boat. Yeah. Uh, but, but you were a passenger, so he's happy to speak with you. Exactly, and he's getting treatment. So. Uh, he invites you in. How have you been, Father Eduardo? I've not been too bad, thank you. I oh. took a short trip over to Sydney with Matteo. Oh, that must have been nice. I hope it you was. and Mr. Romero had a nice time. It was, yeah. We had a little bit of business to attend to, but we did see the sights a little bit. Well, how can I help you this morning? Um, well, I just wanted to let you know that I'm speaking for um, Wallace and the rest of the group. We still intend to travel around to Darwin uh, when you're available, of course. Well, um, I'm at Mr. Wallace's disposal. Everyone's on shore leave, but if he gives me a part to date, I need at least 48 hours to give everyone warning to be back on board. Okay, I'll. Um, we've hired replacement crew members. We have. Um, we've done a service of the ship. The chief engineer tells me everything ship shape ready to go. But we need at least forty-eight hours to get everyone back on board. Okay. Um, well, what I'll do, I'll, I'll go back and I'll just check that you know we've got everything we need. Um, and then, assuming we do, I'll have Wallace contact you to let you know when uh, we can depart. If you could get him to tell me your destination and any stops on the way, I can start doing the, you know, the planning our route by sea. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, so I think Darwin is the first major stop. We might have a stop, I believe, oh, I've forgotten it, I wrote it down, Port Headland on the way. But I'll, yeah, I'll uh, let Wallace know and uh, he'll confirm it to you. Well, um, I'll see you soon, Doctor. Doctor, oh, I've, I've upgraded. You are a doctor a of the doctor of Jesusing. <laughs> doctor of God. I mean, you, you do have to get your doctorate before you become a priest. So, oh, okay, I didn't know that. At least you do these days. You become a doctor of divinity. 
Mm. Catholics might do it differently, but the Anglicans, you definitely have to become a doctor. Ah, okay. But, yep, that, that's fine. I'm just glad that uh, the ship is in good condition and they're, they're ready whenever we are, really, as long as we just let them know. Okay, that's basically what I was just trying to achieve. You head back to the lovely spa. Yep. Full of all of its decadence and incredibly yep. rich people. And you find Wallace. Wallace is currently lying in a Turkish bath. <laughs> Why aren't you sitting here in one of those chairs? <laughs> um, what do you mean? This is a chair. It's just a chair. It's in the water. That filled water. Mm-hmm, okay. I'm not familiar with this um, treatment. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad uh, you're feeling and, and you look much better as well. Uh, yes, I, I, I think it's all the steam. Uh, he no longer has spider babies crawling out of his dick. <laughs> Can I restore all my hit points Yay. now? Uh, yes, your hit points are restored. Oh. Um, I just wanted to let you know, Wallace, I'm sure it's on your mind, but you've been busy getting treatment. Um, the captain oh. of the Soundwave, um, he, it, the, the ship's ready, essentially. Um, they're, they're restocked. Ship's fine. He just needs 48 hours notice so he can get the crew back from shore leave. And he's obviously waiting your, for your word on that. That's fine. Um... Sorry, I had to make some edits to Nido's catch. Uh, what? <laughs> you made it worse. Yeah, you, your your health has been impacted by being full of spider babies. Uh... You got something in return on the other column. Yeah, but now if I like breathe. Um... <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll get like a mild cough and die. Um, well, that's not my problem, is it? Also, I'm not really seeing the. Look at your magic benefits. Anyway, um, oh, um, I um, that's fine. I will um, write up. I, I've got the plan. I know what I need to do now for my plans. I assume so. I'm. I will write a message and have it sent to the captain. Write okay. your word and send it to me on Telegram so I know exactly yeah. what you told him to do. Yeah. Don't, um, don't forget, because I know you weren't at breakfast earlier, um, there's a chance, because we're still going to Darwin, but there might be a chance we'll go to Port Headland, which is on the way, but there's a chance we might need to drop in there first. Okay. Um, I'll ask the captain to prepare two courses and uh, with the appropriate breakaway points where, you know, th- this is the last point at which letting us know the last point at which we can make the change if we want to go there. Okay. I thought if you were asking someone to prepare courses, it would be Mitch. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's, um, uh, uh, what is, what is the reason that we might need to go to Port Headland? Oh, um, one of Professor Cowles's um, uh, colleagues, a Robert McKenzie, is in Port Hedland. He knows uh, the desert well and is familiar with the monoliths that have been found there. We, there's a possible link to the cult with these monoliths. Okay, uh, fair enough. So that's Port, what was it, sorry? Port Hedland. Port Hedland. 
Yeah, it okay. is, it's literally on the way. It's on the coast. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, so if it takes, if the captain needs 48 hours, we can use that time to get whatever we need, whichever course we take. Okay. Uh, my plan is to go a little way out to sea um, to get away from the um, interference from the coast. Um, and then we will, uh, so I can conduct a few experiments along the way. Oh, for your radio. Yes, I still. I say I still have bills to pay. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, of course. That's uh, that makes sense. I'd, I'd forgotten, honestly. <laughs> after all, build with radio. There won't be bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, um, okay, I'm writing my message. I'll wait for Nido's message before I move us on, unless anyone would like to do anything extra special. But most of you are in psychiatric treatment. Have we reached the end of those three days now? That's no, that's what I'm talking about. The last those three days are happening. Okay. So the only the only thing I want to make sure is um, that if we are going to the desert or whatever we need to do in Darwin, um, we can collect stuff there rather than have to pick it up now and put it on the boat. Yeah, you can. Darwin is a huge city, as is um, Port Hedland. Isn't as big, but it's still a large trading port. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming starting to read that Hindi scroll is a bad idea, TM, while finishing treatment. Uh, it would make you not get your full treatment, and I'd have to go back to the earlier rolls and knock them off. Okay, in case I won't be doing that. That's why I asked. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I don't have to make any, or if we don't have to do any specific preparations, then I will relax. The treatment comes to an end. The doctors sign you all off. Your treatment is over. Uh, you are all ready to depart whenever you are so desiring to do so. Just waiting for Nido's message. The whole so, 48 hours prep thing, is, is the timing such that we could act on that as soon as we're done with the treatment? Or will we just have to stay in the spa for another day or two? Oh, no. What a tragedy. Okay. We're doomed. Uh, yep, yeah, Nido has given the instructions, so the ship is all ready to go from Saturday, the twenty fifth of July. Mm-hmm. So it's the evening of Friday, the twenty fourth. You all get together for dinner in the hotel <laughs> restaurant here at the spa. You I guess a bit a bit earlier today. I guess before it was evening, I might have asked Walter if he's able to find out how my book is doing. Uh, he cannot find that out from here in Australia. Okay. Because um, it's not on sale here in Australia. And remember, you're supposed to be in Egypt. So if he starts sending messages back and forth from here, everyone's going to go, hmm, why is Mrs. Vanderbilt's secretary in Australia? Yeah, I figured some discretion would be easy for Walter, but um, the uh, various he, things make sense together. <laughs> he can't uh, send messages asking for your private business details from here. Uh, there, there's, there's discretion of sending anonymous messages. If he sends anonymous messages going, how much money has Cat made? They're going to go, we're not going to tell you, weird anonymous person. Mm. They might be turning up in newspapers and such. I don't know. <laughs> it's turning up in newspapers in Perth, Mom. Fine. Okay. He will find out. He will send some messages, but it will take a while because he'll have to send it in code to the right people. 
and mm-hmm. you know it's, it's going to take a while. That's fine. Start making inquiries. Uh, but you all meet up for dinner that evening on the 24th, sitting around the lovely round table with delicious Australian delicacies. Felix has a thing. Oh, God, not more, not more Australian delicacies, please. <laughs> just be, could it just be food instead? <laughs> uh, there is, uh, no, a beef wellington. Just one. I don't like beef wellington. A really big one. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a boot. <laughs> oh, make plans, discuss. I just need to run to the bathroom. Oh, oh what a, what a grueling two weeks it's been. I say, with with apparently no irony in my voice. <laughs> yes, so yes. so hard. That was yes, a good was... idea, though. We should do that a lot more. Oh, should we yes. book in Darwin as well? Then <laughs> I think that's a lovely idea. <laughs> yes, but if we if we if we spend the rest of this adventure doing nothing but um, having spa days, I I think it will be the last thing we ever do. Yes, six months of luxury is a good life. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so what the what shall we do next? That is the question. Well, we've got two goals. Do we split up or do we stay as a unit? Well, I've asked Captain to um, give us, let us know the last point at which we can decide if we're going to go to Port Stanley. But, um, you know, we can't split the boat in two. So people will either, will either need to entirely stop at Port Stanley or not. Port Headland. Port Headland. Sorry, not Port Stanley. Why am I saying Port Stanley? Port Headland. I hope you didn't tell the captain Stanley. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know why I said Stanley. Oh, where have I got the name Port Stanley from? Anyway. It's a place. It is uh, a place. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. yeah, there's also, I guess, I don't know if there's anything here in Perth. There was that wizard person who, I don't know. He's local here. Well, he's a wizard of Perth. You'd think he's local, but... <laughs> <laughs> just a name. It is just a actually, name. Who knows? Actually, lives in Melbourne. It's fine. <laughs> Who lives in Melbourne? No, the Wizard of Perth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a name. Talk in character. Make plans. We have. We have. I've told people the information they need. Before we head off, I also want to go to the hardware store. I feel like we need. I've only been with your with your merry band for a short while, but quite a lot of shit goes on when I'm with you guys. And I feel like walking into these situations with just my bare knuckles is uh, poor planning. Actually, I do need to replace my tools. They'll have gone down with the Artanza, I imagine. Exactly. I feel like... Maybe tomorrow morning, before we get to the dock, we can go to a hardware store and maybe just get some light supplies for whatever comes ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll be less, I'll be less blunt, but out of character. GM, what are the rules about guns in Australia? I've got a book here that tells me all about that. In 1920s Australia, I'm pretty sure it was like, do what the fuck you like. <laughs> Page sixty-six. Come on, this isn't modern-day America. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> True, but but it is Australia, which is full of highly dangerous wildlife. So, um, 
Mm. Uh, if you're being allowed to carry a personal weapon, doesn't seem too out of, out of hand. Although it is also full of criminals, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll me your intelligence, Mitch, to see if you know this. Mitch, do you mean Nido Wallace? I'm um, Mitch. No, I asked out of- about guns. Um, Mitch, you need a license for every gun that you wish to carry. It costs uh, an annual license fee of money. Uh, (laughs) It's approximately about £20 in today's money. Uh, You must be at least 16 years old and it takes about three weeks. Sorry about that. I had a, an Amazon delivery. <sighs> uh, Did I miss anything exciting? To get a, a GM. So to get a license, sorry, is it is it where is it a government thing? It is a government thing. Yeah. So I could apply for it here and pick up the license somewhere else. Uh, you must uh, get a license for each state of Australia that you intend to go to. So if you want a um, license in this part of Australia, which is uh, Western Australia, you could apply for it here in Perth and pick it up in Derby. Or, uh, But if you wanted a license in Darwin, which is in the Northern Territory, you'd have to apply for a whole new license in the Northern Territory. Well... There's not going to be that many police checks, right? And if they come across us, we'll just shoot them in the face. <laughs> That's not quite how we work. Flinty, um, roll your luck. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, sadly, Walter's been to the psychiatrist, so he hasn't sorted this already. Oh, what the um? Oh, the the guns. Police licenses. Yeah. Even if he had been, we've only been here two weeks, not three. Yeah, but you know, Walter could have made you know things happen with all that band of cash. True. We don't. We don't know how long it's going to take. Uh, how long is the boat journey going to take, or don't we know? You well, haven't spoke to the captain, so you don't know. Lads, ladies, gentlemen, <laughs> we're in Australia, and I don't mean to cast this wonderful country with. <laughs> Um, maybe racist um, I'm not racist but (laughs) I'm not racist but I'm not racist but the Australians are subhuman beasts (laughs) but these barbaric beasts (laughs) please I'm not I'm not formally apologising to a continent (laughs) they're not even a continent it's a country Maybe we can just pay a little bit extra, and maybe the license isn't quite as required as it might be. Well, you've got a lot of money there, Mitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I guess I'll be fine, won't I? (laughs) I hear the church does particularly well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but he also doesn't need a gun. (laughs) <laughs> he just has his faith. No, I do have a gun. Oh. <laughs> I would not be researching Nyarthotep without a gun. 
Yeah, so, the two, they're yeah. the things they give you when you leave the seminary: a cross and a gun. Some <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Italian seminaries, probably. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man of I'm a man of the soil. People won't suspect things. I'm going to go down to the local gunsmith before we hit set, set sail, and I'll see if we can cure one or two little items, which maybe. Um, as I mean, a sailor, did you just describe yourself as a man of the soil? Well, I mean, like a, no, like you know, like a, a, a normal person, like like down a, to earth. Oh, okay, right, down to earth, exactly. I thought for uh, a terrible second that you didn't know how boats work. I'm not a sailor. I mean, I mean, it's not unreasonable to say that you know we're normally like, okay, fine, we'll we'll deal with the authorities by buying them off. We could just commit crimes. There's a rule that says we can't commit crimes, like. Getting illegal. I mean, there's the law. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the no... common name for the rules that say that you shouldn't commit crime. <laughs> yes, but like, what I mean is, is that like you know, if if we're smart, we we can commit crimes. Exactly. <laughs> also, just size. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm 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 a scientist. I I wouldn't even be able to use a gun. There's I mean... no law against crime. I'm a scientist. <laughs> a man of the air. <laughs> I mean, who has who needs a gun? Says Walter. Well, I have one. <laughs> Need is a strong word, but I would like to be able to blow people's heads off with bubbles if so required. But you already have bubbles. He's on the ship. Yes, but there's a difference between having bubbles and legally having bubbles. Well. It takes three weeks. I, I'll see what I can do as well. But... Uh, no, I'm not asking you to perform miracles. Uh, just do what you can, of course. And that will be... Uh, now she doesn't ask me to perform miracles. And I, I don't <laughs> have to just have a word. Walter, does it take three weeks, or do you just need to keep adding zeros to the end of that check? Uh, it depends how corruptible the local judge or chief is, or whoever's in charge of this thing is. I don't know. I've been in a psychiatric ward for two weeks. <laughs> calm down, Walter. Calm down. Go to your happy place. You are not allowed to tell Walter to calm down, Walter. I mean, can't one of you magicians just kind of like come up with a license? Work that way. Do you know, I clearly don't know how yeah. magic works. <laughs> Do you know, we've never, we've never tried using it for forgery. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that no! I'm going to do that. I'll go into the dreamlands. I'll dream us some licenses, and they'll come back to the real world with them, and they'll just be like, you know, drawings. Well, well remember it. Well, remember, you can never actually read anything that's in a dream. So <laughs> yes, you'll exactly. imagine so it will come back. It'll just be wrong. <laughs> I think you'll find these in order, officer. Mitch is going to the hardware store to see how he can get on with gun licenses. Walter will go with him to see if he can help with a large amount of bander cash. Uh, <laughs> what is anyone else doing before they head to the boat? Or is everyone else just heading to the boat? I would head to the boat and check on all my equipment to make sure that I'm not missing any parts that I could quickly nip out and get, all that sort of stuff. Just a, just a quick thing, sorry. I did miss a little bit of what the plan was. Uh, what is the plan? Uh, we're going to get on the boat. Um, and... yeah. Just one at a time is fine. Okay, we're going to get on the boat, and we're still going to Darwin, but we might stop at Port Headland to speak to Robert McKenzie, because he knows a lot about 
uh, the dig sites and the monoliths. Oh, that's my, cool. It, it didn't change. No. My, my concern is if we go to one and then the other is the sheer amount of time that might take. And I've got a feeling that one of them might be a bit of a red herring. But I don't know for sure. Hmm. So I'm not going to lie, I'm mildly tempted to suggest splitting the party. What does like split the boat down the middle? No, no, rocks people off at Port Headland and then the others continue. But what happens? It, uh, it's a good idea, uh, but we can talk about it en route, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can always radio ahead if we need a plane or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to do before we got on boat. It's already been mentioned. Uh, but archaeology tools, uh, would it be reasonable to suggest I'd probably be able to get most of what I'd need at a normal hardware store? I mean, it's probably, basically yeah. and hammers and chisels, isn't it? Yeah, yeah like a rock it. drill as well. Yeah, in that case, <laughs> I, I get all of that thing and maybe some rope too, just to make sure. Write it down on your possessions list. Okay, I will. You've not made us actually enforce the possessions list often in this. Yeah. So. That's because normally you are just laden down with all the stuff you could ever possibly need. Currently, <laughs> most of the stuff you had is at the bottom of an ocean. Oh, I don't like it there. I don't My four it's... boxes of wonderfully... My wonderful, like Fortnum Mason tea and... The hampers that you were going to oh, sell when you got to court. Um, oh, court. <laughs> I've suddenly realised where all those crates of rare tea come from in um, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> from Mitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else would be at a hardware store that I might want? You might need brushes. I'm counting that as part of archaeology tools. Oh, right. oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were individually listing things. I uh, we need ropes, lanterns, that sort of thing. For everyone who might not have one as well. What's that? You didn't come through, Craig. I said I buy a torch for everyone who might not have already mm. had one as well. You buy five, five one, seven torches. And quite a bit of rope. Write them down. I have. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I'd want, but I can't think. Mm, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. This isn't my normal area of doing things as Eliza, so it makes perfect sense for me not to buy a lot of things. <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of you going shopping on your own for the first time without Walter. And you're like, oh, what will we need for archaeology? Foie gras? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Liza comes back with like you know several hampers full of delicious foods, and it's like, oh Christ! Hey, I know how what tools I need for my own fucking job. (laughs) She's she's bought all the jam in Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) Liza, roll credit rating. Credit rating. One one time she's going to fail this. Liza has water with her. Walter has her cash, so all is well. Uh, Mitch, roll me your. Let me just look at your character sheet. Um, 
Roll me your charm. With a bonus die, because uh, Walter and Liza are wandering around with all this cash. Oh. Okay. Uh, You are able to procure the firearms licenses that you need for all of Australia, for everyone. You have a quiet little word with the guy in the hardware store who invites you out back to have a look at all of his lovely guns and then just writes your names on some forms that he already has. (laughs) All stamped and sealed and signed and adjudicated. The only thing that needs to be filled in is the name and the date. What an elegant system they have here. (laughs) Which, which of course, is dated for three weeks ago. (laughs) They uh, they cost quite a lot of money, but, you know, you have the Vanderbilts with you, and for them, money is no object. They literally have magic money tools. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you like to buy a gun as well, Mitch, whilst you're here? Yes, I'll have something big. <laughs> in that case, you're probably going to be handed an elephant rifle if they've got them in. Oh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I'll go for a, a, a good old... Um, it'll be a handgun I want, I want a nice strong handgun like a Glock I don't think they've been made yet no they hadn't actually you're right <laughs> hang on I'm looking up a chart of guns you can have thank you <laughs> he sounds so exhausted with that bullshit 1920s you want a good gun I'm taking shopping trip Liza, are you buying Mitch a gun or are you making him buy it out of his own money? I'll get Mitch a gun. Oh, thank you. Okay, Mitch, okay. Don't, don't do anything for you. <laughs> it's your birthday and Christmas present. I'll, I'll play you one of those songs that you taught me. <laughs> As a Maybe gift. Another time. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, owe me your luck. Hang on. Okay, uh you get a Wombat Point forty one revolver. Do you want me to fill this in for you or are you okay to fill it in? Point forty one revolver, yeah? Yeah. Go to your combat tab. We oh, put sorry. it in. Combat wombat. Yeah, so 0.41. It uses the handgun skill. It does 1d10 damage. 1d10, yeah? 1d10. The range is 15 yards. It does one attack around. It has eight bullets and its malfunction is 100. There you go. And now you can just click on that and it will roll the dice, see if you hit, do the damage and everything. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Did anyone else need any new guns? I think I've still got mine. I mean, uh, um, didn't um, Liza actually ask for to be, uh, for me to get some for everyone or for her? 
the licenses, yeah. Licenses, not guns. Okay. Most people have already got weapons who need, who can use them. Um, okay. I, I was wondering about, would it be possible for me to get some proper kakai kind of explorery gear, like the little hard hatty thing and some good not sturdy... Not in a store, but you can go to a tailor's. I'll go to a tailor's for that then as well while we're um, I also just wanted to buy some ammo. Uh, you have 300 ammo. Okay. Um, yeah, you go to a, a t- shop, Liza, and you buy clothing for the desert. Yeah, I'll join Liza with that one. You're not there. Am I not? You didn't say you were going to the shops. Oh, okay. I'll do that when we get to Port Headland or wherever. I mean, you can roll your luck to see whether you think of it now. <laughs> why do you Why do you taunt him with this? Because it's not going to get old. Roll your luck, Flinty. (laughs) I even said, I even said, oh, I'll I'll relax for the last three days of treatment. Got nothing for it. (laughs) (laughs) Cruel. Yeah, psychiatric treatment, not luck treatment. Well, I don't need psychiatry treatment. I'm just there for the hotel. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't restore your luck. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure you restored my luck. When I, I was here for a couple of days. Yeah. Already had his luck restored. Yeah, I need mm. a lot more. <laughs> 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 right, uh, Liza, roll me your intelligence. My intelligence. No, critical fail. <gasps> yeah, Liza only buys clothing for herself. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else asked. Let me roll Walter. Hang on. <laughs> Well, because he saw me getting in clothes, so he thought, hmm, other people might need them too. Maybe. He does think that, and he knows everyone's sizes. <laughs> Possessions. So he also orders sensible desert exploring clothes for everyone. Oh, so are we turning up for the trip now, or for the, the kind well, of going off into the desert now? Clothes, so okay. uh, Walter also buys clothes. In case we do split up at Port Headley and in case Port Headland and if in case Port Headland doesn't have any real big shops. Alright. It might be a tiny village practically for all we know. Uh, everyone, you have arrived at the boat and you've been there for about an hour. Wallace has been checking over all of his equipment, the sailors are getting ready, your luggage is being unpacked. When Liza turns up, followed by Walter and Mitch, and a bevy of young gentlemen carrying boxes. <laughs> Someone's been shopping! shopping. <laughs> oh, shopping trip! I, I, look, I look completely unfazed, because this isn't even the third time I've seen her turn up with, like, a hundred boxes of stuff for <laughs> a shopping thing. Uh, did, um, was, I said I was going to head down to the boat just a little bit ahead of everyone else. Did, um, did I find all the equipment? Fine. Nothing yeah, to go and... Okay, good. You know, the captain had the ship, you know, serviced whilst you were in the loony bin. Okay. <laughs> and, you While know, you were receiving was... medical care. He also restocked it. He has lists. He knows what he needs. Good. Good. Um, but yes, Walter walks on with lives. It's like we've got uh, appropriate desert clothing for everyone. I wouldn't suggest wearing it until we actually go into a desert. Because, <laughs> you know, it's quite chilly here in the middle of the winter. It's very revealing. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure why, but apparently the ladies get these bikinis and pith helmets, and all the gentlemen get normal clothes. <laughs> so, but I don't know why that's what they sell. It just is. is. 
Walter's SAS levels have definitely gone up. Yeah, he's a fantasy store. We're going to need to deal with this copy of Walter. Copy <laughs> of Walter? He's the only Walter. Mm. Okay, uh, you are all aboard the Soundwave. You have the clothing for exploring the desert. You have archaeological equipment. Uh, Mitch hands out licenses for guns to everyone. Oh. For everybody. Australia. That's great, Mitch. How did you get these so quickly? Well, you know... These these things. I mean, there's, there's processes, and it's the same in every port town. You know, uh, you know how to ask. Mitch <laughs> did the talking. We made with the cash. It seems to work quite well. <laughs> Indeed, we're quite the team, aren't we, Walter? Indeed, sir. Uh, well, if we're ready to depart, we should probably talk to the captain and tell him exactly where we want to go. Um, well, yes, I mean, uh, I guess we could head up to the bridge and see what the captain says in terms of uh, which, when when we can make our decision exactly. Okay, so we should actually talk about it right now so you can do that then is what we're saying. Yes. I well, let's go to the captain and see what see what the captain says first about how long it's going to take to get there first was a good idea. In his chart room, he is happy to show you he currently has plotted a course to this point here. In the middle of the Indian Ocean, it will take approximately ten days to get there. I can't see any map. Nor can I. Thank you. Oh. From there. Um, wait, that that's the that's the port. No, I thought. You I thought you wanted to go into the middle of nowhere to do science. Um, oh, yes. Yes, I did. Uh, Mr. Sharp, so I've plotted a course to the middle of nowhere. Good, good. <laughs> middle of nowhere it is. I, d- I didn't realise it would be that far out. Sorry, out of character. So. Well, he also has done the most, you know, the best way to go out and swing around either of your two destinations. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. From that point, it's another seven days to Darwin or four days to Fort Heaven. So, uh, what do you guys want to do? I think we shouldn't leave Port Headland uninvestigated, personally. Well, yes, we did go all the way to Sydney to find that lead. Yeah, exactly. And even if it ends up not being related to the cult directly... We may find some other artifacts there that could actually be useful in the fight. Um, numbers are appearing. Yeah, numbers are appearing. I'm writing in how long it's going to take to get to places. In minutes. In days. Oh no. <laughs> um, doesn't doesn't your boyfriend own a time machine? Yes, but you know we're not allowed to just use it, <laughs> <any> Felix. Boo! <laughs> sorry, boyfriend, time machine. What? This is this is out of character. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I see. I know. I know that if we um if we magically decide that we're only going to travel by magic time beam, the GM will flay us with something. <laughs> um, they're called the Hounds of Tindalos, Remember? Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> 
this um, Port Headland, right? Um, is it like a tiny speck of a... T- I'm asking you out of character, actually. Is it like a tiny speck of a town? Would I know anything about it? Uh, roll me your... Um, no stuff about the world. Ah, my... Natural world. Spot hidden? <laughs> your natural world. Boo. Natural world. Boo. <laughs> I I went to school in Port Headland, of course. <laughs> well, you are a famous explorer, Felix Walker, and it is one of the favourite places for heading out into the great western sandy desert. Uh, it is a non-Aboriginal town. It had a population of about 303 people in 1921. Does, does it have an airfield or an airstrip? It doesn't doesn't have a train station, it doesn't have an airstrip, and it does not Mm. have telegraph poles. Do seaplanes exist? Yeah, fuck. Um, I'm much, I'm much less inclined to split the party than if we're, if like we're just fucking dooming whoever arrives there to not. Do seaplanes exist yet? Yeah, yeah. Because if they do. We we're not dooming anyone. We can send if if assuming there's one near Darwin to hire them down to Port Headland to pick up the team that's there. Yeah, that's... maybe there'll be another boat. I, I think I think we need to fly though because of the time. Yeah, just I guess just to look back at the plan. We're not in Darwin to go into the desert. That's a thing that we would do in Port Headland if we were going to. Mm. Yeah. May I remind you that the desert is about that big. Mm. Yes, so hang on. We, we have the coordinates of where we wanted to go if we want to go into the desert. Would you like it's to get the captain to work out uh, where that is? Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, the captain does point out that it would only take six days to get to Port Headland if he takes this shorter route that hugs the um, shore, but uh, his employer, the owner of the boat, wants to go out to sea to do science. So I frown at Wallace. <laughs> Can he do science on the way back? Okay. I don't know if you like, uh, but I've, uh, I've taken on a contract and I've got to finish it. So, um, um, contract worth? Um... So it, it's it's worth science, so you can't, uh, which is it, which is invaluable. So it's I'm doing worthless. It. <laughs> <laughs> so the contract is worth more than the it's entire awesome. human race. Okay, oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's a few days don't make a difference. The world ends on the twelfth of January. <laughs> we have time. Uh, the captain also will calculate a route to Darwin from Port Headland which would take five days guys guys, what about we just bribe the captain you've already tried tried that that. Mm. didn't work he's my captain He's he's an honorable man and you know he has a reputation to think about. What if Wallace dies while we're at sea? 
Oh, Tragic no. things happen at sea. <laughs> what if Wallace turns into a small pile of dust right now? <laughs> yeah. I'll go and uh, try one of those songs at him. <laughs> I guess the thing is, if we go to Darwin, we're finding things out. If we go to Port Hedland, we're potentially st- like planning and starting and doing an expedition. So we might want to do them in that order. Mm. So Darwin first. Doing them in that order is that is a lot of time to go right to Darwin and then come right back. All right, all right, hang on, hang on. Sorry. Uh, so this seems like the best plan to me then is that um, we drop some people off in Port Hedland, we carry on up to Darwin, we hire a seaplane and we send it back to Port Hedland. Um, and then they can either bring you a message or bring you or whatever. Like that, that way we split the party, but we stay in contact. Does also... Just one also, I, Wallace wants to go. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Wallace wants to go to this place in the middle. Well, it's six days to Port Headland. Then we can get off there. He can go and do his science, which is four days. He it's ten days in total, so it's no difference to him. But we oh, can go off to Port Headland. That's an excellent idea, and I, I like that it, it uh, makes Nido. It punishes Nido for deciding to take on a contract. He has to go and go and do boring radio science all on his own. It's ten so, days either way. Yeah, that's true. Well, it, mm, well, think about it because it would be four. It would be six days to Port Thingy, four days for me to go out to my science spot, and then four days back to pick you guys up. We'll be in the desert for four days at least, I imagine. What if you just tell the people that you you went to the place and you didn't see anything? <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, interesting. Actually, one question, uh, Russet. Russet. Yes. Um, in terms of in terms of the experiment I'm trying to do, the experiment I'm trying to do is get away from loud, razy, loud, noisy radio sources and mm-hmm. do science. In theory, um, as a, a port town out in the middle of nowhere is also going to be fairly radio quiet, isn't it? Um, it all depends. Um, what kind of radio traffic they have to communicate with ships. Well, well, we meant to or, alternatively, what if you just did your radio experiments in the middle of the desert? I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like, but the problem is, is that my radio equipment is on this giant boat. It's built into the boat for doing stuff as it seems. But I know you. I know you've got a portable version. Had oh. had a portable version. It was left on an island. Okay, I, went I, thought, I thought we recovered it. You did not. It it wound up going through the portal. Remember to uh, some strange alien dimension. So uh... okay. Uh, someone who has navigate, roll navigate for me. I am a fine navigator. Navigating is not a thing I do. Uh, no. uh, sorry, sorry. I mean, I was fined as a navigator. <laughs> nice. Ah, Mitch has navigate. Mitch, you have a look at these coordinates that uh, Matteo and. Um, the priest brought back. Thanks for remembering my name. <laughs> um, <laughs> amazing if we just start referring to you as priest. <laughs> priest. 
And the coordinates are roughly here. Are you sending? How are you? On the the map. Mm. Oh, there we go. Certainly not as far away from towns and such as the bin, the ocean, but... (laughs) (laughs) Square miles. Um... I mean, maybe we can get some horses. Or camels. Is there such a thing as a plane that could land in a bumpy, hilly desert? I don't think there is at this time. No, no. no we'd have to travel back to Port Hedland or maybe Broome or Derby. Mm. I mean, there are planes that could land there. Finding a pilot who will do it for you. Is well... If one of us dies, one of us can be the pilot. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I'm not volunteering. Suicide's back on the table, Father. No luck. <laughs> what? <laughs> Priest. I need, um, I need that Harry Potter luck potion. <laughs> uh, I think you can just stay up all night. Uh, oh. Captain Head looks around. So, what course do you want me to take, Mister Sharp? Um. Well, it. Well, what what are you guys doing in terms of your plans to actually, you know, what do you want to go to this place or not? I, I, we don't. You still seem a bit undecided on that fact. I've made it quite clear that I think it's definitely something we should do. I it's think very, it's very important. Undecided at all. Okay. Well. I, uh, I mean, we could do the thing where you guys drop me off. It'll awkwardly split the party. But um, it would it would allow us to do both things at once. Um, uh, I I don't know if anybody would want to stay with me on the boat. Um, oh. <laughs> the crew you pay for. Yes. I mean... As- I'm just thinking from a gameplay point of view, um, but uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I do want to do that thing with the experiment. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of a bit uncertain here what to choose to do. Kind of look, I I can stay with, I can go, I can stay with um, Wallace. Well, I'm not an archaeological man. I'm a man of the sea and the ground. This is true. <laughs> it's late. It changes. It changes every time. Man of the sea. Man of the air. You can fly now. I'm a man of the soil. <laughs> Outrage. Okay, well, let's do that then. I'll stay. I'll make him stay with me on the boat. It's where he's meant to be, anyway, um, as a cook smith on a boat. Um, and you guys can go on your adventure. We'll take. We'll take the course inland so you guys can get on your way, and then I'll go out to sea and do my experiments. Where, when, uh, when we've done with the desert trip, where are we coming back to Port Headland to get picked up? Or? Well, well, there's nowhere else to go. Just just checking, because there's Broome and Derby, but if Port Headland's the easiest, that's fine. I just wanted to work And we should out. probably arrange a time, because what happens if something happens... Well, what we should do is first get to Port Hedland, talk to Robert, 
He'll probably, sorry. He'll probably have the knowledge to actually tell us if from the location we want to go to, Room or Derby would be the more appropriate locations to rendezvous. Mm. Yeah, because then the boat could go out, do the experiments, and then go to Broome or Derby. That's right. Which would be a shorter distance for us to come out of the desert, by the way. Also, in the 1920s, they did have cars. Yeah, but not not all-terrain vehicles. I think they did. World War One. Yeah. Okay. Ash, do we actually have any idea what kind of desert it is? Because when people say the word desert, it conjures the image of dunes, but I suspect this is it's not... It's officially called the Great Western Sandy Desert. Think It varies, you know this, because it varies from rocky plateaus with big columns of rock to mm-hmm. sand dunes. Okay, so... Dunes both at the same time. Okay, cool. Which means that vehicles from that day and age probably would struggle massively with the sandy dunes. I would suggest speaking to a desert a guide, guide like we're planning to in Port Hedland. Yes, yeah, so I think we've got a plan at this point, guys. Yeah, so if we go to Port Hedland, just wait there for maybe a day while we talk to Robert, and then the boat can go. Sounds a good plan, everybody. Okay, well, uh, in that case, as Captain Birkenhead, he's out of my map room. Don't need to be told twice. I will go to my laboratoire and begin tuning my equipment. But I like moving the little figures around on the map with the stick. Yeah. <laughs> you can stay and help me if you like, Mr. Walker. Yay! There we go. So Mr. Walker is in the chart room. Where's everyone else going? Probably my room to start reading that scroll. Liza goes to her room. Cat, where are you going? Uh... <laughs> that music again. Oh, it's I don't know if the, I can't remember if there's yeah, anywhere communal on yeah, I could go there for a bit. You've gone to the lounge. Eduardo? Uh, I'll go to the lounge and probably start reading Cat's book. Okay. You could get Cat to read it to you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does the voices. <laughs> um, uh, Matteo, where are you going? Uh, I want to go to the, well, somewhere where there's a, a bit of space so that I can practice some martial arts. Yeah, that sounds good. And uh, Felix, you are start with you. You are with the captain. He's he's occasionally giving you instructions to use a little pole to move things around on the map. (laughs) I wasn't entirely serious with that. Um. (laughs) Mr. Walker, can I ask you a question? Um, Yes, you may. I'm no expert on radio sciences Mm. that's why Mr. Wallace pays me to run his boat 
not yes. understand science. But couldn't he do experiments to check if there's somewhere along the way that would work for his experiment? I mean, we're going to be sailing around Western Australia. There's not much out there, even close to the coastline. Huh. You know, that's, uh, that's an accident. That's an excellent suggestion, Captain Birkenhead. That's my name. Um, <laughs> I know, that's why I said it. It is. It's literally his name. <laughs> um, hmm. I wonder why he didn't think of that. I'll go and have a word. Very well, sir. It just there was a lot of arguments, and I'm not a scientist. There is not a radio scientist. <laughs> but you know, there's not much out there. So if he wants radio silence, we're going to be sailing past whole stretches of coastline where the only radio mast is going to be the one that pokes out the back of this ship. Yeah, I love Australia, but a lot of it really is nothing. Mm. Yeah. I'll I'll go have a chat with him. Okay. Uh, You're going to go talk to Wallace. Uh, Cat, you see Father Eduardo is reading your book. Ooh. I will have to pointedly not talk about it until he's reading (laughs) Finitary. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Father Eduardo, roll your English language. My English is... Oh, I'm getting better at this reading. Okay. uh... I'm just devouring it. You can read the next page of bullet points. You have uh, four days. You've You've read 12 days of this book now, so you have two days of reading left. Okie dokie. I could probably do that on the next few days. You could get Cat to read it to you. Could do. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you doing anything in here or are you just putting your feet up? Uh, I was just going to rest for a bit. Um, I guess the, there are things I could be doing, but they'll take some time and could go into the actual travel bits. Okay. You're just having a relax for now. Yeah. Okay. Um, woman, roll your Hindi. <laughs> Liza, wow. that's the name. Oh. Well. Uh, Liza, spend <laughs> three sanity Ooh. points and. Seven magic points, please. Oh, no. Oh, dear. It's the music of foreboding. I need you to roll sanity for me, please, Liza. Roll sanity, sorry. Oh, phew. (laughs) That's a relief. Uh, Liza, you are reading this scroll... And you sneeze whilst in the middle of reading it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, for the next hour, all you can hear is the happy chirping talk of dolphins. There must be some in the harbour and you can hear what they're saying. It's incredibly <laughs> excited and babbling and cheerful and joy filled and quite nice to listen to. 
but all you can make is little squeaky noises in response when you try to speak out loud. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I I mean, this is the first time that Craig... Craig did not fail the sanity check, which means I would delete every language on his character (gasps) and replace it with dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) The only thing you can say is... um, are you full of fish? No, I require more fish. <laughs> Character breaking, oh no. <laughs> it would indeed have broken Liza. Uh, Liza yeah. would have killed herself. <laughs> uh, there would have been a D100 roll for sanity loss involved in that, for sure. Uh, but Liza, after a while, you sit there and wait for it to wear off, and it does wear off. Thankfully, you can no longer hear the dolphins in your mind. Well, at least I've got a vague idea of what this might be about now. You can, however, now speak dolphin at 10%. It's quite easy. The only um, letter in the dolphin alphabet is E. (laughs) Well, that was nearly a disaster that killed Liza. Gotta gotta love those uh, one-off player killer single roll thing. Sometimes messing with dark arcane forces from beyond the universe has its downsides. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Matteo, roll your brawl or your martial arts. Please, as you martial the arts. Uh Uh-huh. Where are you, character sheet? There you are. You can take martial arts as you practice your martial arts. Alright. Uh, Wallace, uh, you are just settling into the laboratoire, Garnier, when uh, Felix walks in. Kicks in the door like, ah! Like, rah. It's just you and me, Wallace, I say, and I lunge for you. <laughs> okay, roll I, your murder, I, Wallace. I, I counter with my stab using radio antenna. Why is it still going? Oh, I walk, I I knock politely, and then I walk into the room. Oh, hello, Wallace. Hello. Oh, the scary music has stopped. I'm, I'm like, good, but was it me who was making it? I'm confused now. That means all enemies have been defeated. Ah, good. (laughs) I do feel like I can save now. Uh, I'm going to turn that off. I'd set it up so it would start playing spooky music for defusing the spider bomb. Uh, but we don't uh, oh, that's why it started when we went back to the boat. I was like, we, we went back to the boat, the scary music started. I was like, all right, what's going to happen now? <laughs> <laughs> the captain's like, oh, welcome aboard, friends. <laughs> it's so good to have you back. Oh, that's, that's a good point. We should probably look at all these people naked at some point. Um, <laughs> Could have been well, appropriate for Liza Scroll. Wallace, I had an idea while uh, while I was um, in the map room. Yes. Um, the gist of your contract with those with that group is that they want you to do some radio studies in silence, right? Like where there's no no radio yeah, noise with around. Minimum background radiation. Does it necessarily have to be that specific spot, or could it be like? 
the route we're taking is taking us along the coast of a desert. It's very likely there's going to be somewhere along there that's not going to have any radio transmitters. I mean, we could just stop and take a measurement, maybe, you know, a couple of days into the trip and see if that would do, rather than having to make an extra little side trip. I mean, yes, that would be ideal. Um, I, I, I was wondering about that, but yeah. Um, he was I'll wondering that. about I'll have, um, the captain to take him to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> captain, take us to the Pacific Trash Vortex. I wish to jump in. <laughs> it doesn't exist currently. Let's, um, what I'll do is, it's normally better at night, so we'll wait until, uh, so each evening I'll, um, request the, I'll request a slight slowdown. We'll shut down of the engines temporarily, well, because those tend to generate quite a lot of interference as well. Um, mm. And we'll run a check and see how we're doing. Um, and we'll do that each night when we're in travel. Wonderful. That sounds like a very good idea. Thank you for coming up with it. I Would smile. electric engine cause interference? Yeah. The the radio equipment? Yes. Yeah, they've got... Um, like, it's the motors. They spin... Vibrations. All right. Okay. Also just electromagnetic fields. Uh, yeah, Russet, I do whatever is required to speak to the captain to make the arrangements for this. He will do this on... He will stop on the second night. Okay. Okay, what are people doing for two days? Um, I am going to go and... Um, I might go and talk to Liza about these uh, hymns I've been... Uh, or these little songs I've been learning. See if she can give me some clue as to what's actually they do okay you knock on liza's door liza you are thankfully not full of dolphins right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> you open the door and you're like liza can i talk to you like, <laughs> like, i'll come back later all right great <laughs> you do you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. enter liza's bedroom oh, hello mitch how can i help you Hi, hi, Liza. Like, so I've been I've been learning those some of those songs which you uh, kindly gave me back oh, in. Uh, any translations from Ed over what they were called again? Only the names. I mean, would they mean anything to you? I don't know until I see them. Yeah, well, let me show them to you, Liza. Then who knows? But so I've I've learned I've learned I, I got the whole book translated. It was very helpful. Oh, okay. Well, maybe if I have a look then. So I've learned one called Falls Fading. I have no idea what that would do. Pipe Song. Uh, that one sets off slight alarm bells. Um, I don't know what that will do, but it. the name is mildly concerning. Soaring Jig. Uh, that sounds like it could be fun but dangerous. And well, the one where we we you that's remember that song that you got me playing back on. Uh, oh, song of the weeks ago, songs of the summer skies. Yes, yeah. that was the one one that I got Father Eduardo to translate while we're on the ship. So yeah, that that one could we already know can be useful. Does it seem to clear weather up if done right, or make it worse if done wrong? So mm. Mm, indeed. Let's see what else there is. So there's also conclave of felines. I seem to remember some talk about cats being quite useful, so maybe we should talk to Matteo about that one. 
serenade the moon. Why would why would we want to serenade the moon? I I don't know. Pretty anyway. The stars forever shine. That also sounds really pretty. Uh, I don't really have much more to say on that. Oh, Kim Pacheca. Yeah, the stars forever shine. Just blows up the sun. That's all. Um. Him? The spell that we used on Aiden to make him blow into dust was called the Light of Seca. So learn that one. Okay. Oh, oh, I've got some time, so I might uh, might try and learn a couple of extra ones. And if if yeah. you think that's a one worthy of learning, then I'll, I I'll give that one a go. I might be wrong, but I think so. And what LP, would happen? <laughs> no idea. Mitch, you can learn two of these hymns should you wish to write them down on your copybook. I will be learning hymn to Seca. Mm-hmm. Good, good. And the cats conclave in cats. the cradle. Uh, no, conclave of felines. Okay. Write them down on your spell list. Um, what, uh, Liza? Would you want to try and finish learning that spell again? Yes, I will try again with that. Okay, roll your intelligence at hard, please. How about extreme? That'll do it. I'll write it down for you. Thanking you. Okay, what are other people... Kat, what are you doing for two days? Uh, I was going to see if I can put together coyote dust. Um, So it talks about a week, but I've already got all of the bits I need. So I don't know how that will affect timing. I'll have to look it up. All right. Let me just write this down on Liza's book. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not very good at <laughs> I think I've owned more skill than I. <laughs> mostly just sound like um, Animal Crossing villages. That's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> Coyote dust, you say now? Yeah. Oh, um, that is not null. Liza, I have added it to your character sheet. Yep, that's it. Ah, null, the Liza of the seas. <laughs> <laughs> Coyote dust. Uh, you have all the stuff you need. Mm-hmm. So please roll me your um, pow at hard, as this is the first time we've been making it. Yep. Okay, it takes you uh, the two days to make. Roll me a d3, please. Uh, There it is. One handful of coyote dust for 1d6 sanity and 8 magic points. Oh, it says 1d6 in the spell for doses. Oh, so it does. I made you roll the wrong dice. I was reading the wrong bit. 
there's a <laughs> secret bit about a 1d3. Don't worry about okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll a 1d6. Two don't well. do. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Fine. Uh, and then to eight magic points and one d6 of sanity. Yeah. Now this would be where you roll the six. There, fine. <laughs> okay, you make two doses of coyote dust. Well done. Uh, are you just reading your book, Father Eduardo? Yeah, I want to finish that book because I'm nearly there. Okay, Father Eduardo, yes. you may now read the third and fourth pages. Let me know when you finish reading them. Okay. Uh, Matteo, what are you doing for two days? Two days? Um, probably nothing special. Um, Just keeping your martial arts skills honed and having a nice time. Yeah, some a little bit of meditation, a little bit of um, martial arts, a little bit of relaxation. Roll a little meditation. bit of action, please. Roll my meditation, did you say? Yes, please. Hey, take your meditation. Uh, mm-hmm. Mitch uh, was learning two new ocarina spells. Would you like to try any of them out, Mitch? No. <laughs> you sound terrified at that idea. Uh, Wallace, what are you doing for two days? Well, I, I figured it would be... Um tuning and preparing my radio equipment can I do some rolls to get that ready and super good so it doesn't just blow up the first time I'm trying to do a scan okay roll uh, your radio engineering engineering okay Oop. click click okay Success. You get your equipment as ready as it's possible to get it. You climb up the radio mast and adjust antennas and dishes and get it yep. ready to do the science. Yeah. I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm going to get it pointed towards where rough. Well, get it. Start pointing at the sky rather than around. So. Liza's learning her spell. You've got an extreme success, though. So, Liza, that only really takes you one day. So, what else are you doing? Um, in which case. I'd probably actually want to start memorizing some of the other spells that I know of but haven't learnt yet. Which one do you want to pick? Uh, I will pick that one. Okay. Roll your intelligence. That's hard to learn it. Intelligence. Yeah, you can tick that one as learnt. Thank you. Felix, what are you doing for two days? I'll come back to you, Flinty, if you're ready. I didn't realise Felix hadn't been done yet. Yeah, Felix needs to do something for two days. What are you doing, Felix Walker? (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. Uh, So, um, evening one, Yep. um, I am going to take some sketches of the coastline as we're going by it. Okay, roll your drawing. Fucking you up, too. (laughs) <laughs> why do you assume I'm up to something just because I seem like you. I've got a plan alright character sheet right there you go drawing 
Aww. You make some sketches of the coastline. They're not very good, but they're sketches of the coastline. <laughs> they are fucking awful. Um, evening two. Um, I I do two things this evening because they are small and separate things. Um, I I compose. No, I'm not going to do that yet. Actually, um, I do one thing this evening. Uh, I start writing my notes for a new book. Okay, roll your writing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm cribbing from Antoine's a little bit, but not too much because I'm also planning to publish that one. <laughs> like, you know, giving him the full credit, but you know, with a lengthy, like, you know, introduction by me. I can't. I can't wait. In fifteen years, uh, you'll get a tap on the shoulder. See Antoine, and he thanks you for the credit in your books (laughs) from my publishing house. And the tattoo is swirling across. (laughs) A percentage of all proceeds will be donated to the Antoine Delamere Foundation, a charitable charitable organization that I set up. Do you also get the money from that? Let's not get into that. It's it's not a good writing night. It's not a good writing night. You're disturbed by the fact the engine stop and there's all this. Well, we'll see what happens. It's been it's been a while since I've done this. I I wrote the word the on the paper and I decide that's a good start. Yeah, I've done that before. Have you finished reading the exciting adventures of Naomi Trelaw? I finished the skim read and I did the required roll. Did you? Yeah, I did it privately to you. Uh, I haven't seen it. Hang on. It was just before uh, Nido's engineering role. Aha. Uh, I've passed, basically. You've passed the intelligence role. Okay, now you can scroll to the next page. Would you like to read it out loud for the recording? Because it's quite an exciting page. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, hello there. So you have Cthulhu Mythos. Gosh, and you passed. Well, welcome to the truth behind the facade of gentle adventure story that is nearly true law, heroine of the realms. You see, what you've been reading is not a pretty fictional story of love and adventure across the globe. Even the imaginary alternative globe, as presented in the story with all those fantastical adventures and fabulous people, they are all allegorical tales of the mythos. Now you realise who the various adventure stories are talking about. They all take on a new and terrifying meaning. In reality, the architect Yan is Yogsatoth. The traveller Agu is Sagotha. The jester Eo is Nyarthatep. Lord Usk is Hastur. Lady Mull is Athakwa. And Meg the librarian is the bookmaster Madal. Places are also mythos uh, places. Yeah, places are also mythos places. Imagination is clearly the dreamlands. Down is the lost world of Hyperborea. And up is the forgotten home of Thanelore. Uh, so now you know too much. The adventures of Nearly Trulop are a guide to the mythos, the forbidden knowledge, and the man is best off not knowing. Sadly, you know it now. <laughs> oh, God. Your Cthulhu mythos goes up by 25 as you tease Ooh. knowledge and meaning out of each of Naomi's adventures and stories. That's got to be quite a hit for you. You don't lose any more sanity. That much mythos gain has probably just shanked your sanity score as it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wouldn't be that cool of a keeper of arcane secrets. We are all here to play the game together. 
I can point you to various resources should you wish to learn more about the various entities and creatures mentioned in the book. You can also use the Books of Mythos rating to see if you know something when you encounter something Mythos-related. I wish you all the best with the new knowledge. One final thing before you leave. Those poems, articles, and essays that fill the final volume, you notice now you know too much that they are actually secretly encoded instructions on how to perform a whole host of spells and incantations. They are listed below. You are going to have to spend some time translating, decoding, and learning them. To learn a spell, you need a hard English roll to decipher the code to learn the spell. Then you need to make an intelligence roll to learn the spell itself, followed by a hard power roll to f- the first time you cast it. Done. Well, okay, 25, okay. No, why you got to be like this? <laughs> that, that 25 is why my previous character snapped in twain and became an avatar. At least I don't <laughs> have to do the sanity roll with it. God, okay. Ooh, 56? To be fair to know... If you just succeeded one of the, what was it, seven power rolls before that? <laughs> what are you talking about, Craig? There were no power Nido. rolls before. Oh, Nido, yeah. Nido <laughs> just failed all of the power rolls to let the architect not possess him. So, yeah, your sanity is, oh, 43. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, at least your um, if your mythos goes up, your sanity will no longer drop. Oh, good. <laughs> the threshold. Yeah, yeah, that was twenty-five already in one go, and I started with a character with mythos. <laughs> say, how much mythos you got now? Over fifty. Jesus! Wow, that <laughs> is a lot. But how how recent your character is? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Father Eduardo. I, I, I don't think it matters. Well, it, yes, it does matter. But in terms of my character design, the fact that he already had the mythos and what he already knew, it kind of ties in fairly well, I think. Yes, it does. Um, do you want to, like, you know, maybe lamp cat and toss her overboard? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got the money. <laughs> I mean, she sat there in the lounge for two days watching you eagerly as you read her book, knowing what was in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to close the book. I'm going to look up at her and say, you need a spoiler warning at the front of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. some deep stuff. It's at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's, it's a doctor it's a doctor strange warning book <laughs> uh implausible anachronism used in speech yeah fair enough <laughs> okay uh wallace it's science times see is anyone else going along to witness the radio science the boat has stopped two days out of perth sure I, i'm always interested in a bit of uh you know what's going on on the boat Okay, sure. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go witness God's um, uh, heresy. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I demark um, Linty's thing as somebody reads a book and bad things happen? No. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, is anyone else going to the radio lab for science? I will go. No, I'm still writing. Uh, you could roll writing again, Felix. Oh, is it a different night? It's the second night. 
Yeah, no, I was writing on the second night. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to keep it. Okay. Okay, okay thank you. It's up to... Suspicion. Matteo, are you going along? What are you yeah. doing? Um, sure. Everyone but Felix has turned up for science. Well, this will be exciting if anything exciting happens. Okay. I mean, it, it beats, it, it makes a change from going along to a ritual. Yeah, right? That's why I'm going. <laughs> okay. Um, there's various screens with, um, I don't know, sound waves jiggling up and down on them. The occasional peep and hiss of static as Wallace twiddles dials and plugs in vacuum tubes and throws scissor switches. What am I rolling? Radio operations. Radio operations. Critical. Oh! (laughs) Oh, Felix, you're missing out on this. The silence outside is perfect. There's no static. There's no other transmission arrays. Uh, which planet are you aligning the uh, system on first? Jupiter or Venus? Let's go for the big guy, Jupiter. Okay. Uh, roll your astronomy to follow the instructions to align the radio transmitter correctly. I'm, I'm not an astronomer. I don't have astronomy. I, I, I just have the instructions. Well, then, try and help. Oh, right. Eliza perks up as she sees your star charts. My my astrology skills. Astrono- oh no, there's astronomy. Uh, I'm not very good, but I'm an amateur. But I might be able to try and help you, Wallace, if you're struggling with those. Uh, yes, I mean if you can read me the numbers and all the rest, and I'll try and tune this in. Let's okay, do Eliza, this. Roll your astronomy with a bonus die because the. Uh, the Lamplighter Society have sent detailed instructions. Okay. Fail. You need a one. Oh. 32. You could spend luck. I could spend luck, but Nido pissed me off last night. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Okay. Go on, I'll spend luck. Oh, you don't have to, Craig. Could be important, I guess. Oh, but and now you point the radio telescope at some random asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get to roll on my chart of fun things. <laughs> That's uh, an even better reason. You may tick your astronomy, Craig. Okay, thank you. If you are spending luck for another player's shenanigans, <sighs> I'm feeling be- be generous. It's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I've got the level up for it now. That counts as your Christmas present. (laughs) Uh, You um, roll me your radio ops again. No, radio engineering this time. Start the recording equipment. Oh. Oh, dear. Uh, You start the system. There is a burst of crackling static and something goes pop. Can... Smoke wafts out of a burst vacuum tube. Can I quickly try and get a replacement in? Uh, that would be mechanical repair. Ooh. Oh, I have electrical. Isn't this electrical? I can have electrical repair. Electrical repair is acceptable as well. Be good. <laughs> no! Ah! It's even worse. Uh, Wallace 
grabs a replacement vacuum tube, pulls out the vacuum tube that broke without turning the system off first, and there's ah. a splunk as all of the fuses trip. Everyone roll um, dexterity. Oh. One second. <laughs> Why are you moving around in the dark? What? <laughs> Come on. Uh, something sparks. The spark gap generator for the wireless equipment makes a horrible whining sound and then emits a bolt of lightning that oh. slams into Matteo and Mitch before whamming into Father Eduardo. Um, My paint maker. <laughs> Mitch and uh, Matteo lose four hit points mm. as they are lightly singed. Father Eduardo loses. Uh, oh, I rolled the wrong dice. Three hit. No, sorry, three plus the critical failure. So I do need to roll another dice. Six hit points as you are electrocuted, Father Eduardo. Is that six total? Then roll me a hard constitution. No, just a regular success. Uh, There is a thump in the darkness after various people go, oh! God damn it, Wallace! (laughs) I uh, look to get the lights on. Uh, there's no response from the light switch. Uh, Felix, um, actually, Flinty, uh-huh. roll your luck. You could apologise, but Father oh, Vaduji has to die. <laughs> <laughs> you can't luck Felix, You're no. just getting into the swing of the writing. You're like, yeah, and then the lights will go out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought this was for me. <laughs> no, uh, this is group group luck. Okay, group luck. Uh, I um, I I get my gun. <laughs> I yeah. get my gun and a torch, and I go to investigate what's happened. Okay, uh, you you are going off to investigate. Are you heading down or up? Uh, hold on. Sorry, I've got the. Uh, I've got the other naughty thing I was going to do up, and I need to close that. Um, well, wait, we'll listen. Well, all right. Remember, Craig thinks I'm doing a plan. I know he does. Oh, you're always doing a plan. It's quiet. There's just the creaking of the ship and the slap of waves against the hull. Would you say it's too quiet? <laughs> um, I'm going I'm I'm to go up to the topmost deck because that's where light is. You're heading up top. Meanwhile, in the radio lab, uh, Father Eduardo, you are unconscious, by the way. Yes, I know. I, I, I figured that's what the clonk was. <laughs> Even unconscious, his luck still punishes us. Um, Liza and Cat, as you weren't electrocuted, you may make me spot hidden rolls. Okay. Everyone else is a little distracted by, you know, lightning and Wallace is like, oh, the lights. Uh, it's dark, Cat. There are spots between your eyes. Liza, you remember there was an emergency torch on the wall to your left, and you kind of grope, and you find what feels like a torch, and you pull it out of its bracket, and mm-hmm. you get the switch, and there is light. You can see ah. Matteo and um, Mitch are both like clutching their arms like, ow! 
and there is a crumpled heap of Father Baducci lying on the floor. Oh, shit. I open the door and shout, we need a medic here! Okay, Felix, you've just arrived on uh, the top deck when you hear Roll Listen again. Listen, do you hear them going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling, listen? Or is it not behaving? I'm sorry, am I rolling listen? Yes, please. Oh, um, you cut out. I didn't know. I didn't know you were waiting for me. I just, I just heard you singing. <laughs> yeah, same. Arona failed his listen check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where's the letter L? Aha! Uh, this time, as you come up out of the companionway onto the top deck. You hear Liza screaming, we need a medic from up above in the radio lab. The radio lab is on the deck above you. Use legs with running upstairs. Okay, so you're running towards the stairs in the radio workshop. Okay, um, you barrel up and you find everyone huddled around the father, Beducci, who seems to be lying on the floor. I burst through the door with a torch and a gun and I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, we had an electrical short. Uh, I think the father's been electrocuted. I was writing oh, a book. I slammed the door and leave. On, Felix. What did you say, sorry? I said, I said uh, Wallace is a complete buffoon and as usual has fucked up. <laughs> I am not a buffoon. This is very dangerous equipment. You all came here on your own free will. There was a little sign that says the management is not responsible for any, ele- <laughs> for any electrocution. In my many um, years of serving on a boat, I have never come across someone with such poor, poor talent and luck. Now, now, you're both buffoons. <laughs> I, I, I attempt some first aid on Father Viducci. Roll first aid. Knowing oh. uh, out, of character, out of character, I want him to die. This is a. <laughs> can I? Can I? I would be. I would be wanting to help, given the fact that I was the cause of it. So no, can you, I you've done enough. Hold on, I'm just <laughs> administering <laughs> first aid to you, Flinty. First aid. First aid. Ah, <laughs> uh, kindness. Yeah, you, I'll just you even f- have first aid? <laughs> yes, I need to. Uh, I need to open his airway <laughs> rider with the barrel of this revolver. Oh, wait. Oh, I should be doing this. I've got a first aid kit and everything. <laughs> Did you be why were you screaming you needed a medic? Because <laughs> I'm not paying attention. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna warm him up for you. As Felix said it first. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Felix uh, off Father Meducci while stuffing your cock down his throat in <laughs> 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 I mean, that's uh, a 90- I'm 95% sure I know that the first step of first aid is not sexually assault a priest. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, it's a priest. Okay, Father, Felix is trying to help, but uh, Wallace is there next and kind of just gently pushes you aside. Wallace, <laughs> first aid. Uh, I mean, uh, let's see if I remember any of my. Here's what to do if someone gets electrocuted. Lesson. 
No, oh, no. For God's sake. <laughs> 66. Yeah, no. Cat just wades in and like elbows you out of the way. <laughs> I was trying to give bonus dice, not not do it myself. <laughs> okay, I will take a look. I have my first aid kit. That gives you a bonus die. <laughs> <laughs> Which I might need. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Cat, cat makes the father comfortable and opens his airway. This is important. <laughs> he is breathing. He doesn't seem to be having a heart attack. <laughs> his heart also appears to at least be working. You get the little hollow tube out of your first aid kit, which lets you listen to his chest. I think they have stethoscopes by now. Yes, but it, they don't come in first aid kits. They give you a little tube because that's easy. Mm, okay. In an emergency. Okay, um, there is a bang at the door below, and uh, First Officer Stowe comes walking up with a large torch. Ah, Mr. Sharp. Oh. Yes, I'm afraid we have a. Calls back down to a a sailor behind him. Go get the doctor. Uh, I guess I didn't shout loud enough. Sorry. (laughs) Well, not the doctor, but the medic, the medically trained soldier. Uh, well, soldier failed, but no one came still, so it still wasn't loud enough. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, you shouted for a medic. You should have trained for the medically trained sailor. The sailors were either in the bowels of the ship or on the bridge, and they didn't hear. Sorry, they failed their roles. That's, that's okay. Felix heard. Uh, well, Mister Wallace, I don't know what you did, but we have no electrical power. The main electrical generator is down. Uh, I'm very sorry. It looks like we've had a, it. Looks like we had a uh, electrical surge here. Um, uh, these things happen. Um, well, let's we get are everybody adrift. Let's get everybody out of here, and I will make sure that none of this equipment is interfering with the ship being able to restart its generator. Well, we've got the sea anchors out already, thankfully, because we've um, stopped your experiments. First officer, if I can help, let me know. I'm, I'm a little bit handed. Heavy machines. <laughs> oh, well, if you'd like to come downstairs, uh, Mr. Wallace, is it Mr. Wallace? No, he's Wallace. You're Mitch. M- Mr. Mitch. It's Mitch Mitch. You don't have a surname, Mr. Mitch. Oh, Do you me. have a surname? Jarvan. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, is anyone else going to follow him downstairs? or? Um, I would be... Uh, well, I want to help in terms of, I don't know, I want to check to make sure that my lab is disconnected from the ship's supply and then um, they can restart Find without... the main breaker and pull it. Yeah, and, and then I'll head... Power to the radio machinery. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll head down and join them to assist. They let you know that they've got this, sir. Why don't you stay up top? I have electrical repair at 50. I'm not... Yes, sir, you stay incompetent. up Incompetent. <laughs> Earlier events of this evening would suggest otherwise. Needle. I mean, I mean, you say you're not incompetent, but you do have a one in two chance of doing it wrong. I have a, I have a fifty percent chance of getting it right. <laughs> it takes a few. It takes a while for you to, you know, pull all the breakers and switches in the radio lab. As, as, what is other people doing? Uh, is anyone getting further? A sailor turns up who knows some first aid and will carry the father back to his bedroom. Is anyone else going anywhere, or are you just hanging around up here to berate 
Wallace when it seems appropriate. I'll shoo them all out. This is my laboratory. <laughs> You're going to brood in darkness. <laughs> no, I'll keep the door open, but you don't let in. <laughs> this is my laboratory. <laughs> Go to the lounge then. Although there's, well, we're going to have to be around a torch, really. So, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's tell ghost score, ghost stories. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? Okay. You four go to the lab. Felix, Liza, Matteo, and Kat, and sit around with torches. Walter appears with more torches. I um I tell a story to keep everyone entertained because I want to roll my acting. Roll your acting. <laughs> the story I tell is a is a dramatic tale of the time we explored a temple in Peru, which almost everyone in this room knows because they lived it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um, everyone, I use everyone in this room. Lived <laughs> it. I use some dramatic license to spice it up a bit. Acting. There's a there's a lot more sexy gripping than there was at the time. Oh. It counts. <laughs> it's quite a good retelling of the story you lived through. You don't remember the exciting fight on top of a train, Matteo, but you sound like you had a pretty good time doing it against mm-hmm. the usual fat zombies. Um, there's the bit where Liza and Kat are ziplining from the top of the cliffs down to the village <laughs> with their shotguns on the line. You don't remember doing that bit either. And then there was the room full of gold, which Felix apparently found behind a secret locked room. <laughs> I had to solve a number of puzzles. Felix, you missed a bit. You know, the bit where I nearly blew your cock off while saving your life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That that bit's only in the 18-rated story that I tell after midnight. Fair enough. As as someone who likes a good bit of retelling and has written a book on that, I give quite a charmed response. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'm well up for that. (laughs) Okay, uh, roll your charm now. Yeah, you can take your charm. Eliza, are there any cool skills around social interactions you would like to roll? Um, remember, I'm a social potato, so probably not. <laughs> uh, Liza, then, you can roll me your history. And Matteo, you can roll me your... Yeah. is locksmith. What exactly are you guys trying to do? I missed a bit. Uh, Felix is telling stories, and they're all learning uh, things from his dramatic reenactment. Uh, or failing to. Okay. Cat, uh, Felix, and Matteo, those are all double ticks. Liza, yours Ooh. is just a single tick. Okay. Thanks, Nido. I don't get any ticks. As we all take some time out to sit around some torches, it actually does kind of help you relax a little bit. Mitch, would you like to roll Operate Heavy Machinery for me? Hey! <laughs> Don't mess it up. <laughs> you may tick Ooh. Operate Heavy Machinery. It takes about an hour of working with the mechanics down here. You literally have to open part of the generator, remove something that has fused, some sort of coil of wire and copper and put in a new one. 
and then you're able to about an hour and a half, two hours later, you're able to get the um, power back on. Uh, during this time, Father Eduardo, would you please roll me your constitution? <laughs> okay. Now roll me your cow. Flinty, why are you so unlucky? I I just don't know. Cow's <laughs> not here to absorb the bad luck. Yeah, I'll go that one at least. Okay, you have a dream. Oh no! <coughs> well, at least I passed the power roll. You were sitting on the shore of a lake of liquid metal. Um. Above you, there are stars that seem to wheel and turn around themselves. And you hear a voice whisper, Hello, Father. Do not follow the path of space. There are voices that echo out of the vasty depths that you do not want to hear. That I don't want to what? Hear. That none on earth should really perceive. Not <coughs> whilst the grand plan. Sorry, the coughing cut through Sorry. that. <laughs> I'll mute myself while I'm coughing. Not whilst the grand plan is being enacted. Oh, okay. And then you eventually wake back up near dawn the next morning with all of your hit points back and all of your magic points back and probably five luck. Oh! Thank you. The look of delight on his face whenever he gets a little scrap, a little morsel of luck. <laughs> Please, Please, sir. Thank I want you, Father. Father. <laughs> okay. That's it. Uh, yes? Um, I probably would have, once the lights were back on, I would have wanted to spend the rest of the night fixing the equipment with the idea being that I'll just sleep through the day because I want to get this working so that it doesn't go wrong again tonight. Roll your radio engineering. I also again? <laughs> I want to make sure... I want... <laughs> Something is broken. You cannot work out what. No matter what you do, the spark gap generator will not generate a spark. You cannot get a radio tone. You're going to have to take it apart and find out what's wrong with it. It's probably going to take several days to track down what is broken. Well, consider it that I will just uh, just ask me when I can do a roll. <laughs> Let me know when I can do a roll. That's all I'm doing. Once the power is up, the captain remains at sea anchor for the rest of the night, taking readings to work out exactly where they drifted. And then uh, next morning resumes course. I'm just going to update the calendar so I don't forget. Are we on for stopping? It is the early morning on the 28th of July, 1925. Okay, it is morning on the 28th of July, 1925. Uh, You've all slept quite well after Wallace didn't do science. The string fell in. It almost scienced. Uh, He almost killed me as well. A bonus. You incapacitated the entire ship. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to have to leave the call and come back in because it's being really...
it's being rude. Yeah, I think he was getting weird noises. I yeah, think. We call that Nito. Hey. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. It was just everyone was turning into robots whenever they spoke. Ah. Beep boop. <laughs> okay. Um, you, the captain has resumed course for Port Hedland. You are three days into your six-day journey. What are people doing today? This tea is awful. Yeah, it's really unpleasant, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I don't like. I don't like the aftertaste, or, or the, the before taste, taste, or the during taste. Yeah, nothing to like about it. It smells nice. Yeah, other than the aroma, which is not the purpose of teas. <laughs> it As smells I say, nice. It smells like it tastes like a chemical factory. Like I like I said, I think you've been buying tea from a potpourri shop. Um, what are people doing? Unless yes. anybody's planning to interrupt me at any point, I'll probably just sit and learn something else that I haven't memorized yet. Okay, Liza's in her bedroom memorizing dark spells. Uh, Felix, what are you doing today beyond you know existing? Um, I'm. I wasn't going to do this. But I cast enter the dream at will. No, I um, I continue writing because, like, I feel like I didn't get a full day's writing because of the intra introductions last night. Okay, you're gonna That's go. That's a word. Right. Google it. Cat, uh, what are you doing today? Uh, I'm gonna relax. I think you're having a relax, Matteo. Uh, relaxing. No introductions. <laughs> Fuck you. Father Eduardo, you're feeling better after last night's little incident with the being electrocuted? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I will take a rest. Um, what I'm actually doing out of character is looking at all these spells in this book. <laughs> there are a lot of spells in that book. Yeah, I don't want to learn all of them. <laughs> you can pick which one you want to learn. Yeah, but I get the feeling because I, I know it said you needed like a hard English to decipher it, and then the normal learning rules. But if I've got the author with me, <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky little shit! <laughs> <laughs> it should be a bit easier. <laughs> well, you'll have to talk to Cat and see whether or not she can help. Yeah, but I will not be doing that. I am resting until we get to Port Headland. You're lying in bed with your feet up, occasionally thinking, "I'm coming for you, my lord." Um, I, th- I think I think to you sounds a little less threatening. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Jesus. <laughs> Wallace, what are you doing? Your radio equipment currently still doesn't work. I told you what I'm doing. I'm going to be spending all of my time uh, getting it working. So tell okay, me what I need well, to do. Your engineering, and I want to make sure it doesn't go bang again. Yep, the spark gap generator is completely and utterly fucked. You're going to have to take it apart. That would be mechanical repair. Oh, excellent. Excellent use of spark I... gap generator. <laughs> uh, mechanical repair or electrical repair? This is mechanical. The mechanical components are fucked. The electronics are fine. Uh, I would, rather than doing, rather than making it worse, would go and speak with the engineer of my ship and tell them... Uh, fix, fix this, please, because um, that's what I pay you for. Engineer, remind you that they're in charge of the ship engines. They're not radio yeah. engineers. They yes, but this is a engineer. this isn't a piece of electrical equipment that's mechanical. 
that well, I want to use the guy who knows how to fix it to fix. That that's yeah. how this works. <laughs> I'm not I'm not fudging it with a mechanical repair skill of ten. <laughs> I want to give it to an expert. <laughs> Your ship engineer will have a look at it sometime in the next uh, five to six days. He'll put it on the work roster, Matsa. Because, you know, he has the rest of the ship to also look after. Well, that's fine. He can make this voyage last longer. (laughs) Someone blew up the electrical generator last night, sir. Do you want working engines or, you know, working science equipment? Oh, I wondered why they were so grumpy at him. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I mean, to be uh, privately and not out out loud. Well, your luck, Nico. Privately and out loud, I don't care because if the ship's not moving, then <laughs> I still can perform science experiments <laughs> if my science experiments are working. Um, As you're talking to him, there's a horrible grinding sound and uh, he's like, excuse me, sir, I'm going to go uh, stop that from exploding. And he walks off uh-huh. and starts turning things off and turning dials. Yep. yep. No. Well, okay, well... I probably talk to someone else you know who has mechanical engineering skills. I don't know anybody who has mechanical engineering skills. You've not been paying attention then. Yeah. Well, well I know in characterly, I don't know because I barely know you people. <laughs> I uh, I walk by, uh, you know, naked to the waist, covered in engine grease, nod at you, and then just carry on. <laughs> I don't think that actually happened. Cat and I are walking, I, levitating large pieces of machinery between them. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, d- I don't know mechanical repair. I've just been fucking the engineer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is Felix. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, it's the grease. It makes everything easier. Um, yeah, I mean, I will probably uh, take it back to my room then and attempt to kind of you know poke it look at the okay, plans for it mechanical repair to extract the spark gap generator from the system yeah this ain't this ain't gonna work then that's your problem because it's a mechanical i mean i'm gonna try it program. yeah no no not working <laughs> yeah you don't even know how to unscrew this thing you can fix the electronics the electronics are working but something mechanical has broken in this very large mechanical array of uh large balls that spin around each other really quickly causing electrical sparks which power your systems actually did you, did you look up how how primitive radios work for this or i totally did because this i read a book on it recently and this is legit i'm, I'm loving it <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i also read a book on it like <laughs> speaking of speaking. you wanted to be a radio scientist okay okay legitimately I if I was to do, if this was real life, I have no idea who can help me. I don't have any resources. However, I am going to have the books on hand for how this particular part works as part of my lab because I'll have all the manuals. So, can I legitimately say incorrectly I'm going to read the manual? I know it's not. I know normally when we're doing reading on here, it's mysterious tomes, but in this case, I want to read the Haynes manual for this part <laughs> <laughs> so that I can wor- learn how to fix it myself. Thank you, you for down. purchasing the GM830 spark game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll me your um, English. That seems reasonable. Oh! Okay. 
second you start reading how this is works, it's going to take you the rest of today. Good. Liza, what are you learning? Uh, one I should have remembered I needed to do sooner. Oh, uh, syntax error. The way you said that 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 sounded like the most boulderized, like, um, like swear word of, oh, syntax error. (laughs) Not really a big deal, but lights of seca, light of seca, because I haven't actually learned that yet. Roll your hard intelligence. Oh, file not found. (laughs) (laughs) Slightly type of swear word into a command line. Working on it. Cat, what are you doing? Well, um, you were having a day off, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, Matteo was having a day off. Eduardo was yeah. doing his spells. Um, Mitch. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just resting. I'm not even oh, reading. Yeah. Out Mitch, of character, what are you doing I'm today? Sorry? Mitch, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go and talk to the captain and ask him if I can have a bit more of that combat training, which I had. Uh... Um. Yeah, he'll uh, assign First Officer Stowe to give you some more lessons. He quite likes you. You help fix his electrical generator. Oh, I like him as well. <laughs> yeah, no, very the, cap- the captain and you are very close. That's why you sleep in his bed every night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not canon. <laughs> um, yeah, please roll me your handgun. Uh, Sorry, got going wrong like that. Oh no, sorry, fine. Trying to find it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Handgun, where is it? Where right is at it? the top in the middle column. Oh, right there. Sorry, guys. Oh. You drop the gun you're practicing with over the side of the boat. Oh no. <laughs> oh. oh. Thankfully, it's not your brand new gun from uh um, Perth, but it does delay your trading, and you don't really get to learn much today, I'm afraid. I'm you were leaning kidding. on the side of the rail, taking your aim, and then the ship jostled, and you just dropped it. And it went. It got quite the recoil. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a pea shooter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just... oh no, that's fine. Felix, you were writing, so roll your writesmanship. Right, 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 thing. With a bonus dice. Ooh. I clicked it. Did it happen? Not yet. Yeah, oh, there, there we go. go. Okay. <laughs> you didn't even need the bonus die. Remember to tick your skill. I have. I've ticked it so hard. Okay. Everyone has a rather peaceful day. The weather is quite cold and slightly choppy. The uh, ship is uh, rocking back and forth as winter begins to set in. Autumn is coming to an end. The weather is turning. Such July weather for the southern hemisphere. Okay. Um, everybody sleeps. Everybody sleeps. Is anyone doing anything in the sleep? We all look at Arona's square. I, <laughs> I dream about pomelos. Okay, roll your dream law. No. <laughs> pomelos turn out to actually be dream creatures. Okay, everyone's just a fruit. <laughs> you all have breakfast. Um, 
there are now three days to Port Hedland. What are people doing over the next three days? Do you want to call us out individually, or do we just... We'll I'll go yeah, we're all, frightened, we're all yeah. frightened of speaking at the same time. What are you doing for three days to Port Hedland? Do you know what, Ashley? You're going to carry on writing your book? No. No, I'm not going to carry on writing my book. Are you going to do a shenanigans? I'm doing a shenanigan. Oh, no. Crank cross. I am going to read the fourth scroll of As al <laughs> Oh, well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Out you loud on the that. deck. No, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to read it. Monica's you. I'm going to read it in my head. <laughs> it is in your possession. It oh. is, yes. That's why I'm going to read it. Okay, roll your Arabic for me. I'm pretty good at Arabic. Not fluent, but good. (laughs) What could possibly go? (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Oh! I would, I would like that to go down on record as the jammiest move of all time. (laughs) Increase your Cthulhu mythos by six. Uh, and uh, then roll me 2d10. <laughs> Don't decrease your maximum sanity, however. Oh, good. <laughs> um, what's 57 plus 662? Just click into the thing and press on your arrow, up arrow six times. You don't need to math. A revelation! You're welcome. Oh shit! <laughs> um, you say two d sixes, did you? Two d tens. Oh, sorry. Eighteen. Oh, that's a lot of sanity you've just lost. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be all of my sanity. Really? Not all like that. Just be in a spa. <laughs> the controlling <laughs> chair. <laughs> you spend four days being insane, and then you're back to being. <laughs> I thought this would be useful. Four days. It is. You can read the whole scroll, but first you have to roll some numbers on some charts for me. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Eighteen sanity. Oh. Roll a D ten for me. Oh, oh! Why is my asshole sore? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not rolling you anymore, dice. You little shit. I'll roll them for you, and I will pick. I just pick them, right? I? Okay. Roll me a D one hundred. I'm thinking I might have misread what this scroll does. Um, <laughs> what is the game though? That one is about um, Yogi. Did you say a D100? Yes. yes, please. Please tell me that's not sanity. Because <laughs> that's all of it. That is all of it. Mm. No, I don't like any of those. Roll it again. <laughs> Concern. <laughs> You don't need to be concerned about this. Just, um, just do as your GM says, and it will be over, and you'll be fine. <laughs> take a deep, deep, take deep down, breath. Bend over and <laughs> think of English. 
Okay, right. Okay. Uh, uh, if you have, if you have Ashley giggles madly on your bingo yeah, sheet, you can tick it now. I don't have it, but that is one of our bingo slots. Yeah, Ash laughs manically. I've got. Yeah, that one, yeah that that's do. that's the one. <laughs> I've only got grief descends into uncontrollable giggles. We haven't really um, had today. It's been. Oh, we've had a few again. of those. We have had a few group giggles. Why did I do this? <laughs> I'm Kringluck still trying to work it out. What? <laughs> Why did you we've do got, this? We've got Kring luck strikes again, but it's all been plenty luck today. Um, he's editing like my character while, sheet. Though. Oh, that's a give me your character sheet moment if he's editing it. <laughs> no, I don't like this. Look under phobias and manias. As you, um... <laughs> got another one. That seemed appropriate. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... That'll be fun when you encounter certain things. Uh, you may now read the handout for that scroll, Hedgehog Man. And at the bottom, you will note it says you get some you get some gifts from me. I we'll love work, gifts. But we'll work those out later. <laughs> oh, you've also gone stark raving bonkers. Yes, yes, did I'm I'm surprised you forgot about that. No, no, I didn't forget. I was just reminding you. So you could play it out appropriately next time someone knocks on your door. Okay, so Felix is doing that for the next three days. Um, <laughs> Matt, are you doing any, uh, I'm going to continue. I'm going to do Wallace next. You're next, actually, ah. in my field of view. Um, yes. Uh, how You said I was reading that book for the rest of the day. How am I feeling now about repairing this thing? It is really complicated. Roll me your engineering. Engineering. Science engineering. With Ooh. a penalty dice. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Not heard us use a penalty dice before. Okay, reading through the manual, you've managed to extract the spark gap generator from the casing. Um, it is broken. There is no way to fix this thing. You're going to have to just replace it with a whole new spark gap generator. I take it I have one of those on board. Roll your luck. Because <laughs> these are expensive. And without it, the radio don't work. Oh. You don't have a spark gap generator on board. You could try to repair this one, or you could try to get someone to repair this one. But it is beyond your skill of mechanical repair to fix this. Even with the manual, oh. you're like, I've got it out of the thing, but yeah, actually repairing it, you don't feel I, confident enough. I will, um, I will bring this up as a topic of conversation at dinner. Uh, um, okay. um, no, <laughs> see if anybody knows. Hello. What are you doing for three days to Port Headland? I'm going to chill and relax and not do dark magic because I don't think I've got any to do at the moment. <laughs> Okay, you put your feet up, you have a relax. Um, what's your sanity like, I think? Do you have any more sanity you can gain? Yeah, because I lost a bit. Well, I guess relaxing for three days gets you... Six sanity. Cool. Uh, Peter, what are you doing for three days? Um, hmm... Uh, 
I just don't think there's much I can use- usefully do except for um, work on my martial arts and stuff like that, like the stuff that I've been doing already. <laughs> I was two off the worst possible sanity roll. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Peter, I missed that. You broke up at the end. I said that I don't think that there's very much that I can usefully do apart from do the stuff that I've already been doing, like, like work on the martial arts and stuff, I guess. Well, consider your martial arts double tick. Make a note of this. All right. Um, Eduardo, are you still relaxing for the remainder of the journey? Uh, yeah, I said uh, up until uh, Port Headland, I would not act because okay. I am a little bit older, a little bit more fragile, and I took a nasty shock to the chest. You get three sanity as you put your feet up and have a nice relax. So I get zero sanity. Thank you. Sorry, Flinty. Sure. <laughs> I should. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It'll be nice. I'll be nice. Eighteen sanity. <laughs> Sorry. Ho ho ho. <laughs> Santa giveth and Santa taketh away. <laughs> seventy-four luck. Sorry, seventy-four luck. Minus seventy-four luck. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, negative fifty-three. No, you got five luck. Thank you. Gring, what is Liza doing for three days of lovely sailing through the South Indian Ocean? Well, I'll continue doing light of secca memorizing. Roll intelligence. You need a hard one. Well, I'm not going to this time. I would have last time, but you ignored me. What was that? What did I ignore? Nothing. Just carry on. Well, you get to roll twice more. You've got three days. Okay. Got it. Cross off that spell and the next spell you wish to study. Okay. That's what you do for the next three days. Uh, Mitch, what are you doing for three days? Are you still training your handgun skill? Yeah, I feel like I, after after really screwing up and having that bad day yesterday, I should... Uh, okay, least, roll uh, me your handguns. Will that go? It hasn't come mm. through yet. No. Hmm. No, no, no. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, you think you have learned all you can from the first officer with regards to handguns? I think I have, yeah. <laughs> Starting to think he might not have been as good as handguns as he said he was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else would you like to do for the next two days? You know, I'm going to go and talk to Felix. He might have something to talk to me about. Okay, you find Felix in his room. This is on the second day, so Felix hasn't finished the scroll yet. So he's still normal, Felix. (laughs) Oh, hang on a second. Ah, (laughs) I'm smoking my briar pipe with my feet up on my desk. I feel quite sane. How are you feeling? <laughs> oh, you know, hale and hearty, mentally strong, stronger than I've been in months. How are you feeling, Mitch? 
Good, good. I I've been doing some training up up, up top deck, uh, but uh, yes, I've heard that. <laughs> the captain was worried. <laughs> said 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 I was even worse than our radiographer. <laughs> Concerning. Um, <laughs> what have you been training in? Oh, just handguns and stuff, but. Liza oh, gave me some some of these uh, musical tunes to like to to read, and, and I wondered if you had anything that you feel like I should. I want to be more useful to you people. I mean, I'm just a cook, and and you know, I'm a very good harmonicaist. But uh, well, since this is, you know what, I'm I'm going to not finish reading this this scroll. I'm going to give it to you, <laughs> and you can uh, you can just read the end for me. It's in Arabic. He doesn't speak Arabic. <laughs> I'll teach him. <laughs> you can read it out to him out loud, oh. like a story time. What what languages do you speak, Mitch? Uh, English. That's fair. Um, hold on. I start rustling, rustling around in an enormous duffel bag of weird shit. He occasionally takes out glowing crystals and strange uh, devices curled in copper wire. Oh, Ashley, why don't you put what language they are on the preview? <laughs> I do. They're on the front. They age. You have to. Open, yeah, but you have to open the PDF. Oh, um, have I read this one? I have read this one. I can't remember what's in it. Please bear with me while I quickly reread this book. <laughs> okay, uh, that evening at dinner. Oh, no, I should wait, because Mitch and Trelix will be there as well. Mm. And who knows? Just Do you know what? Do you know what? If I'd noticed that 20 is the maximum sanity you can lose from that, I wouldn't have done it. Uh, <laughs> 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 seemed like a good idea at the time. Oh, well. Um, oh, oh, yes. No, this is definitely a brilliant idea. Um, Mitch, well, if you're interested in this sort of stuff i mean if liza seems to trust you i guess it's probably fine to give you this just take care of it okay i pass what you the. Nicole- take care? well some of this stuff you read and it has a negative effect you'll probably be seeing the effects of that in me in about 18 hours um <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry i don't know what i said there <laughs> were you about to say the narcotic fragments yes it's in new york um, that's true. It is. I didn't see that bit. Oh Christ! I can't look through these eight hundred books to find one that he has. Hang on. If, which why one does she have it? If she has it, why is it in my possession? It's not in your possession. Oh, I see. Oh, all right. It's because I've read it. Yeah. Oh um, Christ! There's life as a god. I think that's in English. I also think it's useless. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, there's Africa on oh no, uh, dark sex. Isn't isn't life as a god the way of losing some sanity, and that's about it. <laughs> no comment. Doesn't doesn't even teach you any cool stuff. Africa's dark sects. Oh, that's interesting. That's currently in your possession. You haven't read it, hmm. but um, it's in your possession because. I would feel awkward about giving him a book I hadn't read. <laughs> just just because I didn't know if it was like, you know, the key to doom, time and space or whatever. 
The lever. Well, I, I found this ancient book. It screams when you open it, and the cover bleeds constantly. But I assume it's fine. Do you want to have a peep in here? Um, <laughs> you could give him the eye of light and darkness to learn. Oh, where is that? Um. I know where it is. <laughs> Everyone has a copy of it written down in just paper format. Ah, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Mitch, I say to you, um, this is a spell we have been using to stop Nyarlathotep from doing things. Uh, it sort of nullifies his power over a great area, but it's very difficult to cast, and the more people who know it, the better. So maybe it would be best for you to check this out first, rather than the Cotic manuscripts, because they're in New York. Let's see if I'm better at this than I am at guns. <laughs> okay, Mitch, I, I giggle slightly, not sanely. <laughs> Mitch, roll your intelligence, please. <laughs> oh, I like how Flinty has happily written the Eye of Light and Darkness on his character sheet, though. Yeah. Well, basically, basically I've just collected the spells I'm interested in learning. <laughs> Hang on, I need to find it in Arona's spreadsheet. So, spreadsheet? Where is it? Uh, there it is, so I can copy it across to Mitch's character sheet. Because he has indeed... Mitch, you spend the next... It's, it's quite a convoluted and involved ritual, this thing, so it takes you some time to learn it. But you do learn it. I don't, I don't know it, but then I'm new. I've added it to your character sheet under the Eye of Light and Darkness. <sighs> so have a read, Fox and D. Felix has made some errors today. Right. <laughs> at dinner that evening, everyone is at dinner. Felix is looking slightly chipper. <laughs> Does anyone else feel a sense of unusual impending doom? Well, unusual. You wanted to bring something up at dinner. Oh yes. Um this I, is on the second evening. Yes. Um I uh, casually mentioned that I'm having no luck with um this radio repair annoyingly. Um and that uh I appear to have broken um the spark ge- spark generator. Um, and I'm not sure I'll be able to get a new one until we get uh, until we make a proper port. So this has been very annoying. Unless anybody has any experience repairing one of those. Does anyone with mechanical repair want to help Wallace out? I look at my burnt arm from from the electrifier and just stare at him, <laughs> shake my head. Well, I mean, anyone else got any mechanical repair? They want to help. I mean, I I go. I've got eighteen in it now. <laughs> <laughs> I have base. I could take a look. Ten points. I have base. <laughs> we all have. We all have base. We can like you know. We can chip in and work together. So if there's three of us, that means Askil is thirty, right? Yeah. And 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 the Lord shall guide my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said as we're trying to prize it off Nido's neck. <laughs> yes, with, with any luck, we'll have all learned different bits of mechanical repair <laughs> <laughs> from watching the same operation. So yeah, who see, is helping? Who is going think... to the workshop to help Nido with the uh, spark gap generator? 
I don't think anybody's going to help me. This is why I didn't bother asking before. Cat <laughs> said she'd help. I don't actually know what I'm doing, but <laughs> I'm. I can be helpful. <laughs> I mean, I can. Matteo, are you going to help at all? Uh, I can try. Okay, we've got Matteo. Uh, Liza? <laughs> I only tried helping Nido today and it fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eduardo? No, I've got nothing to give to this, unfortunately. Felix, are you a no? Um, I'm going to walk back to my bedroom like Leonardo DiCaprio at the end of Shutter Island. <laughs> uh, right. I, don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, so Nido, Mitch, and Cat. Who has the highest mechanical repair out of the three of you? I have thirty. Be- before I... you said no, unless you have... change your mind. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. That was Cat and Matteo, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, b- before, before I, before anybody gets any. Uh, before anybody starts anything, I would hand out a lot of like protective gear this time because I don't want because clearly, yes, we we should have all been wearing this beforehand. Oh, sure, um, they will remember protection the second time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> highest mechanical repair, please. Cat, what's yours? Ten. Nido, what's yours? Ten. Matteo, you said you had eighteen. I said I had eighteen. You may roll me mechanical repair, Matteo, with two bonus die. You also have the manual, so that's why this is even remotely possible. (laughs) Still not good odds, though. Um, Hang on. I've got confused. There we go. Right. Mechanical repair with two bonus Ds. Well, that's a bad start. Um, Can only get better from here. See? <laughs> and another one. Just as bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, you all spend uh, the third day tinkering around with this thing, and whilst you make a little bit of progress, there is just a massive gap between your ability to fix this and your understanding of how it should work. There is one moment when you're like, yes, we think we've got it. And you kind of hold it up and realize that actually, no, there's all these bits still on the table. (laughs) (laughs) We took it apart and put it back together again. But all these spare bits are left over. (laughs) Why is there always 57 screws left over? Um, Felix finishes reading the uh, four scroll of Alazif and you arrive in Port Headland after an uneventful journey. Yes, uneventful. Yeah, this has been a really good trip, actually. Other than the exploding, I'm sure nothing else has gone wrong. I mean, a minor—I mean, a minor uh, electrical zapping is, is relatively tame for our group, I'm, and everybody is fine. I don't know if it was minor for everyone, but you don't know how close I was to a heart attack. Uh, Felix was like... particularly great. <laughs> I'm not at breakfast. <laughs> Uh, is anyone going out on deck to have a look at the town you are approaching? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, uh, I, 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 I will, but I will be right back. Anyone who is on deck, please roll me spot hidden. Spidden! I'll, I'll go out on deck. <laughs> Since... Okay, okay I, I won't go out on deck, then I'll be busy because I've got to be right back. Okay, honey. 
Liza spots. Ah, uh, oh. I spot. I passed one. Yay! Oh my god, Cat saw something. <laughs> she saw a town. <laughs> it's uh, huge. The town, as you approach it, you can all see various things. Uh, Liza, you spot that the harbour is quite a large natural harbour, and that up on the headland there is a lighthouse, but it also seems to double as a radio station. Okay. Um, Cat, you also got a hard success. You spot the railway station. Quite a small railway station, and the railway line snakes off into the countryside behind. Um, Mitch and Wallace, you both spot a small pair of very nippy uh, aircraft coming into land on a very rugged-looking uh, airfield on the outside of town. Oh, so it does have an airfield. It does. Oh, we thought it didn't. Well, it looks like this place is a bit better connected than we had feared, doesn't it? None of you actually went to ask if there was anything. You just... Um, we assumed. You just assumed there wouldn't be when I described it as a small port town. Well, port, we, we, we're we're at the head thing. Yeah, Port Headland. I specifically asked you if it had an airstrip and you said no. Yes. Um, it does. It does <laughs> have an airstrip. Uh, so so when whole... you when you said when you said none of you asked, what you meant was you asked and I lied to you. <laughs> no. no. My amendment is you asked the GM rather than asking a local. Yeah. There is an airstrip here, but it is very small, and you can see through your binoculars that it is called uh, the Port Headland Racing Track. <laughs> so it's not actually an airfield, it's more like a local um, air racing track for a local enthusiast as opposed to somewhere that is connected with aircraft across the whole of Australia. Did we just come out from breakfast to have a look at the town? Yep, yep. So everybody was there except Felix? Yep, Felix was not at breakfast. I go to find Wallace. Uh, I was out on the deck. Um, uh, I point, I poke you in the side. Ow. Look. Ow. I poke you some more if you keep going, Al. Ow. <laughs> you, you see that lighthouse up there, Wallace? Maybe you can get some spares up there. It looks like it's a radio station as well, if you hadn't noticed. Uh, oh, they, they might do. I, I figured we'd have to wait till we got to... Darwin, but yes, I'll um, I'll see if they'll accept some uh, funds in exchange for a part. Where is Felix? He's not like him to miss breakfast. Uh, I haven't seen him today. I haven't seen him since, yeah. since dinner last night. Yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. He was maybe we should cupboard. Maybe we should oh, no. check. I'm going to go check on Felix. <laughs> Would you like us to come with you? In case he's sick. Oh, leave it to me for now. Okay. The Scream loudly is, if you need help. The ship is slowly approaching uh, the harbour. It'll be another hour and a half before it docks. So, Liza, you arrive at Felix's bedroom. Do you knock? 
I do indeed knock. Felix, someone knocks. There's no answer. I knock louder and say, Felix, it's Liza. Are you okay? There's no answer. (laughs) I try the door gently. The door is locked. Felix, (laughs) come on, let me in. Is something wrong? Silence. (laughs) Hello, sir. I knock really loud, just in case he's still sleeping. Something thumps off the other side of the door heavily. Felix, open this door. Come on. Silence. Liza's going to have to open the door the Liza way. (laughs) (laughs) Not with a shotgun on the other side of the door. (laughs) Oh, my spine. A large bump against the door. I'm assuming that was Felix holding the door closed. So I'm not going to use bubbles as the key. I go to find the first man, the captain. Uh, they are both on the bridge, overseeing the ship docking. Uh, gentlemen, would it be possible to borrow a master key for the cabins? I fear that Mr. Walker has had a funny turn. Oh, uh, Mr. Sharp has those. Ah, uh, uh, I would get you mine, but at uh, docking. So I can't really leave the bridge right now. Um, But Mr. Sharp has keys. Is that Wallace's surname? Yeah. Yeah. I go find Wallace again. Wallace is still on deck. It's only been a couple of minutes. Wallace, Wallace, need you to come with me. We need to open Felix's door and he's not Well, he's not answering, but I think something's wrong. I this is this is why I offered to come. I will I will assist. You never said that. (laughs) Am I still on deck? Actually I didn't know I had the keys. Eduardo and Nal can and Mitch can roll listen to see if they listen. I'm deaf. I'm old. I do listen. Cat is like spotting stuff. She's listening Sorry, to things. Hang on. How do you have thirty six listen? I know, right? <laughs> Remember right. to fix that, Nal. We're going to make that. <laughs> yes, Mitch and Cat. You both hear lies are talking to Mitch and Wallace about Felix. Father Eduardo is clearly at the other end of the deck, standing on the bow, being like, I'm the king of the world! <laughs> oh, no. spread eagle! <laughs> no, can I just say that, the, that your degree of min-maxing has, is unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> Liza, do you, want a, do you want a hand down there with, uh, with Felix? Maybe I'm not convinced he's in his... Well, he, I heard loud noises from there, but he didn't respond at all. Liza, I'll come with you. If you need me, I'm there. Thank you, Mitch. You head down and unlock Felix's door. Felix, yes, where are, not, you? are you against the inside of the door? Um, not now, no. Um, where so are you, Felix? Who, who's coming in first? Uh, Wallace I, unlocked it, so probably him. I would unlock the door quite, and then, and then there, someone else open it, and then and then and then shout. Uh, and then shout, uh, you know, Felix, we're coming in. And then push the door open, like, with my arm like this to, you know, so that other people can see into the room at the same time I'm opening it. Okay. Uh, peering in is Cat, Liza, Wallace and Mitch. What do they okay. see? Okay, good. Um, what you can see is, uh, like, you know, all the furniture is all torn up in here. Um, 
there are like circles drawn on everything, like overlapping circles in some sort of weird red substance. Um, and I grab Wallace the instant he the instant he opens the door, and my hands and arms are all bloody. Okay, roll your brawl in to grab. Wallace can roll dodge. Uh, where's brawling? Bottom of the left column. The bottom of the left column. That's operate heavy machinery. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) 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 Well, this isn't that big. Uh, I dodge. (laughs) I'm going to spend luck. (laughs) (laughs) You should have to beat a 14. You need to take a 13. Oh, no. Never mind then. Um, oh, I could do a flinty. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be whining all January again to have your luck back because your birthday. Please, please, just five more luck, Daddy. Um, <laughs> I mean, that flinty all day. Long. I'm not saying that's what flinty's been like all day, but it is. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I go to grab Wallace, miss, fall out into the corridor, and I shout. Um, it's the interface, you see, the interface. It's the bubbles. She is the key, the key and the gate. is oh. the interface between everything. I flail uselessly at you, Liza. I'm like, Felix. My arm. Felix. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that's Arthur. Ooh, what? I was going to see if you shouted that out in the first time. Con- considering I have literally, <laughs> in the last week, finished reading the fourth scroll in the Necronomicon... I you know what he's babbling about. But that, on, right? Also, that, is a, that is a good point. The minute I look at Liza, I switch to Arabic. <laughs> okay, I was, I was going to say, like, surely if you're uh, raving mad, you'd be speaking your uh, primary language. Oh, shit, you're right. Sorry, I, that completely escaped me. Yes, I'm jib- I say all of that in Latin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't I think can't... you well. I come out of the room bleeding, covered in... Oh, I'm naked as well, by the way. Why not? Um, circles on me, circles on everything, blood everywhere. I and I'm just... him and hit him in the face to knock him out. <laughs> you know that? concussion, right? in brawling. <laughs> Arona doesn't get to roll dodge. He's insane. <laughs> uh, roll me your constitution, Arona. That's hard. Ugh. Why is my constitution 69? When did I lose one point of constitution? Uh, that would be the radiation. Uh, Remember when you got radiation poisoning? Uh, not uh, hard. Uh, yeah, Mitch is a tough buff sailor who knows how to do these sort of things. He hits you in exactly the right spot and knocks Felix unconscious. I got the interface! In Latin. <laughs> I, um, I step into the room and kind of just check that this red stuff is actually all of Felix's blood. It appears to be Felix's blood. <laughs> Liza, I'm going to leave find- it to you. I've done my work here, I feel. In the middle of the room, you find a packet of toaster strudels that have been squeezed out. <laughs> Cats, we, we need to dress his wounds, and someone get some uh, sturdy rope from the sailors so we can bind him. So if he's in his own, not in his right mind, he can't hurt himself more. I- I, I just look around and go, how? I didn't even know the human body had this much blood in it. <laughs> Please, cat. I will get. I'll get to the first aiding. With my Roll first, first aid, aid, cat. 
Why is everyone's camping weird? Yeah, I'm getting like voice lag on. Oh dear, Liza. Yeah, okay. this is beyond you, Cat. You need an actual doctor. Hopefully, mm. Fort Heaven has one. You, you, you know, wrap him in as many bandages as you can. But yeah, I... you're gonna need. Um... Yeah, after um, after after like staring in the room for a bit, I would run to go up to the bridge to let the captain While you're to. Fort Heaven, Nido, whilst you're in the room. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, you have a quick look and then you run upstairs to tell the captain you're going to need a... Um... Yeah, radio ahead to get the doctor. Um, they look at you and go, we can't, the radio's all out, sir. <laughs> don't, don't, wait, 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 doesn't the ship have a separate little radio no. for itself? Well, ca- no. ah, well, they would have... They would have like, that, would interfere with, that would interfere with your radio. They would, uh, they would have the light signals, though. They could light flash the yeah. coast to say that... Uh, light flash to the harbour and we need a doctor. Okay, thank you. At the room, Cat is doing first aid. Mitch has left. Lyra, up to you to spot hidden. I'm going to spot him. Call and rejoin it. Yeah, he he dropped out there. That was weird. I'll let him come back. There he is. Are you okay now? I think it might be Russet and Kinsley's connection. Russet, you muted. Okay, if, if your hangouts is being weird, leave the call and rejoin it. I okay, still... Liza, roll pal. Oh, no. Oh, what did she just uh, say? Um... <laughs> How does a 99 a pass? It's not. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's not a pass. Oh. <laughs> it's still a critical failure. Uh, Liza, as you cautiously peek into the room, now that Kat is attending to Felix, there's the papyrus scroll lying on the desk. Weighted open. And as you look at it, it crackles with soft energy. And this whispering voice echoes through your mind. And Felix, you can hear this too. Uh, Kat, you are still nearby, so you also have to roll pow. Mm-hmm. Yes, Felix? Oh, I'm unconscious. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hear something if I'm unconscious. Dreams. Heck. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't hear this actually you're absolutely fine you're busy attending to Felix uh, Liza you find yourself slowly stepping across the room following the instructions being whispered into your mind as you reach down and pick up the papyrus scroll of your oh, you can feel the energy coursing into your body. The gate is here. He is. It is. They are. The papyrus scroll is glowing with a soft, warm, golden light. All it requires now is the key. Sanity check. You're going to come through, Sunny Chick? Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
Well, I love that I'm always off sleeping somewhere when this shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was too busy doing the Titanic scene, apparently. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Why oh, dear, oh, dear. That was a pass. Yeah, you know how sometimes you pass and there's still a big dice? And the dice for failing was worse? (laughs) Things might still go terribly because of just how bad that was. Okay. I need you to roll me a d10, Liza. Oh, dear. (laughs) How many ships in history have sunk within a harbour? Quite a few. There's okay. fucking tons. Alright, fine. <laughs> it's uh, like statistically it's where most ships are. It's true. <laughs> Felix, I need you to roll me no, you already rolled your power, didn't you? For, for when? Oh no, you're unconscious, so you didn't have to roll power. You made me roll a number of rolls, I uh, uh I'm just checking what your, your last roll was. That was your constitution. Okay, Felix, roll me your sanity. Why? (laughs) (laughs) It's like 12. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) But fuck you, I'm fine. (laughs) 12, 31. Mate, it was 50 when we started this. It was 50 an hour ago. How many more thanks to you? It seemed like a good idea at the time. It's not my fault. I've got mathslexia. I can't look at 2D. I looked at 2D10 and I was like, oh, that's probably going to be two, not 20. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Even our averages. Yeah. Right, I'm just sending you some messages. No. <laughs> I'm, turning, I'm turning my phone off. <laughs> Most GMs, they're like, oh, I'll send you a message. When Ashley says, I'll send you a message, it's like you wake up with a horse's head in your bed. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually true. (laughs) Okay, and send message to Liza. The thing with Liza is all happening fairly quickly, isn't it? Yeah, it's like seconds... Cool, cool and good. I can't say anything. No, you're unconscious. (laughs) Oh, well, never mind. Worst things happen at sea. (laughs) I sent you another message, Mr. Hedgehog Man. Craig, I sent you a message. So, um, I'm sending a message back because I want to get this right. I was hoping our little trip to Australia was going to end up like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Unfortunately, it's going to end up more like Mad Max Fury Road. (laughs) (laughs) My character renames himself Immortan Joe. Shit. Ah, uh, 
Like, Cat, you are uh, tending to Felix, and suddenly his eyes open. They glow with starlight, and he just sits up. Uh, hang on, I just need to send you a little message so you know something. Who are you messaging? Hey. You, Hedgehog. Oh, okay, one second. Sorry, I need to use Google Translate. I'll be right back. Are you kind of letting it into Latin? Yeah. <laughs> what color are his eyes glowing? White starlight. Leave you alone for a night, I swear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean that sounds that sounds fair to me. <laughs> I'm just going to start initiative. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Um, sure well, something might happen here. Um, hang on, I'm just going to arrange everyone. Nice. Uh, talking is a free action. <laughs> something about shit creek and not and paddles. <laughs> I opened my. I open my eyes really wide and I look at you, Cat, and I say, Miad Portam. Uh, no, I don't know that one. Roll your Latin, Cat. Uh, really? Let me have a look. Aren't you fluent in it as well? No. Oh, just those two. There we go. Puts. Ah. You don't know what Felix just said to you. That's nope. the problem. Initiative, everyone. Click your icon, then on the combat tab, click the thing that rolls your initiative. Combat tab and... Uh, oh, turn tracker, is it? Yeah, that's yep. the one. Make sure you click your icon first. Yep. Sorry, how do I do this? Uh, uh, click click your, your little icon. man. I just got one tiny little question. Yeah. Mm. What the shit happened while I was pooping? <laughs> um, <laughs> the fourth scroll of the Necronomicon should not be left open? Quite literally, the shit went down. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I click on me, and then what? On the combat tab, there's a thing that says turn tracker at the top of the page, underneath your stats. Uh, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Turn tracker, click it, yeah? Yep. Okay. There you go. I think that's everyone now. I mean, I'm not the in crew? this, am I? Everyone. All right. Needs to roll this. I mean, you and Father Rado are only just upstairs. Okay. Right, but hang we on. We don't then. know that shit has hit the fan. No, but you might be about to hear a load of stuff. Oh. <laughs> Let me find the there button. There might be a duel of wizards. <laughs> oh, hang on. Sorry, I forgot to select the thing. Um, boop. Okay. Uh, hang on. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, because you're not in the list yet. Yeah. Um. There we go. Right. We did it. So Matteo currently doesn't know anything is going on. So mm-hmm. Felix, you are. First. Oh, hang on. I need to do one other thing, Craig. Yeah. Uh, 
Hang on, I just need to scroll up and check. Yeah, something. I want to touch my sheet. What did you get on the power roll, Craig? You got a 99, didn't you? Yes. Uh, oh. I need you to roll your sanity once more for me. Okay. Check your character sheet, Craig. Yep, I've seen that. Okay. Felix, what are you doing? Cat is looking at you in bafflement as you're sitting on the floor in the corridor like... <laughs> Where is the key? Oh, speaking's a free action, isn't it? I'm talking to the games master. Uh, she's just inside your room. Yeah, well, they're, they're here as well. You're in the corridor where you fell, where Cat was attending you. Yeah. And Liza is just inside your room, holding the scroll in her hand. And Cat still has got her back to this because it's been like seconds. <laughs> what a crazy random happenstance! I stand up and I walk through the door. Okay. Is that all you're doing this turn? Um. <laughs> Well, it's been lovely knowing all of you. Well, TPK, TPK. It's it's been wonderful working with you. Someone shoot him. What are you doing, Felix? That's all I'm doing. I'm I'm, I'm getting myself ready for the ritual. Okay. Uh, Eduardo is still up on deck with Matteo. It's quite nice. You're watching the town approaching... There's some birds, the sun. It's not too bad today, actually. Sky is blue. There's Australia ahead of you. It's all looking quite nice. Uh, Liza. Hang on. Hang on, Games Master. I don't understand the thing you sent me. I think I need to call you. (laughs) (laughs) I say, you know what? I think today is going to turn out all... Hold that thought a minute. I'm going to go downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I don't do that. Ash, can I can I ring you? Uh, yes, I will right. go to the bedroom. Hang on a second. Or just mute yourself. I certainly won't just listen in yourself. on this. Yeah, just mute. Both of you mute yourselves. Hang on, I'm going to mute myself. So, who wants to... Uh... Try guessing what it is that they've done. Don't worry, everyone. It's all going to be fine. Arona, you're not muted. Oh, he's got a uh, he's got he's got a hardware mute. Lip reading activate. <laughs> so is everyone enjoying this? Ah, <laughs> oh, for the moment, that's, that is <laughs> that's it's all fine. There's no need to panic. Is this is this how it's the Christmas special? It's Christmas. It's, is this the Christmas special the same way that EastEnders has a Christmas special where someone gets shot? <laughs> All right, we haven't had or, them yet. Or or, or 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 the pub burns down again. <laughs> no, it's going to be fine. Nothing bad's happening from your perspective. This is a trap in a box. <laughs> There's very little I can do. But let's see. I'm sure it's fine. Mm. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. What's everyone else doing for dinner tomorrow? I've got... 
I've got a chicken and I'm going to do some, I'm going to roast some chicken breast. We got, we got some turkey. Not a turkey, but some turkey. Yeah, I had to get some, Germany is really hard to get turkey because they don't do turkey for, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, not for Christmas at all over there. No, it's either salmon, salmon or um, goose. Hang on, um, sorry. Before before we go back to combat, did you say anything in there that needs to be cut out? Because I'll have to mark down the time otherwise. Oh, we were just talking about turkey. Oh no, that's fine. It's like it's like if someone goes, "I I live at number ten Road Street." I have to cut it out otherwise. You know, we didn't do that. Good. Okay, then we're okay, ready to Liza, resume. What are you doing? Um. So Felix is basically in front of me right now, yeah? He's yep. just stepped into the room in front of you. I'm ready. Um, I step forward and I do this. Huh. Okay, you start chanting. Mark off the uh, MP cost. I, I take it that was to GM only because and that last means updated. How dare you do a secret roll? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Craig. I like secret roles. Craig is on team secret roles right now. Um, I've slept since I last used magic points, haven't I? You have indeed. <laughs> what a fucking disaster! Uh, bitch, roll your listen. Yes, you're just walking along the corridor. You're the other side of the smokestack currently in the lounge. Uh, yeah. uh, oh God, legs! Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Uh, you hear Felix shouting in Latin. Cat, uh, do you say anything? Uh, or is it what's... just a general going on? Yeah, what's going on? Or what? <laughs> you could did, did, uh, words that don't quite word. And okay, Mitch, you hear what definitely sounds like a very confused cat. Are you going back that way? Or yes. Are you gonna... Okay. You, what's your, hang on, I'll check it for you, actually. Uh, Have I, I turned around at this point? Uh, you've stood up. Uh, you haven't turned around, though, because it's not been your I'm... turn. Uh, okay, so. I, I kind of shout to Kat, what's going on? What's wrong with everybody? I don't know, because I haven't turned around yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it's your turn. Um, you stand up, you turn around. Uh, the sight you see is Liza, her eyes are glowing uh, silver, has the sc- fourth scroll of the Necronomicon held between her hands. Uh, Felix is standing there, she is standing there. Roll your pow. <laughs> I can do this. Okay, roll me your Cthulhu Mythos. I've got that. The people of this town are going to be so fucking thrilled we've decided to turn up today. Ah, okay, yeah, Kat, you haven't got a fucking clue what's going on currently. Uh, then I'm going to ask questions later and have a look. Just to make sure, because I've just done all this stuff. Uh, Actually, have you read this one as well? I think so. Hang on, I've got notes in my mythos terms. Uh, Four scroll, read by you have read this one. You get a bonus die. Mythos. To the mythos. 
All right. You need four or less. Uh, that's over here. No. Nope. Okay, yeah, you're not entirely sure what the fuck is going on here. Uh, okay. This is going to be a beefy recap, I can tell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if we need to put Flinty's wrist on ice for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, what am I doing? That is a great question. You can, One. however, roll a separate mythos roll to see if you recognise what Liza is chanting. Okay. Do you remember a thing we said when we went to Cat's room about not going to help people anymore? We should have, <laughs> we should have abided by that. I feel. <laughs> hmm. Oh. To be yeah, fair, reflection. To be fair, Felix and Liza have, have just been ticking time bombs. I think they've been around for so long. They're Sanity is so fragile. They're stock full of spells and scrolls. It's like this inevitability. <laughs> On the fifth day of Christmas, my <laughs> what am I doing? To your dark lord. I am. Is there any source of fire nearby? Anything no. I can use to make one. It's all electrical lamps and carpets, and there's lots of wood. But the, yeah, the luxury uh, research boat isn't really. Oh, it's not even wood. It's mostly metallic hull. Hmm. Uh... Oh dear. I can't set something on fire with the um, Wrath of Pazuzu, can I? Uh, I don't think Wrath of Hang on, it might do. Let's just, let me read what it does. Um, I think it was an electricity bolt? It is. Wrath of Pazuzu. Um, no, it's just like weird mystical energy shears. Fine. Uh... Hmm. Telepathy feels like a singularly bad idea. Yes, let's look into that boy. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yep. Cat just bursts like a ripe cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Who knows? I don't. But I have a note. Oh, um, oh, that's that's a very good thing to just have. I've just read the message now. Uh, <laughs> I, therefore, am... Close your eyes, put your fingers in your ear and go la la la. <laughs> Something like that. I am going. I am becoming not there uh, as fast as I can. Okay. Uh, are you running? Uh, let me just check your combat. Uh, are you running towards the stairs at this end of the corridor or running towards Mitch? Uh, let me have a look. Okay, there's that. Uh, what are my options? So there's, there's Mitch. There's or, there's... or there's Mitch. Uh, I ha- I know Mitch is there, so I'm probably going to go that way and see how far we get. 
cat runs past you, Mitch, like, leaving! Is it my turn? It's not your turn yet. It's uh, Wallace's turn. Wallace, roll power. Actually, no, roll radio operations. Well, but that's that's a that's a that's. I, no, I, just, I just want to know why why it's like roll roll power. Oh wait, no, roll radio operations instead. <laughs> and I thought we also determined there are no radios. Uh, hard success. You're standing on the bridge, uh, like talking to the captain. They're flashing the Morse light. We need the doctors, and you notice the lighthouse with the radio beacon on it. Uh, you can almost see this globule of colour appearing around the top of the uh, radio tower and starting to branch outwards. It's almost like you can physically see the radio waves starting to spread. Something feels wrong. Everything feels oily. The air is charged with ozone. And roll me your engineering. This is... Hard success again. You 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 scamper up the steps into the chart room where you can see across the back of the ship. You can see arcs of St. Elmo's fire oozing up the length of your radio mast. Something is saturating the air with ozone and radio waves. And what, r- remind, remind me what St. Elmo's fire is. It's like not, but it's like electrical discharge actually creeping along metal. I will... I thought I unplugged all that. I'm going to run, head back down and head across towards my lab, I guess. that's. I would start leaving the bridge. You get that far. Uh, yeah. Matteo, and, uh, Matteo, you see Wallace come running out of the bridge and he starts down the side, like, racing. Matteo, roll me your pow. Let me find my pal there. Where where are you, pal? There you are, pal. Failure. Okay, uh, you just saw Wallace run past. Everything else seems normal. There's Port Headland ahead of you. Uh, I still want to go... I, I still want to f- follow, because why would someone be going full pelt down there? Why is it the only person who outranks a person running towards... Us? Uh, only person who outranks, outranks a general is an engineer running away from an explosion. <laughs> Felix, uh, it's your turn. Um, you just... I, I am the gate. I, I await ascension. Okay. Father Eduardo, you, you. you've just seen <laughs> um, Matteo and Mitch both run towards the back of the boat. Well, your pal. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> How good. <laughs> All I want at this point is for some of the players to survive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rider, you have seen them run, but otherwise everything seems normal. <laughs> Are you just going to continue enjoying this like small Australian mining town approaching? Yeah, I mean, I'll uh, hang on. I'm, I'll just like go there and just sort of look after them and go. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the youth, the youths are getting all the youths these days. Yeah, they're probably getting... just getting things ready for docking. They're probably dabbing or whatever. <laughs> I feel like there are different sorts of running that can be 
<laughs> discerned from each other. I would describe this running as desperate and screaming. Father yeah. Eduardo hasn't really been paying that much attention. Um, uh, Liza, it's your turn. Uh, I am the key. I finish what I was doing. Do you resist, Felix? Um, I'm the gate. Why would I resist the key? Oh, well. This is all getting very... It's very sexy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I lost 20 sanity. What do you want from me? It's going to get sexier. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, Craig, would you show that spell to the group whilst I will then describe what happens to Felix? Uh, yeah, sure. Give me just a second to scroll to it. So I've been oh. withholding this puppy from you guys for a long time. Um, you might recognize the effects from something that has happened previously. Uh, I'm putting in the chat in thing. Okay. Uh, Liza finishes chanting. Uh, <laughs> Felix does not resist. Oh, oh. Of black round worms start to pour out of every one of Felix's orifices as his royal uh. body not only bursts with black worms, but dissolves into more of them. The air where he is standing is rent asunder. Liza's body flashes into pure energy, and there is an explosion that rips the entire after end off the sound wave. Oh, dear God! <laughs> uh, we rip a hole in time and space? Yeah, we no. rip a hole in time and space! I am the gate. She is the key. <laughs> Oh, God. Dark horror from beyond time turns out to be quite nice. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't hold Um, your breath on that one. Right. Kat and Mitch, I need you both to roll dexterity. I'm sorry. I just (laughs) thought I'd learn a lovely spell. By by the the way, a friend. Um, Oh, someone reads a book, bad things happen. Yeah, okay. Um, Can I just can I just check? Yeah. Does um does uh you holding on to that spell count as a book is hoarded? No. Oh, <laughs> I almost had a bingo. Somebody <laughs> kills accidentally. No, no, this oh. wasn't accidentally. I suppose. Uh, I has a scheme, but not could... accidental at that point. Yeah, fair enough. Could I please take a spell blows up in your face? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you have that one. Oh, I can have that one. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Mitch and Kat, you both suddenly find yourselves in the water, clinging to a door, like you're both on either side of this uh, wooden door. You can't quite remember how you wound up in the water. One minute you were running, the next minute there was this blinding flash of multicoloured light that seared through your very brain, both of you well sanity. Um, yeah. Oh, Okay. Uh, I'm taking very expensive thing explodes. Yeah. <laughs> I got like somebody kills accidentally. I got a bingo. Yeah, same. <laughs> you only lose one sanity cat, but I've sent you a message of what you saw. Okay. Um, you are floating in the water ahead or behind you. You're not quite sure. You're kind of spinning. Uh, you see the sound wave. There is like a chunk missing right down the middle of it. Uh, you can see the stern slowly disappearing beneath the water. 
My staff! Oh, God, <laughs> I'm on the stern. <laughs> so you're on the bow. Oh, I'm on the bow, okay. Uh, the front <laughs> half of the ship is floundering. It's, it's tilting that way as water rushes into the after compartments. Uh, there's lots of shouting. Matteo and Wallace, uh, you have literally just seen uh, this bubbling mass of multicolored spheres erupt up out of the middle of the ship in some sort of radiant, horrific glory. Both of you roll um, Cthulhu Mythos, then Sanity, then Spot Hidden. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cthulhu Mythos. It's probably just one of those newfangled bubble horror chips. Um... <laughs> you do yours, and then, we'll, and then we'll go through these in order. <laughs> Hang on. I'm trying to... Uh, and then... I actually do not know what this is. Where? Sorry. Okay. No. Okay. okay. Both of you roll sanity. Thankfully, you don't know what this is, so you get the lower number. <laughs> oh dear! My staff. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you saying your staff? My staff. Oh, stuff. they blew up all my staff. <laughs> all my, my staff was there. You yeah. For sanity. Actually, no. Before you do sanity, both of you roll that spot hidden. Okay. Oh, yeah, in case it gets worse. In case it gets worse, and then I get to change dice. I might take everyone out. Uh, Critical oh. success! Oh. Oh. I have won! You did not want that. Oh, dear. I'm going to so send you messages. Please succeed. Oh, I don't want messages. I don't want to be a person getting messages. It's, more, it's only funny when other people get messages. <laughs> am I? Am I still on the front of the ship? Going, I'm flying. <laughs> well, at this point, Eduardo, there's been an explosion. You've grabbed the rail, and the ship is shaking, and you're like, oh, but you know. You've not really had time to turn around and look. So you're missing no. the light, though. You can <laughs> see the lights pouring over you from behind. Oh, but... God. I'm in the safest place at the moment. I, 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 the gift that I sent to the chat group is even more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, two of, them, two of them are clinging to a fucking door. We all know what happens to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you. You're the male. <laughs> uh, you are in a harbour. There might be rescue. No, I'm I'm not clinging to a door. Oh, sorry, I yeah, was, yeah. I've ascended to take my yeah. place. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read this message, then reply appropriately to the group. Why? <laughs> so, what did they see exactly? Uh, Hold on, the messages. Okay, I'm just doing for the recap. That's all. And the cults haven't been anywhere near us. They don't need this to be. A, this is an own goal. Yeah, they're going to be like, we can't find Liza or Felix anywhere. Yeah, that's because they're dead. <laughs> oh, we're not dead. alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for a DM debrief before I say what I am, because I don't yeah. know who I am. <laughs> we, might, we might be the opposite of dead. <laughs> you, might say, you might say, isn't that alive? And I would say, oh, no. <laughs> I've just sent you both a message, and I both need you to roll your sanity again. Okay, uh, I've replied with the appropriate gift. Failure! <laughs> 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 right. 
Tell me the damage. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Uh, well, um, I can't see either of your sanity rolls just yet. Uh, I mean, I should gain sanity. This is vindication for everything that I've been saying all along. (laughs) (laughs) I need your sanity roll, honey. Uh, Oh, I thought you, I already did it though, right? I need a second one. All right. Okay. I see. Uh, Hang on. Let me do another one. Ooh, uh, no. Can I? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> no, yeah. there's nothing you can do. <laughs> uh, that's annoying. Look, you've got like the highest sanity of all of us right now. <laughs> yeah. Rasset, that that doesn't make any sense, numerically speaking. All I'm saying is that I've been mentally preparing for this moment all along. <laughs> I love, still that, weren't ready. I love that everyone was having an uneventful Monday and then the boat explodes. <laughs> uh, Nido, I sent yes. you have a Telegram message. You, you did. Um, please clarify. You might um, need to call him. No, well, no, no, no. I mean, I mean do I need... Uh, because, because, like... I've I, clarified. I was, I was going to say, because... Uh. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, good. Okay, um, I'll wait for my turn. Uh, Mitch and Cat are in the water. Can I start swimming? Uh, you can start swimming away from the wreck. Yeah, that might be a sensible idea with Cat's help. You and Cat are just trying to get away from the wreck. Are they yeah. sending out? Are they sending out rescue to the boat, which just you know was fucking annihilated <laughs> in the water? We haven't got to that yet. Uh, um, Wallace lets out a l- ear-piercing shriek of my stuff. Uh, he runs towards the the sinking oh. back of the boat. Uh, Matteo, what are you doing? Um, I don't know. Um, you haven't actually told me about my sanity yet. I did. I sent you a message. Oh, what? Sorry. Um, I didn't realize that came in a message. Right. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Right. Um, um, Sending on minus 38. <laughs> it's not, but that's that's how numerically it worked out. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to decide between... Uh, I am trying to decide between running away and confronting whatever this is. But it looks it, it it feels a bit more like a runaway scenario. Um, one towards the front of the boat. Um, if that's a way, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you run back out onto the front of the boat. Uh, the deck is starting to slant under your feet, Father Eduardo. You also notice the boat is slanting, and you turn around, and you can just see this pillar of glowing white explosion, spherical mass rising up above the back of the ship. The, the, the ship is now tilting as if, you know, it suddenly lost all its buoyancy. Uh, Matteo comes running up. Matteo, are you going to jump in the water? Yes. How are you far going away to... from shore? Uh, you're a couple of miles out still, but, you know, it's a harbour. It's full of boats. Right, People okay. People will probably come that look for survivors. Okay. 
Uh, are you going to take Father Eduardo with you? He's right there with you. T- take him with me, like forcibly, you mean? Like, like just sweep him over the railing with you into the water. Uh, does he look like he's going to jump? Or <laughs> he looks like he's just turned around and is staring in surprise, shock, and horror. Yeah, f- fuck it. Let's just let's just do this. Roll your martial arts. Uh, <laughs> Father Eduardo, do you want to try and dodge this in any way? Uh, well, I, I'm probably just too stunned because I just look, turned around, looked at this light, and then suddenly Mateo's okay. there, so probably not. Okay, yeah, Mateo runs up, literally slings you over his shoulder, and you both go over the edge into the water. Uh, various sailors are leaping off the boat. Uh, Wallace disappears in a mangled wreckage of shrieking and screaming as he dives into the everlasting bubbles of light. And um, then, almost like a doorway being shut, the pillars of light snap shut, and it's gone, and the sound wave is just sinking. Can I ask something quickly? Mm -hmm. In that moment I turned around and saw the light, do I have any Cthulhu Mythos rolls or anything like that? Uh, You may have a Cthulhu Mythos roll. Oh dear. Mm. Just playing the game. But yeah, I wouldn't have been able to react to it because it was yeah. all happening too quick. Uh, That's only your sanity. Oh, good. <laughs> Wrong way round, game. <laughs> Ooh. You lose five sanity points. Okay. 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 Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, the sound wave is descending into the harbour of Port Hedland. Uh, various fishing boats, uh, merchant ships, they're all bl- putting out like rowboats to come and collect and look for survivors. Um, who's still alive? Cat, uh, roll luck. Uh, luck. Uh, have luck. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, you are pulled into a boat with Mitch and Walter. Uh, Matteo, roll luck. Luck, 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 luck. Yeah. You are pulled in for a boat with Father Eduardo, uh, Gertrude, Marjorie, and several members of the crew who managed to get off the boat. There is oh my no god, f- is Walter okay? Walter's with yes. Kat. Cat oh. had to roll luck. She rolled 66. She nearly lost him. <gasps> oh. Oh. Lose Walter. <laughs> I hug Walter. I don't know why. I just. <laughs> Walter Aww. hugs you back. Mitch oh. also joins in the hugging. Um, the sound wave is sinking. Uh, the pra- the the bow or the prow, whatever the pointy end is called, is sticking up out of the water at an angle. It's like hit the bottom. The stern is just gone. Whatever that explosion of light was. Um, you eventually wind up on shore, um, taken to like the harbour master's office. Uh, there's no sign of Felix. There's no sign of Liza. There's no sign of Wallace. Um, you are all just wrapped in blankets, slightly traumatised. And uh, welcome to Port Hedland. We'll see you all in January. <sighs> Press it.
This was not the Christmas uh, special you promised. Is, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Everybody's having fun. I don't remember <laughs> in, in, in Christmas story from Black Lampets. Half of the Vanda duo act has now gone. <clears throat> oh, mm. um, I'm really sorry, guys. There's been some sort of technical error with the recording equipment. And the last <laughs> hour or so has been lost. Um, do you want to just pick it up from there next time? <laughs> I'll uh, pick it we'll, up. From here, we'll remember say. what happened. It's fine. I've got oh. notes. Blitney's got notes as well. Do you know what's amazing? Mm-hmm. Right. I <laughs> I successfully avoided going back to Egypt. <laughs> and you'll never know why I didn't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but at what cost? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I've ascended. <laughs> Felix and Li- Eliza have ascended to become part of Yogg's Is it is it mm. plot relevant, or, or can we just ask? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not telling. It might still come up. <laughs> Clap. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Wallace is just dead, mangled in his shipwreck as he went farmy, as he saw Eliza and Felix ascending through the bubbles. That's Thanks, what guys. That's what Mateo and Wallace saw. Wallace just shrugged... Uh, Wallace went insane, and Matteo went. I knew this would happen. And yeah, I, noticed, I, I noticed at the end you had what minus thirty eight sanity. Yeah, it was like it was like roll roll your thing. You lose sixty five. I was like, I have eighteen. <laughs> it's like when, when I when I was like so when I was when I was like I um I, I've been told you know I've I've read the scroll and I I have become the gate and like uh, and I know that Liza is the key and Ashley is like is like what do you do and I was like well I moved towards Liza and he's like oh why would you do that and I'm like. Well, because I lost 18 sanity, and you've just told me I am the gate. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> and then apparently I knew I was the king. <laughs> I had to kill Felix. Hey, you, you played your characters. <laughs> and then yeah. same characters. I love, I, lo- I love that this morning you all got up and you had a lovely breakfast, and then 25 minutes later you're in a... <laughs> in the fucking ocean there's like a a tower of light in the sky I always knew Bella killed Felix over a course of rounds this one which would just do it instantly (laughs) so well the only only possible conclusion you can take from that is I liked seeing spiders come out of his penis so much I thought I'd try it myself with black maggots um (laughs) I mean, one good thing is, at least as part of your set off, A, we don't have to worry about the Alpha Tep anymore. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Asta can, can't have a beef with me anymore. <laughs> Sorry, remind me which one your set off is. I always get confused with these names. He's, he's the one I turned into during the. He's the one at the bottom of hell. Oh, the nice one. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> Yoxathoth is basically all of the interstice things in the, unis- in the universe, I think. He is outside the universe. The universe is inside. Hmm. Ah, okay. Um, but yes, um, I'm so sorry. Nido died. Lido <laughs> and Felix ascended to godhood. Yeah. This was a very briefly existing character. 
that was one of my end goals to try and become a god. So, <laughs> mate, mate, I've had this character for two years. <laughs> it's like losing a son. I, I mean, yeah, it's no, very I, rare. I knew, it's I knew, very yeah, it's rare well, for you to lose a character. Now you know. I, I, knew, I knew he wasn't long for this world. Yeah, with that little low ass sanity. <laughs> well, now you know that pieces of the Necronomicon are very dangerous. They're not just books with paper. Thank, thankfully, they all got. Uh, I, what books just got dissolved along with these two? Everything. 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 <laughs> Everything. Everything we had is on that boat. All you our stuff. You've, <laughs> you've, you've just lost the ability to stop the other. Well, it will have whatever a cat has on her, and that's it. Yeah, on me at this very moment. Yeah, <laughs> and right, maybe I'll have whatever I had. Yeah, um, a whole fuck ton of books have just gone up. Thankfully, loads of people know the Eye of Light and Darkness. When me and Arona go crazy, we do it properly. Uh. <laughs> 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 when, when we go mad, we do it together as a family, <laughs> annihilating a bow. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad it didn't just turn the entire boat into fucking ashes. You know what I mean? Like, like, I make, I make yeah. one bad decision and ultimately end the world. Yeah, I was seeing. I was like, "Are we actually just going to go? Is this the end of our campaign?" And it's like, okay, I, I don't. I think. I think we'll be. We'll be fine. What, it's what is, fine. What is this? There's Even, a finger. If anyone is looking at the uh, the splash page, I'll pop Yogs the Top on there for you all to enjoy. Yay! Oh, you guys look great! I can see you in there, Liza. Yeah, you're just doing that, yeah. Which nodule are you? (laughs) The round one. (laughs) (laughs) The glowing one. Well, um, yeah, uh, Wallace went insane seeing that. Matteo was like, I fucking knew it, and just ran for it. I guess you need to sign us out, Peter. <laughs> All right. Uh, join us next time for the exciting continuation of God bless us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my.